captured Master Callista, we have been betrayed. The War Master has turned from the light of the Emperor. No, it cannot be. Why would Horus do this? He has fallen to darkness. He must flee the system. Take these four remembrances to Terra and carry word of this heresy. The navigators tell me the Warp is in turmoil. We will be ripped apart. We cannot do this. You must have faith in your ship, my old friend. Your service will be remembered. We will carry word and ensure the galaxy knows of the War Master's treachery. And when we can, we will send the Legion to reclaim your sarcophagus. Only in death will duty end. Hello, good evening, and welcome to episode t- two of year six of the Edge of Empire, the very finest Horus Heresy podcast that money can buy, coming to you live from all fine suppliers of podcasts. So, tonight, joining me, we have the four ancient beasts of China, mythical creatures that bestrode the land. The Azure Dragon of the East blowing in. We have Mr. Michael Bottrell, Esquire, from Bohemia, wherever he, he, you hail. Well, you, you ca- yeah, well, you know, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, Newcastle, you know, the, I, I'm shot by that. I'm a dragon. I yes, like you are the dragon. I suspect that might be a thing. Yes. From the West, the White Tiger. That is Robert Ng, ready to savage anybody who gets on the wrong side of him or wears a blue rosette. Rawr. <laughs> and myself, Graham, coming in from the north, the black tortoise, no less, famed warrior. <laughs> I've never heard a more apt description times. applied to you ever. And from the south, the poncy vermilion bird that flaps around making lots of noises, generally... Nice to look at, but very l- lacking in depth. Mr. Chris Mills, Esquire. What, what, what is this? What animal? Are. The Vermilion Bird of the South, no less. I'm, okay, fair enough. So, yes, this well, is the depths that we go to to research four things that I can potentially link into. Slag each my other brother. off in the most <laughs> intricate most ways possible. Intricate way possible. The four gods, or the four auspicious beasts, as they refer to in Chinese mythology. There you go. Every day's a school day here at Edge of Empires Towers. And Wait, are we, are we trying? Are we aiming for the Chinese audience now? No, I'm just thinking of four things that, that we'd run out of everything. So I've already used like the four humours and the four elements and the four tops, I think. So and the four horsemen <laughs> of the apocalypse. Have we done the four tops yet? I don't. Know. I don't think we have. Next on my list. Four musketeers. I mean, I'm literally limiting myself. So anyway, with that in mind. At this point, I've got a fifth member just so we can find new things, aren't we? That would be good, actually. That would definitely help make <laughs> life easier. As long around. as I don't have to start working out how to edit this to be suitable for Chinese consumption, we're all good. Well, look, you just be quiet there, you Azure Dragon of the East. I mean, that's a pretty good moniker, I think, considering. I mean, I'm a black tortoise, so, you know. Not a lot of depth. I mean, I find <laughs> that quite hurtful, above, above all of it. Not in general, Not but a just lot in your, of depth. your heresy playing <laughs> and singular a, approach to deep striking. There's a depth to there's a depth of rage. 
Well, rage is a debt, I suppose. It's quite shallow. Saying I'm vapid, is that what you're saying? Is this what we're coming to? That I'm vapid. No, that's not well, what I'm I mean, saying, is no. That's fundamentally <laughs> what you're saying. I didn't say that, Mr. B said that. Anyway, before this becomes a I didn't actually issue. say it, I, I just implied it. You hinted it quite strongly, Mr. B. You get oh, back really. into your azure dragonness and let trio me... Trio things to get involved in the start of shows, right. Anyway, carry yeah, on. Here we go. So... Anyway, what we're going to do, what on earth are we going to talk about for the next few hours? So we're going to look at this month's new releases, some bits and bobs and cool stuff going on there. We'll also be going through what we have been up to. Well, it's been longer than a month, I fear. It has been. I, I've had a look back through the notes. I think this is probably maybe new six or eight weeks because we had some peculiar show in between. Um, we're also going to run through all the sort of things that the movers and shakers in the heresy world and things that have been going on. Um, Mr. B and uh, Chris will be taking a look at Legio Volcanium in Engine Kill this month. Yep, and finally, Chris. myself and Mr. Rob Esquire, the White Tiger, as they call him, uh, will be nipping off down right. the paycheck to talk nonsense in that department. So, I'm more of a white, I'm more like Snagglepuss than White Tiger. So, you know, kind of, you know I was going to be a White Lightning. Exit stage left, even <laughs> cheap and loved by teenagers. That's that right. of... white, white lightning, very, very frightening. White, uh, yes. white lightning and um, what was it? Kestrel, what? full strength. Tell um, you what, mix. where I grew up, white lightning and a Vauxhall Nova that wasn't a virginity safe in sight. That's yeah. basically all it took. Oh, well, there you go. I'm sure there's a story there that nobody actually ever wants to hear. So, Not for me, I still don't have a driving license now. I'm just saying that's what tended to be the way for. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's quickly and swiftly move on to the world of new releases. So, hello, my brothers. Without the light of the Astronomicon, we have no chance of reaching Terra. You're right, Sanguinius. We must find a way. For all we know, terror is burning with horrors sitting on the golden throne as we speak. Sorry, gents, I hate to interrupt your meeting, but you could get a light from the Daylight Company delivered to the throne world. The LED-based lights are powerful enough that one should light your way to terror. Well, it sounds theoretically impossible, but practically our only choice. Now, on to other more pressing matters. Johnson, Sanguinius, would I review like a little foil-covered hazelnut chocolate? Daylight Company, bring illumination to a galaxy near you. Who wants to kick this particular beastie off? Mm. Isn't that my Uh, job? Yeah, considering I've got absolutely no idea what the first thing in the list means. It could be a job for the Azure Dragon, to be honest. I think this has got Azure Dragon right over it. Go Azure Dragon. Yep. Okay, so we're starting off. We've got books. Oh, right. Short stories. We've got uh, Eater of Dreams, which is a, a knight's errant story. There was a, a short story quite ah, years ago now at this point with um, the uh, Fel Zahos, the former chief librarian of the Night Lords, who was basically sent to Earth. And then he was like, mm, I can't be bothered being in this Crusader host. I'm just going to do whatever the hell I want and live in, in, in the highs of Albia. And then when the heresy goes out, they're like, yeah, we need to sort this guy out and either, you know, decide if he's a you know, traitor or whatever. And yeah, they finally done something with him and uh, he got Are a you saying story. It's a story about a night lord with an antsy backstory. Yes. Wow. That's original. 
who hangs out with our favourite world eater, whose name I cannot remember again for the life of me, but he looks like Gerard Butler. The dead one? Yeah. Oh, spoiler, man. Oh, it was... Not for me, but... Tibalt Ma? No, not Tibalt Ma. No, No, he was... uh, Tibalt Ma was the other. He was Son of Horus. Son of Horus. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what was his name again? Ah. Endred Ha. That's... No, 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 he was Black Shield. That's the Black Shield's chappy, isn't it? (sighs) Was it... Yeah, I can never remember the name. Anyway, anyway, he's a anyway. he's a world eater. He's cool. Knight uh, errand. Then we've got Bloodhow, which is a space wolves story. Yeah, old. It was a bit. <laughs> it wasn't that great. It wasn't that great to be honest. It wasn't that great. It was a bit meh. Uh, okay. I think it was um, the fir- the author's first heresy book. So, but it was I a bit. Think, I think Jorin Bloodhow. I think he's the one from. You know the short story where there's like six of them on a planet, leathering dark Eldar, yeah, like helping so. the humans on the planet. And then the humans yeah. go, "Yeah, but we still want to, don't want to join the Imperium." And they're like, "Oh dear." He's like, I, I wish think I hadn't that's said him. That. Yes, yeah, I like, believe so. I think that might be him. I think it might Yarl be him that turns up. Company is that? Yeah, Dektra. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, it's it's a story about you know the Thirteenth Company and are you going to come to? terror and stuff like that it's, it's it's actually quite middling it better not be about the 13th company going missing before the end of the heresy because that would really upset me they did go missing not... before the end of the heresy no they did not they did they did a whole audio drama about it did they yes well i best listen to that because that's massively <sighs> it, changing canon was it Gav Thorpe? i think you did it oh i can't remember Captain crayons right oh I, um, I will find you the, i will find you the the the, the link to the yeah, get the they, literary uh, reviewer for the guardian and the times yeah they, they did it they did it yeah they did a whole audio drama on them going missing um in the uh in, in the middle of the bat um the uh Battle so the whole, the, the, the whole original story of them being the ones that went with Russ after the scouring has been completely undone, has it? Um, yeah, I guess so. I mean, I thought they weren't missing. Uh, <sighs> always, maybe, maybe we should play another Legion, Rob. Yeah. Just saying. Shut up. I guess I'm upset about <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not playing your bleeding war accountant, so you can <laughs> nana's with that malarkey. He does get awfully upset every time they do something. Very protective of them. Yeah. I am, because in 40k they've turned them into Hagar the Horrible. They've, they've parodied them beyond belief. Mm-hmm. Wolfie McWolf faced them. Like, you know, they've they've looked at what Dan Abnett did in Prospero Burns and gone, oh, this is a really self-aware and kind of d- in deep, emotionally complex legion. Now let's just make them Wolfie McWolf face. And they, they turned it up to full manatee and made them rubbish. <laughs> well there you go Con- controversial views here from Edge of Empire uh, I like to just say that this is just the view of one particular person in the you think they're podcast. rubbish regardless of the oh, sense it wouldn't make any difference to me I think it's, the 13th, it's the 13th wolf <laughs> I, I will, and don't I will talk say... to me about the plastic wolfen because they can get in the bin there's a, there's, a, there's a bizarre thing actually I was talking to someone at the club last night the club it sounded like I go to like you know, the constitution club and have a few, few drinks have you been watching the halftime show at the uh, Super Bowl and thought uh, uh, maybe 50 cents yeah, right I should be in the, club. in the corner just having a drink yeah that's right I should be in, in the club with 50 cents um, <laughs> oh, I did enjoy that that halftime show I thought it was very good particularly of course it started with the next episode which for those of you who have been to Company of Legends and there's a segue here was the opening music that we always used to use, bizarrely. Anyway, 
And until we got that cease and desist from from Dr. Dre, I don't think he was happy at all. I think it was more about Snoop. He didn't like it. He's he's kind of more of a um, fantasy it's flight it's, player. It's because we, we used a different yeah. takeaway supplier, isn't it? That's why Snoop wasn't happy. Yeah. So anyway, what the hell's next? Okay, what we've got next is well, ah, it's, it's not that important really. Um, only Jagatai Khan. Okay, and we've talked about him about four million, million times time. already. No, we talked about the preview model like a few episodes ago, but we haven't actually had an episode <laughs> since he was released. Really? Yeah. It just seems to be talking about maybe yeah, it's ten that minutes. Long. It's that long. That's that's because every time you know, it's like every time we he gets mentioned, you know. Pete Reese turns his prostate inside out, mm. and and it's out, like, I, I mean, it is a it is a it is a beautiful, beautiful model. Let's not let's not argue. Let's you know let's let's not mess about. It is a beautiful, beautiful model. Um, no, he doesn't have a jet bike. Deal with it. Yeah. Um, he doesn't have one yet. He doesn't have one at the moment. Deal with it. Um, but I think I'm more I'm more chuffed that he's the final one rather than anything in particular. Uh, I'm a bit kind of jagged-eyed out because everyone's waited for so long. It's literally all you've seen on Instagram for like a month. I think the thing is, he's he's sort of, um, he's always going to be a difficult one to do. And I think they've done him really, really well here. It's good. He's not gone too far down any of the Eastern kind of inspirational um, cultural tropes that they've got. Um, there's There's all sorts of stuff on there. Um, there's all sorts of stuff on there, all sorts of influences and design oh, languages yeah. they've put in. He's but, massively, he's massively over decorated, but at the same time, he's actually quite subtle from what I expected. Yeah, but he, he was only, he's always going to be kind of subtle, you know, that kind of understated loads of detail if you're looking close enough. But if you're not looking yeah. close enough, you won't notice it. Yeah, I think they, I think they got him just right. Uh, so yeah, he is uh, eighty-four pounds. Oh, those books, by the way, were one ninety-nine. You can download them from Black Library. But yeah, he's a. I, I think that's a really nice model myself. I don't want to paint white, but I'd love to paint him. I'm so bored. There's not a lot of white on him, though. That's the thing. I'm really yeah, I'm, I'm kind of. Unless it's a tank, you don't care. So. Well, yes, you're absolutely right, but we have been talking about some of us. Some of us like models with legs. It's like lit- literally since he was the last one. Who was the one? Which was the one before him? Was it Dawn? Lion. Dawn. Uh, the lion. Lion. lion so lion, like yeah, since the, literally since the day after the lion came out, it was like yeah, brilliant, just the calm to go, and that was like two years ago. That's true. Anyway, yeah, the only white I mean, you'd have to paint on him, Mister B, is the legs and his uh, crotch guard, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There anyway, is a name have for a it. look at know. have a look at Mr. Sargent's from the Merchant Princelings. He's done a sterling job on his. I've seen a number of white scars who've looked excellent. I mean, Pete Reese's one does look good as well. Tom Sargent's I think is really really good. Miles has done about nineteen of them already. Does um, seem to have been, does seem to be that way. I think he must be knocking out a couple a day. I think he's uh, actually cloned <laughs> himself, that man. Anyway, right. So moving on, we've got a plastic release for the veteran guardsmen, as they're calling them. Creek. Death Corps Creek. They call them veteran guardsmen. I'm like, okay, so they survived five minutes on the front let's, line. Let, let's not mess about with synonym. They're, they're Creek. They're Creek, yes. They are the Death Corps Creek. But they're but, an option for plastic, heresy, um, guardsmen, militia, you know, that type of thing. It's they look there. great. They look genuinely great. They are absolutely stunning models. Like, you've got yeah. everything you need there. 
they 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 need to expand that range now. They've proved they can do it in plastic. They've kind of shot themselves in the foot. Yeah, I would love to see more. And and as much as I love the resin ones and the resin, you know, that like the Vrax Imperial Armor books are, I would go out on an unpopular limb and say they're even better than Bad Ab, um, which is actual heresy considering that Alan wrote Bad Ab. Um, No, I I agree. I agree. I think Vrax is a much better book. the Krieg range are when it was in its entirety, when you could get everything in that range, mm. absolutely stunning. But you know, it it made Solar Orcs look like a benefits army. I suppose the thing with, uh, with yeah. um, yeah, GW plastics, because they are you know fundamentally a Astra Militarum unit. Yeah, not to say you mean the Imperial Guard. Guard. Yeah, absolutely. Um. You know, there isn't a lot of variation in that range now. You know, the voice no. trends have bit the dust. Everyone, you know, unless you're a Catachan, Acadian. I think the Cadians should be one retired, of, to be honest. One, I think of, the one kid- of the six Tanith that are kicking around. Oh, I don't them. know. The Cadian the, the um, refresh for that sprue did a lot. Mm, yeah. yeah, no, the, the, the Catachans look ridiculous now, Because they're yeah, still those. They're still the mid-90s Perry's. arms the same size as, you know, everyone else's thighs. Bigger, yeah, bigger than bigger than a, a, a comparable marine's thigh at the time. I think they were. They like, are quite, they are quite ridiculous. Yes. Um. Anyway, so yeah, so that's veteran guardsmen. You can get them for thirty-four pounds fifty at Games Workshop or twenty-nine thirty-three at uh, GW. And as I said, if you want, you know, it's a different type. It's a non-Canadian element games. That's right. What did I say? Games Workshop. Oh. Right. Yes. Apologies. Um, okay. The next one is actually. I suppose I'm trying to think. So oh, that's not bad, is it? That's what two pound ninety a model. Ten of them, isn't it? Two pound ninety. Two pound ninety for Krieg is it's bargain yeah. well, isn't it? Is, is yeah, bargain basement true. Krieg really? When but you the problem you've got it. is that they. I'm assuming are they all monopose or can you do more things? They, are, they, monopose they are monopose. They are monopose. That's yeah. the problem. So yeah. Sign me up. So, Right now, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but if you do if you're doing militia, you you're talking seventy or eighty of those guys, and that monopose will look blindingly yeah, obvious. You don't have to do yeah. so. I mean, you can do thirty. You just have three lots of guardsmen, can you? Oh, and then a lot of tanks, it is, and then tanks, for example. Which which is obviously is is obviously exactly what you would do. Exactly what I have done fundamentally, except not with. Um, <laughs> yeah, because it just um, means you use the same tanks that you've already got in your solar orcs. You just paint some extra infantry. <laughs> The same colour. That's what I plan to do for my solar orcs and my militia. Just so, yeah, I've basically got the same colour scheme. Every single one of my Tanith models will be different. You see, I'm really tempted by them. I'm really tempted. I've not pulled the trigger yet, but just from a just from an Andabnet fanboy point of view, I've still got them to paint. I forgot about them. Um, like again, that's another range that should be expanded into like replace the Catachan. Like Catachan got eaten by a Catachan devil, brilliant. Let's have a light scouting unit, right? Well, everybody knows about the Tanith, even if we haven't got round to doing straight silver yet. Everybody knows who the Tanith are, so let's expand that range. You'd have thunked, wouldn't you? Considering, I suppose, the amount of literature written about the Tanith and the amount of literature written about the Catachans, I'm guessing Tanith because wins? you because you've you've not just got the Tanith, you've got the Tanith, you've got the Belladon, yeah. you've got the um. What, what was the, uh, um the glass yeah, the, 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 the Vergast, you've got the, the, the Belladons, so you've got scope for variation within the same yeah. army. Like, if anybody's listening, 
ignore my ranting, take notice of this bit. Like, <laughs> expand on Somebody that. said that they like your ranting. Did you see that the other day? No, I don't. if it was on Facebook, I won't have seen it. Oh, no, so. yeah, we did. That's when I was asking um, about things that people like, uh, you know, what you liked about the show and what you didn't like. And someone said that different people said that like me getting annoyed and then like you getting annoyed, Rob. So perhaps at some point you and I should just sit down. Should we do a separate? Just like get someone to throw like questions at us like... and watch get so watch just get angry together. That, that seems that's... like a very weird and somewhat bespoke episode. But you you fellas knock yourselves out, which like, you probably could do in rage. Ran into the wall. We could like we could like monetize that and like only fans it, and we still wouldn't be one yeah. percent as angry of certain people who do who give nothing back to the hobby. That's very true and also somewhat controversial. So let us yeah. move on to the next, uh, <laughs> the next thing, rather swiftly. Uh, yeah, this one's a little them. bit. This one's <laughs> a little bit. Mm, I, I, I'll, I'll give you this one. This was. A, oh God! It, if even if even you're thinking it's dicey, Michael, what is it? Ludo Monopoly. <laughs> Hill Team Octarius. It's basically um, orc terrain. If it's more, if you and. You know how I you like had it. an accident. I think, I think you know, you know how you had an accident legit. and fell down the stairs. Yep. <laughs> accidentally this week, yes. Michael. Yeah. No, threats to violence. no threats of violence. It was totally no accidentally. Honest, honest, it was accidental. Um, no, what's the? What's, have, he'll have another accident if there's. Much more what's the? Terrain. What's what's the problem? Uh, it's just all terrain. So my thinking was, well, it could be your um, uh, Ulanor type thing for great yeah. state games, but that was about it. And it's like. It's terrain. If you want to do an orc board, fine. If you it's don't, thing. Okay. You don't. It's, rep- it, it's repurposed, reverse engineered orcs that was imperial. If you look yeah. at it. Yeah. Which, yep. which, which means the orcs have got to have taken it off the imperium at some point. Yeah. Which yeah. they do, probably did. Shanty thing. Kind of, you know, if you've got the uh, ability to green stuff over those skulls. But even yeah, then, you could still get, you could still technically be flying in. Uh, oh yeah, orc village in the. Yeah. the I think the, I think if we're talking terrain, we've got to mention something that's been previewed today by Unreal Wargaming on. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that be Instagram. in the? In, wouldn't that be in the State of the Union? Yeah. Oh, that's State, State of the, the Union. Union, right? Well, yes. I'll, I'll 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 go on. I'll edit it in. Hold your hold your fire. Hold I'll, your fire I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll 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 cool me jets for a minute because I am. Super stoked about this. So the next one is something I've been called on occasion. Uh, what, hive scum. Hive scum. Yes. Okay, so oh, that, oh, that oh. terrain is sixty quid or forty pounds eighty at Element Games. Oh yes. Um. Yeah. It's hive not bad, scum. Is it? So. No, I don't it's think it's bad. Really, it's, it's not a bad little set. Uh, I already have it because I got the Kill Team box when it came out, and I'm like, do I want an orc terrain table? I don't know. Yeah. Why not? I really like that hive scum box. That had missed me completely. Yeah, they did one that had uh, like twelve of them in, and then this is sort of like the this. Uh, it's just a little, it's a little four in plastic. Like that is for the for the twenty twenty two Heresy NPC challenge. No, like you've got thinking. you've got four really good bases there without spending twenty quid a base on. Because I've been looking at the Necromunda hired guns for for a lot of the bases for mine, thinking, oh, I could use that. I could use that. I, could use, I hadn't realised these because these are obviously plastic. Yes, mm. they are, and they're only uh, twelve pounds or ten pounds. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind. I just got a um, Middle Earth model on uh, made to order. Last, literally arrived two days ago. I didn't realise these guys were out. Otherwise, I definitely would have added one of these onto that order. So yeah, yeah. they are. Uh, they're they're pretty nice. 
Pound bag that high brilliant. quite cheap. I say good basis for something a little bit different um, in your army. Uh, yeah. Go on then, Mr. B. This, oh, this is a big old investment. Oh, yes. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I must admit I was tempted, but I just can't pull together the funds for it, I'm afraid. Uh, it is Otterilovich, so- the oligarch, is coming out with more purchases here. It's gonna be <laughs> I can't. Fans no, I, can't again. I really can't afford this. It's 170 pounds. With, he, or he's withdrawn his holdings from the Ukrainian border, and he's thinking about investing in some terrain. Yeah, it is the um, it is the zone mortalis under high sector. It is basically nice. the ter- the terrain from dark uprising plus uh, a gang stronghold. Okay, how big a table could you fill with that? Easily three by three. Yeah, I always say a three by three. Hmm. Which for well, next month? I don't need it. I just. It's not bad, is it? But between that and Michael's EU Munitorum container mountain, you could have. I mean, Michael's got enough containers to reenact the end scene of the 2010 version of the A Team movie. I actually um, quite like. That. I know. Get the sea. Um, no, I didn't mind yeah, it. Either, not, I watched it the other day. It's not terrible. The, the, it's, the tank it's not terrible. Bit it's just crazy. It, it's the guilt associated with watching a Liam Neeson film now, which is which is disappointing because it's ruined Krull. Um, but it's a nice set that I do like that. Um, other forty-four pound fifty for, from for, Element Games. That's not for one hundred and forty-four as well. For one hundred and forty-four notes, I would. You'd want to compare that to what's available from elsewhere for that, because yeah, for, for sure. you can get an awful lot of MDF for 144 quid. Oh, absolutely. You can, I mean, but this, this terrain survi- survivability long term is the thing. Yeah, well, yeah, terrain... you're, you're, you're thinking from a club point of view. I'm thinking from a personal table point of view where survivability is less of a problem, because if, if someone comes around your house and breaks your scenery, then mm. we're British. They buy you it. This is true. It's good. It's good stuff. In all honesty, it's good stuff. I've got most. It is of good stuff. I mean, it'll be it'll be rigid. It'll be sturdy. You know, it's plastic. To be honest, the next one I'm I, I will be buying at some point that gang stronghold for the uh, for the for the Zone Mortalis board. Okay. So, um, but I don't. But, but if this box is available and I have the money, I get that. But I don't know. Maybe it's just very expensive. It it's just a lot of money. Look, it, it doesn't look a lot for the money, but there is a lot. When you look at it built, you think, oh, that's not much. But when you see the, the pile of sprues will be as tall as me. Oh, the pile of sprues is, I mean, tradition, the dark uprising, is, there's a lot in there. Yeah, like a, it's, and it is lovely, lovely stuff. It's just, Do I think when it comes to Matala's table for COL, is what I'm thinking. Uh, yes, well, I've got, well, we've got, for Company Legends, and we'll come on to Company Legends in a second, uh, we do have, uh, I've got, I think, it, well, Mr. Campbell is helping us out again um, with these Zomortalis boards uh, for the one we've got it next month. Um, but after that, I'm hoping we should be able to do two three by threes on our own. Yeah. And the reason I go with three by three is because uh, I've been reliably told by many a person that three by three is the better size for heresy um, for, for, for heresy. Um, uh, Zomotalis that we want to play in our in the time length we, we, yeah. we we've got. When the so, weather gets war- when the weather gets warm again, though, Mike, remember I've got a printer. Oh if yeah, you yeah, need, yeah. If you want stuff, if oh, you know, right. I've, got, I've, I've got some I've got some STLs of like dry stone walls that I picked up in a um, more 
D and D orientated file book. To be honest, admit, but filament will be better for a lot of this stuff. But oh yeah, I just don't have room for a filament printer. Otherwise, I'd have one as well for building terrain. Yeah, me too. But yeah. Anyway. So, uh, uh, yeah, I think, uh, he yeah, said so, anyway four times while we talked about this bit of terrain. He's so anyway, uninterested. I love it. Anyway, I just so couldn't company get racks behind. That's what I moved today. Why not? Hang on. Hang on. But we just you what, what, But we, we need you, you. We often discuss terrain, and we we've just I did a whole episode about terrain. It's an important part of the, the game that we play. It's the third army. Exactly. Doesn't matter how good your armies so, look, if they're on a rubbish table, the the game will look rubbish. I know, yeah. but seriously, how much? Not okay. okay. I mean, well, just, imagine if, just imagine if we took this approach with, oh, it's just a tank. It's nonsense. Who cares? Let's move on. Exactly. We spend your pacemaker would leap out of your chest, we spend a lot jump more down the A19, punch me in the face, tanks. and be back on the way up to Durham. I think the difference with this one, Graham, is it's a massive box. It's it's something that, you know, we. we you know, we, we, we very much we're interested in. Um, it's just it, you know, it's, it's exciting. A that, um, it's a it's a lot cheaper than what I'm going to mention and money shot about later. I'm a big the fan under, of a massive. The underhive sector, There's by no the way, about it, but is 136 pounds at Element Game, not 144. Okay. Cool. Oh, that's just this week when it's on pre-order. Oh, okay. Okay. They they, they do 20 percent on pre-order week, and they do. Are we getting um, the show? Are we getting the show out in pre-order week? <sighs> Probably you can't. No, I've just looked. You can't actually order it again. Okay, and oh yeah, I can add to the cart. Yeah, I can. Okay, cool. Yeah. Sorry. So if I had the money, I would absolutely buy it, but I do not have the money, so I'm not buying it. Uh, anyway, so moving on, we've got Company of Legends tickets came out on Sunday, and uh, <laughs> honestly, it's, it, I'm just I'm ne- not even going to bother next time attempting to do this on our own server because it's just not happening. It's just ridiculous the the actual initial burst was crazy i mean we've got cloud we've got cloud fair which is this kind of de- basically the the site was essentially ddosed by people wanting to buy uh, tickets i just don't understand that because we only is sell that, 25 is that good, tickets is that a good thing <laughs> i think it's I, the fact I, I don't that speak computer uh, d- distributed denial of a, a, a service attack, basically taking down your website by absolutely flooding it with demands for information. And Is that what the guy on the skateboard does at the end of Hackers? I've not seen Hackers. A film from 1990. Yeah, You've not where, seen Hackers. Believe it or oh, not, that's that that was one of um, Angelina Jolie's first big roles, and oh, she trust up, me, trust me, I'm well aware of that fact. Thank you. 1996, sorry. Yeah, and she ended up marrying um, Johnny Lee Miller. Johnny Lee Miller and wrote his name, yeah, wrote his name on a shirt in her blood. Oh, trust, trust me, Michael. There's a reason I've had every version of that film that's been available from VHS to DVD to Blu-ray. Anyway, enough about your <laughs> yes, so love of films involving computer theft and uh, cybercrime. Yeah, that's uh, precisely what it is. 25 people. Yeah, I can't understand how 25 people can bring our site down, but there you go. It did. I was going to say, what's the site What's the site made out of a potato if 25 people <laughs> it can, can bring it? can take one request a second or something. I, it I don't know how that happened. Look, I, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm literally being on the phone with the um, people today. And they are like, yeah, you got like 400 requests in in Yeah, 400 isn't massive internet speak, though, is it? Yeah, but it's my own personal server, and I don't, you know, I'm not that rich. I don't, you know, I'm not that rich. (laughs) We don't so many people there normally. 
anyway, yeah. um, anyway but, uh, yes, know, we're normally getting bit. like four or five hits a a minute not 400 and yeah. and i trebled the but the treble the bandwidth for this month and it's still i'm going to invent bright next time i'll pay the i'll, I'll stomach the fees i'll tell you what i so will I'll, sort i will sort the fees out because i haven't done anything in five years of company legends and being where well, i am i probably won't do probably much be, more so looking I at it to be honest to be honest, I've been looking at it today. It's not that much more than pay, than Stripe take off us. It's 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 pennies. Greg was had a suggestion about how to do it, but I'll talk to you about it later. I thought it was quite a good idea. All right. Anyway, anyway, ninety. There are five tickets left. They are ninety-five pounds. That gets you your half boards. That's your breakfast and your lunch, and it gets you your accommodation plus five games of Heresy, potentially six with Zone Mortalis. And you get to look at Michael and look at Graham and get to touch them. Maybe if you've provided negative LFT. Uh, what on earth uh, are you talking how, about now? How will it be six games? With Zoma Talis, you might Zoma get Talis two. gets split into... Oh, of course. Zoma yeah, Talis. Oh, yeah. You know what? It's my bloody thing, and I've forgotten about that already. Yeah. Yeah, I, don't know if, I, don't, I don't know if I can come yet, so if if you can, if can, mine gets sold before, then... Um, You're March. You don't count. Oh, is this is September we're talking about? Oh, yes. yeah. Oh, yeah, we're, we're in the future, my friend. We're no. in the future. Yes, yeah, so you've got... Um, yeah, so you, you get we take four people out for two tables... And then they swap over because double talus games don't take that long. Anyway, long and short of it is there's five tickets left. Yeah, if you want to come. The the best heresy event in the country. Residential. That I've been to. And (laughs) I I went as a paying punter, not as a member of staff. So there you go. There we go. You can't pay for that kind of sponsorship. You bloody can't. And neither do Anyway, avocados and drinking tawny port with uh, with Pete Reese, okay. living the living the living the life. The dream. Yep. Anyway, right. Let's move on to what we've been up to. So now it's what we have been up to since we last did this section, which is about four billion years ago. In fact, I think the creation of humanity had only just taken place at that point. Um, just so I out of the primordial soup. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's, that's where we were. Um, the, East Af- the East African Rift had just mm-hmm. opened up. Out we climbed. Maybe we were recording a podcast. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Some coconuts and some string. <laughs> yes. First person right. who listened was called Lucy. <laughs> <coughs> Uh, yes, uh, right, so I'm going to crack on uh, with what I've been up to. Uh, so I kind of, my titans are to one side because they're at the stage where I've just got little bits to, the, to them, to like my main force, if that makes sense. I've got other ones to add on, but the main core of my Legio is kind of done, so it's just little bits and pieces. But I've got some of that, um, Dave at Christmas was kind enough to get me some liquids, um, Liquid mask. Liquid mask. That was it. And that stuff is an absolute game changer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think I've painted a model without applying some of that to it since. So which which uh, which that. which mask was it? Was it the Humble or the no, Vallejo? The Vallejo, Vallejo oh. Yeah, yeah, which is um, yes, brilliant stuff. Love it. Mm. Uh, so now I'm just so yeah, I've decided that I'm just going to put everything else to one side and stop bunny hopping around between different things he says knowing full well that there's actually 
not the case, but um, the main focus is going to go back to the demons. So I've started work on the second of their incursion points, which I put on Facebook. Yeah, which is the box. Oh clear. yeah, you bought the um, you, bought, you, bought, you bought the dead marines off eBay, didn't you? Yeah, so I've got those now. So I've added another one to that as well, where he's going to be sort of um, using a knife to dig into the the rock, and he's being dragged back in. Oh, is it the one from Alpharius? No, so I, I've, I've built a marine out of bits that I've got, uh-huh. um, and I've sort of I've sanded down his legs so they'll go into the liquid when it's there, which was about as much fun as you can imagine. Um, and then yeah, so it's just getting out for that. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's what I did. Yeah, I used the old, but it's just I wanted to make sure that it was level. Yeah, and not yeah, because you know, it was going to annoy me otherwise. Um, so yeah, cracked on with that. I have uh, Scarlock is ninety percent completed now. I cannot remember where I put his arm weapons though. That's the thing. I took them off and put them away somewhere nice and safe. <laughs> that was careless. And, yeah, he looks pretty cool without them. To be fair, with his big lumbering three-toed sloth hands, mm-hmm. but. I think he probably does need to have his big old shieldy stabby bits. Is he the um the Cora from um Yeah Age of Sigma? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's he's ninety percent done now, which is quite good. Just got a few little bits and pieces to touch up on him. And then I had a brainwave while doing the incursion point to get a bit more creative again, because you know, why make life even easier for myself? Mm-hmm. So I've ordered some Milliputty from Element. Mm-hmm. And I've ordered one of the Green Stuff World rolling pins. Oh. I'll put a link in the thing, the Darbrunes one. Because it's, um, I'm going to do this for all of my blood letters. Ah. Are you allowed to call it a rolling pin or, or will, will Green Stuff World so see you? The blood to match everything else. Yeah, no, it's a rolling pin. It's their product, no, so, you know. Right. Sorry, they, 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 yeah. they, they have a habit of uh, taking down DCMAs of anybody who has similar products. Okay. Yeah, they, they, they put me off the way they behaved with that, to be honest. Um, think, but, yeah, that's, that's really cool, to be fair. I think there's another... So oh, gonna... they make good stuff. They make good stuff. That's the annoying thing. It's like, yeah, they make really good stuff, and then it's like, mm, yeah, but you did that, which I really didn't like. So but anyway. Apple products all the time. Um, so yeah, so yeah, I'm going to use some of these little dark runes on the base for my blood letters and my brutes. Mm-hmm. What I'm going to do is paint them so that they're on like they're they're red hot runes basically. That's the plan. Nice, just to give them ah. some color. And then Are the you... big thing that will have all the blood on their bases because I, I there's only so much liquid resin a man can deal with before he decides he wants to start drinking it. And exactly um so yeah that's going to be the plan for that so but i've got to wait for the um milli party to come back into um stock on element because if i can make a suggestion mm-hmm. uh milliput you can pretty much find all over the place not just in hobby stores um if oh, you've yeah, got yeah. if you've got a garden center with a um pond or aquarium bit there's a very good chance you'll find milliput in there it, it was just ease of order at the time it's yeah. like i can just chuck it all in the same box 
get it all delivered at the same time, <laughs> and then I can just yes, you know, I can worry about if, this. I if walk you past. Do, if you're doing red hot runes, are you going to order the fluorescent pigments that I was going to say? I've already got Right already got these things. I've got more fluorescent paints than you can shake a discover fluorescent oh, thing. Well, 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 that, that, that might yeah. be have to that might be have to uh, something we argue about on our angry show because I have a lot of fluorescent stuff as well. So yeah, yeah so that's that's going to be the plan for those. But that's but I'm sort of excited about doing the demons again, which I haven't Good. been for a while. And also, you know, I want to get one. I need. I, want to get an army on the board mm-hmm. at some point later in the year that I've not played already. So. Would it be based yeah. that I buy any chance or... Michael Chuck in shade. Sorry, <laughs> 50p in you? Do you want me to see the photos of my bases that I've done, Mr B, or should we just look at your dry brush and rubbish? Yeah, I've been trying with bases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're always trying, Michael, don't worry. There's nothing wrong with um, you know dry brushing. I feel like this is the this is the episode like at the end of the um, the Beatles documentary. <laughs> <laughs> what we're going to a roof? We're going to go onto a rooftop, and that's going to be it. The Last Edge of Empires record is live nice. at Apple Studios. Yeah, okay. okay. We went off too early using the uh, rumours artwork as a uh, <laughs> as an episode cover. Yeah, we did. Um, you can it, so, go your own way. The problem I've got is that it's not really a problem. This is sort of this is one of our problems. So far as first world problems go, yeah, I've got too many big creatures. Oh dear, my, you mean you, you've had enough army. disposable income to spend too many hundreds of pounds yeah. on resin? And I've got now nine problems and the demons ain't one. I know, but the problem is, and now there's Cabanda coming out as well. Who yeah. I wasn't yeah. that I wasn't that fast about buying. Because I'm, I think his rules are a bit OTT with the Town of Warrior and stuff. Yeah, but you use him as someone else. Wait a minute. You, you said you the rules are too good, are you saying, Chris? Yeah, I did. Yeah, but, yeah. I told you when we played him at This is the uh, yeah, Southampton. Right, yeah, right. yeah, you did say that. That's true, actually. He is on record, uh, admittedly. He was a monster, wasn't he? We had real trouble with him. Yeah, you, you, you couldn't. Um, couldn't touch him. You couldn't touch him. Um. And I've already got. Have you tr- did you try throwing some Spartans full of gray slayers at him? We didn't have that. There are certain depths that we won't sink to. Right. <laughs> so I, gen- I generally find that that, that tends to work. I think even your even any amount of gray slayers would have struggled. Um, if I'm exactly. honest, he is genuinely a monster. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So, so I've got Bellacor kicking around in a box because I thought that's a model that would look great in this army but you have a lot of big demons dude yeah exactly yeah so you've I've got, got angrath as well haven't you i've got angrath scarlack the other one from forge world i've got a plastic bloodthirster bellacore so that's five big guys and there isn't actually enough space in the army for all of them i was gonna say yeah aren't you gonna run out of, <laughs> run out of options here yeah yeah, pretty much. You do realise at this at, at this point, speaking of, um, it's now Mark Frost's turn to turn his prostate inside out at the mention of that list all in one go. I mean, three of them will. I mean, I I, I can run it without Bellacor on that because and Cabanda because the list I currently have involves the three other models and the Bloodthirster. Are they HQs? Are they Lords of War? 
Uh, two are Lords of War, one, mm. two are HQs. Okay, fair play. Can you run the onslaught right at war with demons? Yeah. Yeah, I don't see why not. Doesn't say you can't. <laughs> exactly. So you and need I'm them all then. I'm not a nice person. We know. But well, you do draw the line at Cabana. Cabanda. I do, yeah. I, I do, because I think Coco Cabana. Coco Cabana, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he was a demon. <laughs> there we go. There's an episode. There's an episode title. Coco Cabanda. Coco Cabanda. That's it. We found it. That is the That's episode. That's it. I'll open, for, I'll open Photoshop. I'll, I'll tinker around with that while we do the rest of the episode. Lovely. Okay. <laughs> so, because so, he's got a, he's a four plus invulnerable save. He has Eternal Warrior, even though he's a, a absolute... Um, Unit. Much as creature, anyway. Isn't he he's like not... toughness nineteen anyway, or something? He's only toughness seven, but he is weapons. Oh, only toughness seven, and he's got eight wounds. And I suppose the thing is that you could it take, will not give, give, give him a tickle with the old um. So you'd have Paragon blade, with... and you could basically knack him, couldn't you? Oh, I suppose yeah, you could you could lop his head off, couldn't you? With yeah, but you um, can't. He, he is going initiative six. And Valdor would just go, oh, oh, four plus, you're dead, if he didn't have it. Yeah. If he'd know, but he wouldn't. Because if he didn't have it, he would still have that thing where it's the death only takes D3 wounds or whatever. Oh. Yeah. You see, so either way, he's a, a tough old... That's true, he's a Lord of War, isn't he? He's like a, he's a, he's a big, whatever they could, well, super he's, monster yeah, creature. Yeah, he's, he's an HQ, but yeah. in this, but yeah. If he wasn't, then yeah, he's he's a what is it the behemoth thing, isn't it? The the but the super heavy version of a massive monster, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they don't get instant death; they get D three wounds. Yeah, the big boys, yeah, yeah, they get D three wounds, which is kind of probably have had if he didn't have Eternal Warrior. Okay, but yeah, with Eternal Warrior with a four plus invulnerable save, and uh yeah, three plus normal save with all the it will not die nonsense, just just for lols. Just for lols, it, he's a tough old. And you expect him to be. He's a nearly 500 point killing machine. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, no wonder we lost against him. 500 <laughs> points in a single model. 500 points. In a, Four, that's like Horus. He's 460 points. I say that. 500 points. 565 points for a Lord of War tank. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> that you could buy as a personal transport for a Primarch. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yes. Sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to have to really... We want to see this army, Chris. We want to see it. I want to see what it's assembled. Yeah, it's it's getting there. It's I'm gonna to have to streamline and really work out what's needed and what's not needed. What's just there is like passion projects kind of stuff. Got it. Yeah. So demons all the way and got yeah. some fun with those and chomps the heads. And get back to my old 40k roots of taking names as a lover of corn. True that. True that. Sounds cool. good. Cool. Uh, who wants to go next? Uh, what about Rob? Uh, yeah, well, I've, I've not, I must admit I've had a fairly quiet month, or six weeks, or million three, years. Three millennia. However long it is. Because um, I, I was mainly spending it cheating on the heresy. Um, however, the uh, Project Tempest is finished. Uh, the World War Two aircraft is done um, and will be making its way to its new home at some point. Um, subsequent to that, I've managed to get my three Titans primed, so the Warmaster, Warbringer, and my third Warlord. I've also got my um, T-34 
two little Serastus done, and they are now very, very orange um, with some um, base coats on them. Other than that, not a massive amount. I've got the components. I'm looking at the components for my um, February Heresy NPC Challenge character, the Medicare. Um, really they'll pro- they'll, pro- they'll probably get some work on them tomorrow, um, putting them together. Um, other than that, that's actually about it. It's been a fairly quiet Mm. Quiet sort of month. I mean, once I'd finished the aircraft, I had a good tidy out in the in the paint shack. <laughs> bit of a sort, bit of a sort out and uh, clearing up and sort of going right. Okay, next project. Let's sort of clean the desk down and tidy up a bit and and what have you. Um, I don't know. I think it's just the weather. It's just been a bit cold for actually being out there. I've been suffering with the arthritis a bit, so I'm like, actually, I don't fancy sitting out in two three degrees for a couple of hours um, makes sense i've been doing other things um but uh pushing on onwards and upwards so there'll be there will be more progress i might actually if it's okay with you chaps i might put some pictures of the tempest on the show instagram sure. realize it's absolutely not heresy but um it at least is a visual representation of why i haven't done as much heresy as normal blue, blue tackle las cannon to each wing and then you're fine yeah, I was thinking when I when I was when I looked at it, I was like that kit was thirty five quid, and it it it, it is the finest molded plastic kit I've ever seen. Okay, it doesn't have the fancy engineering of like the Titans of of like fancy cuts to get it to go together in certain ways and nifty kind of construction points, but from a quality of casting, it's incredible and. I think that's a 148. I think um, if you went 132nd, there's plenty of options you could have for different aircraft. If you went 132nd and a a 3D printer, you could print some... You you could kind of kitbash some very interesting non-standard counts as vehicles, and it's something that I'm kind of tempted to do. There we go. Watch this but space. Anyway, yeah, very good. Yeah, that's by the by. It's been a bit of a quiet month uh, for me, but I will. Uh, uh, I, I recognise my failing, and I will be sure to correct it. And uh, here's to getting plenty done in March. Okay, uh, Graham, do you want to go? Yes, of course. Uh, so, what have I been doing? So, quite a lot, I think, since we last met and spoke. So. I think I didn't talk about this last time. I went back to the notes. I finished my Mechanicum Siege Automata, yes. the big lad. Um, so he looks great, actually. Um, but I think he looks great. Uh, used the same techniques that I used on the Volterax. Uh, so it looks really much better than the stuff I painted previously. And that's all Mr. Ing's fault, frankly. Um, so, like oil pin washers and the like. You know, it just looks really good. I'm really pleased with it as a model. Um, and I also actually spent money on a base, which I've never done before. Normally, <laughs> I'd be quite happy with just chucking some gravel on it and going, that's done. But no, can't do that anymore, can I? Thanks to bloody Robert, bloody Ing, bloody. And exactly. so now I have to think about these things from an artisanal point of view. So I spent 10 English pounds, which is like a seventh of a Sakharin on a base. That's a and, sorry, yeah, sorry, the print failed. It's okay. Um, and because I wanted, because all the other Mechanicum were kind of on a... Uh, that zone mortalis esque basis. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so I've kept that theme up with all the stuff that I've painted, so they all have the same kind of that sort of ZN type base. So I thought, well, I can't just have the automata looking out, you know, odd. So, um, so yeah, so I've got this uh, rather nice, it's a lovely base, like I've got to say, like, with lots of pipe work and stuff on it. Got that painted as well and stuck those together. So that's the Mechanicum done now because that means I can run them without having to uh, sort of get a knight involved because yeah. approximately the same price for a big siege automator is the same as a, um, roughly speaking anyway, uh, as a knight galant, which is what I normally used to run it with. Um, so does that's he pretty cool. French? He does sound very French. So that's why I had to get rid of him. Uh, he was uh, he was not happy about his his conditions uh, being cooped in the box. But I'm going to actually play a night battle next week. But I'll come on to that in a minute. Um, so yeah, I've also over the Christmas break, uh, a lovely donation from my lovely brother. I don't know why I was so horrible about his uh, southern uh, yeah, southern bird. Um, but uh, yeah, he he gave me a uh not the storm sword it's a it's well it's anyway it's the big one uh tank that's got the same gun as the typhon which is obviously a bit of a french shredder um so is, is that uh, the storm lord storm sword i think it is storm sword i always get them confused. all i get is grief i know right i'm such a horrible brother completely anyway chris donated this to me which was lovely uh so over christmas i am um, because it's nice to have a, a, a big tank to paint over christmas doesn't feel like christmas until you know i've got a super heavy to paint so i've got that done um but also once again the specter of robbing loomed large so God. this is where i had to use some transitions with my airbrush so spoiler alert we'll probably talk about a bit bit about it on the paint shack but so i've actually managed to get the sort of dark to light transition on the model with my airbrush it was pretty good Ooh, very nice um nice and with then had to go and do all the rivets with the with the oil wash and what have you so yeah i'm, I'm really pleased with that model actually it looks really good um but it's always the way that you paint it and you think oh that looks great i think we were chris and i were talking about this the other day and it's like oh the rest of them now look awful. <laughs> so yeah. like, oh, what do I do? So yeah, I think it's um it's 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 one of those things. I'm gonna have to. I've got some things to do, but I think there's gonna be a, a reckoning at some point. And particularly some of the super heavies. I think you know I've got three super heavies for the um solar auxiliary now, and two of them look great. And one of them, which is the um storm hammer, you know the solar auxiliary specialist one. Yeah, yeah. Just looks a bit ropey. I think the thing you'll quickly. find is that there's the difference you'll you'll notice between doing because you've done them all with brush, and so the paint is that little bit heavier. Yeah. And so the te- the the surface isn't so clean, and then you airbrush, and then you get that nice smooth surface, and it you, you put it next to a tank that you've done by hand by brush, and you just think, yeah, I can, I can see the. Yeah, I kind of tinted them with, you know, this sort of Agrax mix. It doesn't really work on that tank, but the other tanks where I weathered them properly and done them, they look much nicer. So that might be a might be a thing to do when I run out of things to actually paint. So, but yeah, it was good to uh, employ some of those techniques, you know, and that sort of Zenatil highlights kind of thing with the airbrush was cool. So, you know, really enjoyed doing those. So well, there we go. I've been painting 
again, I'm kind of a bit heretically, heretically, I've been um, painting the other side. So I've been doing the models from that magazine, Imperium, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. So I've been painting I'm, I'm, things there. I know, I'm, very, I'm, I'm getting very concerned about the amount of non-heresy projects that I have been brought up on well, this We're talking about painting, though, I suppose that's, that's something. But you're absolutely right. Let's get back to it. I shall, I shall not mention it again, Chris. You are quite right. <laughs> Just to be, tell us about the Primaris Marines and the Age of Sigma you've been painting. <laughs> yeah, I, I've not done any Primaris Marines um, at all, although I have filled out two pages of my hobby lot. Uh, oh, no, I have done some Primaris Marines. I did some um, Assault Intercessors and some uh, Primaris Battle Leaders for the Space Wolves. But anyway. You see, I can oh, hear you. I can see no, your mouth moving, but all I can hear is... They're nice models. Lovely to put together. Anyway, what did I do? I, I, right. What did I paint? Um, Actually, can I can I I just say, Mister B, I've been very impressed with your continual because you've been doing a thing every day. You're what day forty five now? Yes, I haven't posted today's, which will be some blood warriors. Yeah, it's just this thing. Five days of consistent. Yeah, just do a little something every day. I mean, one day, the day of my nana's funeral, it was literally, I just bought some paint. But I'm going to start including games on that. I mean, as, as, as reasons for not getting much hobby go, you don't get much better than that, though, Mike, to be fair. Yeah, I, I, I thought I was going to sit down and do some in the evening, but I just couldn't be. Yeah, it was a tough day. It was a tough day. Unsurprisingly. Let's, let's not depress people with that. Um, yeah, so I realised I've done three Munitorum armor containers this month. Um, enough. All from uh, Imperium. Uh, these are for a board, that, that our last board, the, 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 the podcast last board that we're ever going to have specifically for, for, for Company of Legends, the 15th board. And we started with three um, Munitorum armor containers, which is, I know I'm going to get some slack for this, but they came to the magazine. I've got some them otherwise. kicking about actually. I found a ruins and stuff up in my loft as well, so I'll um, bring those up in March and oh, cool. in a bag. Yeah. All right, yeah, we'll do some, some more of them. Some more, some more tat to be dis- to, distributed. Yeah, distribute through some of the other tables. I think we've got two sector mechanicus tables that are a little bit lacking in terms of line of sight blocking stuff. Yeah. I might, uh, I might, I might paint some myself then. Mm, yeah. Bring them along. But I, I, I quite like the technique. I've done... F- Three previously in this same technique, which is basically a Defgar green, Bagrax Earthshade, um, Defgar green, and then Shabti bone dry brushing, um, and then weathering quite heavily with Scrag Brown. And I quite like that particular scheme. It's quite enjoyable to paint. Okay. Um, so I've done three of those, and that's uh, hopefully that'll be the last ones I ever have to do. Okay. It probably won't be, will it? Uh, anyway. I also painted some heavy bolter teams for the militia uh, slash Krieg. Um, see, these are good bases, Chris. These are good bases. These aren't just. Yeah, no, I just. Actually, there's yeah, a lot of dry brushing just, on them, know, actually. You're going to come at me about bases, you know, just. <laughs> there, there is actually quite a lot of dry brushing on these bases, actually, to be fair. Um, but yeah. <laughs> nice. Grass is nice. Um, yeah, it's just. It's just uh, what's the word? Um, it's just flock. placed on, yeah, just flock that's been placed on haphazardly when the um, when I put on the basing material, the uh, the um, 
what's it called? The Sterling Mud Battle Master. Oh, yeah. So it's just sort of, uh, it's supposed to sort of like merge in with the mud so it looks like it's been churned up. Well, does do that. At least that's what it's supposed to do. Um, so I'm quite happy that I'm three teams of those for my um, for my militia. I'm pretty sure you can use them in militia. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, a knight warden got painted up for my knights. Not French no, at all. Not French at all. I've got no more knights actually to paint. That's good. You got a is that a bespoke bespoke heed on on him there? No, it's a head that came that Fort World used to sell. They used to That's sell. Right, they used to sell specific heads um, for your Questorus knights, and that is my um, and that is a uh, that's a one that I got when they, I've got a couple more lying around somewhere, but they're really nice head helmet heads. I wish they hadn't yeah, stopped they, doing them. They used to do them for the Serastus as well, didn't they? Yeah, they. Uh, I've got a couple of Serastuses because oh no, I don't. I have Serastus knights to paint somewhere. That's a good point. I'll have to get them out and paint them. Um, around. Yeah. No, this is from when I just used to like buy something every week, and it was stupid, and I really regret doing it because now I've got too much. I don't want to do. Uh, custodies. I finished off the custodies. I've got no more custodies to paint. I painted Valdor and some uh, plastic jet bikes. So I was quite happy with Valdor. It's very nice. Um, although I was a bit concerned because it, it didn't take me as long to paint as I thought it was going to do, and I was like, this is going to be really rubbish because it's just coming together too quickly and. Uh, it wasn't too very cool. Bad. Looks very good. Um, yeah, so Valdor. Uh, I got some jet bikes painted up. These are just the plastic ones, but you know, with the bolters, I think they look quite good. So they'll uh, they'll certainly see some play in uh, um, in some heresy games. And I, I've got no more custodies to paint. Oh heck! Um, I'm I'm like at a gosh, I've been painting them my, for. Edge of Empire. It's end of an era. What's going on, yeah, Mike? I've been painting them for like a year and. I've got no more left, and I'm like, what do I do now? Uh, nice. Maybe add the maybe buy a grav carrier, but Chris would probably hold some sort of intervention for me. It's just such a disappointing vehicle, it really. Is. It is, to be fair. And then finally, I've just added. It looks, a few... looks amazing. Looks absolutely stunning. And watching the new June, I was like, <laughs> yep, there's a definite custodian's vehicle there. Thank you very much. Yeah, I need to buy June yet. Oh, uh, it's so good. Yeah, uh, and I. <laughs> it's great, it's great, but the problem is it just ended. I was like, what? Well, it's because they're doing, doing a thing. I know, I know. It just kind of ended at a really weird point, but it's, although, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. Although I don't know why so they did Ghostbusters just... Afterlife does a similar thing for me. Does it? I haven't seen that yet. It's very good. I really enjoyed it, but the way it ends, I was like, oh, okay. Is there. Is oh, it, no, that is, is it... the end. Is it setting up? Is it is it as a, as bad as the ending of the Expanse that me and the missus got to the other day? When you're Didn't like, is that it. the is that is that the end of the program? And you have to Google and you go, yeah, they're not doing any more. And you're like, oh, well, that's a bit biff. Mm. Oh yeah, no, plenty of plenty of shows like that ended. I think but... the problem with the the Expanse is, and I know this is a tangent, but the problem with the Expanse is the rest of the books take place like thirty years later. Yeah, I found that out from Google because I've not read any of the books. I just, oh, yeah, I mean, I should. I, I mean, to be fair, the guy who played um, James Holden, he couldn't do another series because he's lost about two stone per series. And if he did another series of The Expanse, he would literally just evaporate and yeah, die. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I'm glad I'm not the only per- the only person to have noticed that. And Carrigy's eyeshadow is going to take three decades to come off anyway. So if she did another series, she would literally have Pandarize until she was ninety. True. 
true true it's an amazing series did you see all the um the soldiers teams that they had uh, for the last episode if you zoomed in on the screen it's like got ripley and and no. hicks and all that lot oh it's great. i'll find a screenshot for you anyway okay. away from the tangent Sorry. i did a few bit more bits for my zone mortalis board and i painted up a couple of ferrotonic furnaces and an alchemite stack the alchemite stack got finished today so because i said my my, my zone mortalis board the idea is it's it's a, it's a living space and it's not just cor- endless corridors and i want industrial working areas to to to, to use as the <laughs> line of sight blocking as it were I don't, I don't know if that makes any sense but perfect sense yeah but it's just i don't like the idea that it's just you know a bunch of random yeah. corridors going anywhere anyway yeah, that's so that, that was me so on to games played i guess no rob's got there, hasn't he? no he did the um he did the, the tempest yeah, I did, I did. I did non-heresy stuff and undercutted some titans and that's about oh, it oh that's right yes i do apologize and then got blamed for everything else in your bit I know that's what it was. That's what it was. Well, that's fair. I mean, you well, are fundamentally well, yeah. responsible for making my painting better, and I hope you, well, you know, I, I, hope I, I, you have a good I, word with yourself. That, that's, that sounds that sounds better <laughs> yeah. than, it, than it did earlier. When I know, it was it's, just, basically everything is my fault. It, it totally is, but you know, that was a little bit of a backhanded insult, <laughs> if there's such a thing. Yeah, where I'm, really, I'm, not I'm, an expert, I'm, I'm not incredibly grateful for that uh, tuition because now everything looks much better. Anyway, do, do you want to talk about your games, Graham, and then I'll talk about mine? Yes. Although, actually, one of my games is... Really, so. Yeah, you can talk about that one. I'll talk about other things. Um, this is before Christmas. So I had a couple of games arranged. The first one was against Daniel. So we kind of just did a... We wanted to get some big models out just for, for sort of a bit of a laugh, go a bit off-piece with the Force Orgs and, and just throw some, some stuff at each other. So I think we both took our own respective Titans... Uh, or at least I took my one Titan, which is the Warhound, and he took his Titan, which is Warhound, and some super heavies and stuff, and we just had a little bit of a filibuster knockabout game, which was good fun. Um, it, it was good fun, actually. It was it was pretty much, uh, I think I'm, I won that one. I think it was the Iron Warriors. Um, he took his Salamanders, so I, I managed to win that one. And then uh, we also, because I think that was during the final Battle Bunker, so yeah. the Battle Bunker itself, unfortunately, has, has closed down pending relocation yeah so, the, the council compulsory purchase yeah, the, the building, site which so um i'm hoping that the proprietor will be able to find a suitable venue you know with parking uh, and, uh, i've heard a rumor of a place but i can't say it on air because well, there are there are final negotiations and change of permissions going for the council it really so. doesn't sound like a war gaming club by the way <laughs> well no it's, i've heard it's, a rumor of a place but i can't tell you <laughs> no, the the thing is, he's got a he's got to change permission on the um the the planning permission, yeah. and you know there are people who are going to object if they find out something like that. Just people yeah. object to everything. I mean, bloody hell! It's not a nightclub, is it? Let's be honest. Um, so yeah, it's but anyway, that was good actually. A lot of people asked me when we were starting again. I mean, we had a, another sort of twelve, thirteen people down. Which I think is amazing, really. You know, people coming from all over the northeast, from like a far field is kind of Middlesbrough to north of um, Newcastle. So it's a uh, it's a big big people. You know. we, we did have an inquiry not long ago about from someone from Ruddy York wanting to come up for a night. Yeah, I mean, let's say it's you know if you think about people come from Redcar and that's you know not too far from North Yorkshire. So um, wait, it, yeah, I mean. 
a couple of years ago it was. It was really red care. I mean, we don't admit to it now, especially not if you've ever been on the last train on a Saturday night. But you know, yeah. so um, that's coming from someone who lives in Cass. Yeah. So, um, but it's it's, it's really good atmosphere there, and people really enjoyed it. Uh, had a great kind of um, camaraderie, great kind of uh, the games were all played in really good spirit. Um, I really enjoyed them. Anyway, the big battle we had, so we had that night, and then oh, between Christmas and New Year, I had some time off, so we arranged a, a big game, you know, like a crazy game. And uh, so it was myself, uh, Anthony, and Daniel on one side, and on the other side it was um, Niall and Adam, who are usually um, people I enjoy playing very much because they usually argue with each other all the time um, when they're playing against each other. And they did the same thing when they're playing with each other as well, which was quite funny to see. But uh, it was about 18,000 points aside. Um, but we'd kind of gone, you know, don't take thousands of troops. We'll be here all day. Let's, you know, take big stuff. Yeah, so it was like big tanks. There were six Titans on the board. I think there were three, there were four Warhounds, one reaver and a warlord which was cool as anything because i never played against one before it's like the size of a small child um the thing is an absolute monster um and we had so much fun it was really good and we, we even even with all of that going on uh even with um that a number of points on the table we still got it done in time it wasn't like we were waiting for around for forever um we used a because uh, i think the thing about big games is the first turns whoever it's the first turn usually wins because you usually have so much firepower that you can kind of like deal a a, a blow to whoever is on the other side and they can very rarely they're very rarely able to recover from that so um i used a actually mr b i think came up with the idea of this some time ago um but to limit the range of all the guns in the first turn. So basically, a bit like, you know, if you imagine this. Oh, I didn't come up with that. That was from um, the open war cards. Oh, right. OK. Um, but it was it was basically um, sort of the, the theory was this was a bit like a kind of um, Talon scenario. But the first turn, I don't know if you've seen the film Prometheus, but the, the kind of storm of silica that was like what happened in the first turn so the maximum range was 24 regardless of targeting and stuff and that actually made a difference because it meant that people have had to move their stuff to get it into range which then put them in range for the first turn uh, or they didn't shoot in the first turn and you know just took the chances so that actually made the game better i think it was a little bit more tactical at the start rather than just i'm just going to unload everything into this and then that's going to be you know that would map the other side for turns subsequent but yeah, I think we had a lot of fun. Didn't even bother shooting the um, the big Titan like it was impossible. Um, I think they rinsed a couple of our warlords, but I think we rinsed a couple of theirs. We didn't get the reaver down though. But um, in the end, on just on sheer points, we managed to take the day. Um, Adam was playing world eaters, and um, I think Nar was playing. I am worried. Like no, like thousand sons actually, because I think Magnus was about as well just for just for lols so yeah i think it was magnus but it might have been perturabe but anyway it was a really good game i really enjoyed it and then finally i had a game last night actually against my next door neighbor who's a 40k player um and i sort of talk to him occasionally and i think it's like i want to try heresy so did a game, demo game at durham 
using my world eaters he was playing with the world eaters and i was using my ultramarines it's only ever really going to ever end one way there uh, as the old as the world eaters absolutely minced them because of you know great close combat army so um but that was really good fun because i always like doing demo games for people and particularly people who play 40k and sort of trying to kind of impress on the differences you know which is you could write a horrible list very easily in, in heresy but that's not the skill the skill is to write a tough ish list that's quite competitive but not a, a horrible you know french reading list so mm. there's a there's a bit of skill involved in it and also the way you play the game is different it's not about the important thing is the game and the enjoyment of the game not necessarily the result and how many victory points you got so you know just sort of it's got a weird way that heresy sort of self-polices and that's definitely been carried through in all of the nights that we've had at the, the heresy bunker for example so yeah good times that's cool. me cool um okay well i had uh, a game against graham and uh oh what was the mission again it was the uh what the zones wasn't it uh yeah more units in the different zones yeah Yes. Uh, only the third time I beat Graham, so spoiler on the result there. But uh, yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I took my Death Guard um, as per usual these days. I haven't played the Ultramarines in so long. I'm going to have to get them out for the, uh, uh, what you call it, uh, Company of Legends. I'm going to yep. get them out for Company of Legends because it's been that long since I played the, the Ultramarines. Um, and uh, you played your, uh, oh, what are you playing again? Were you playing Solar Auxiliary? But you know. No. No, Ultramarines. Yes, that was it. It was, yeah. And uh, yeah, it was a rather fun game. Um, I kind of just won on by one point, and I think it was uh, basically on units killed. Uh, I killed more full units. I uh, think you, you, you. I think you won by more than that because I think you actually had. No, one. it was just uh, one because you because you had to uh, slay yeah, the warlord. Yeah, right. yeah, but I think I was wondering whether you had scoring units in the deployment zone. But I think I yes, no, cancel, I did have to play. I did have it out because I had scoring units also in the same. Yeah, we basically uh, didn't score off any of the um, zones. Right. It was it was all on the secondaries. Yeah, which quite often happens in that mission. But yeah, it's good fun. Um, yeah, so that was a really, really, really quite fun a tough game. list thing. Um, yeah, both lists were fairly good. I mean, my uh, obviously the flamers came out and did their usual thing, and just killed with impunity because they tend to in that death guard list. He doesn't, yes. he doesn't do it a lot, but it's, it's always in his locker. You know, he's always got that list in his locker if he wants it. I mean, they were all in flipping. He had a lot of armor fourteen on the board. To be fair, ah, uh, yeah, two land raiders. Okay. So, and you forgot a bunch of stuff as well, so I didn't get to bring the typhon out either. Yes, that's right. You were going to bring the typhon. I was like, oh hello. I, I'd actually let, unfortunately forgot to bring the um, the robots because they were in the mechanicum. Yeah, you box. did bring your mechanicum. But uh, I remember that next time, Mister B, if that's how it's going to be. Hey, I was nice. I chose to take the Typhon out, didn't I? All bets are off. Did I I choose to take the Typhon out or did I leave it in? I think I might have suggested to you. This this only ends up in one way, and that's the pair of you buying Warlord Titans and just sitting there with a Warlord on either side of the board. No, it'd be boring. Walking around in bare feet going, look at this, Mum. I've played against the Warlord Titan before. Uh, It was down at uh, the Durham, no, not Durham, Darlington, when they used to do events above the restaurant. Um, I've played against the Warlord before, and it's not a lot of fun because there literally is nothing you can do with it. Was that the same one? Was that that a Warlord or was it a Reaver? 
Uh, it a oh, and, no, you're right. It was a Reaver and a... a Reaver never mind. It was a Reaver and a Warhound. Warhound, yeah, yeah. That, that was the army. Yeah. A Reaver and a Warhound. And yes. it was it was not a lot of fun. He sounds like a fun person to involve in the hobby. No, no, no. Uh, to, to be fair to the fella, he had be, someone dropped out like the night before, and he was just asked at the last minute, do you mind bringing your your uh, Titans along? Because that's literally the only other person with an army that could be used in heresy at the time that we know. Um, and he was like, yeah, sure. And people had to volunteer to play him. I still beat him. Just saying. Yeah, you beat him. <sighs> I got rinsed in two turns. <laughs> that just means you're playing heresy, doesn't it, Mike? Yeah, okay, fair enough. I think the mission helped me rather than because it, it was you know, it was about getting scoring things into deployment zones, and if you've only got three units, I'm probably going to beat that. So, uh, but it's good fun. Anyway, the mission definitely didn't help me in that one because it was about uh, it, it was about kill points. The one yeah. I played, and I was like, oh fuck, crying out loud! I can only get two ruddy kill points, and you well, know, you price of failure on them, but um. Yeah, our game was good. I think that Death, the Death Guard army is is pretty tough. I've got to say, I mean, fair enough. My Ultramarines are not as we. There's a theme here. I don't think I've actually ever won a game with them, um, but they are not the strongest in the universe. No, but they're quite cool. Um, I I took my Fire Raptor for the first time, and you were all expecting the Sarastus Assault Ram. I was actually. Yeah, I don't think I did anything to it. I think you. Might have blown up the Arcus by then. Um, no, it did not. It had nothing that could hurt the Arcus. So I thought the Arcus thinking, oh, those missiles will do something. No, they didn't. They, those missiles were useless. They couldn't hurt the Arcus at all. Oh, yeah, because you didn't upgrade to the Hellfire ones, did you? Yeah, I just took the standard missiles. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't bother upgrading them. And I'm like, you know what? Never doing that again. Um, but, yeah, no, I was tempted to take the Thrastus, but I just didn't know what to put in it. I could put uh, I could put Mortarian in it and I was like oh actually I can't you can't because you're having um, things with Terminator armor and he doesn't have Terminator armor yeah it can only take Terminator power or Artificer armor mm. and it's he doesn't have that. yeah he can't be going in it which is a bit weird I don't think, but, any, I don't think any Primark can go in it no no Primark can go in it I ended up going down a bit of a Google hole trying to find out if there was any way of getting getting any yeah. Primark into it and I was like oh, alright so I've got two of them I've got one for the uh, Ultramarines as well okay and then I painted that one it was when I started it purple alright oh, okay um, oh I finished that this month didn't I did I talk about that no I didn't not me yet well I finished the Sarastus Assault Ram but anyway there you go nice. uh, <clears throat> but a few people tried to buy off me since yeah, it's um, a lot of people. I, I don't. I've never rated it. I think I'd rather have a storm eagle, frankly. But you know, horses for courses. Yeah, but anyway, I think yeah, it's so the, me- the the melter thing isn't it? That people like about it. I still think that the twinly oh, yeah. as cannons and the melter gun on the front. I just think the storm eagle's better all round. I think the Smastus is. It looks great and it's got a lot of theme to it. But I think I've given the choice between maybe that or the. Um, What's the the Charybdis, the big drop pod? Yeah. I'd probably take the Charybdis. I would rather take the Sarastus, and the reason for that is because I built two Storm Eagles. Oh, yeah, there is, of course. <laughs> yeah, there's a hatred. Are they that bad? I will I, send you, I've got a picture of the one they display in the Forge World store. Oh, no, I've seen that one. 
the Ford World Store, the one that they're like, oh, yeah, this is this is the model. This is what we're going to show off. This is what we feel is most appropriate to show off to show how great this model is. And yeah, they can't build it either. I don't think that. I had any problems. I think I've built two. I built one Storm Eagle. The Fire Raptor's a lot uh, easier. The Fire Raptor I built, yeah, I think. But I might have bought one Storm Eagle already assembled, if you yeah, something. I think you did. Yeah, yeah uh, I bought but, no, the, Aaron's the, often. The Storm Eagle is honestly, it's one of the worst models I've ever I've ever built. It, it, it's just the, the problem with it is, is you're trying to merge a really rigid plastic uh, bits with really flexible resin that isn't coming out the, se- the you know the same size every time. Yeah. And it's it's a losing exercise because you just cannot. Yeah, there's always trim. You're always trying to tr- trim it down just to get it right. Or yeah, it's just yeah. And it, that's that's got, why I don't like the um, anvil drop pod kit for the same reason. Yeah, that's 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 not great either. I built one of them. I had to but, stop building that because I just reached my point where I was like, this doesn't actually fit to this thing anymore. Yeah, but anyway, anyway, so uh, my other game was against our friend Anthony Little, and um, I took Death Guard, and he took um, Mechanicum. Did he take it? No, he didn't take Mechanicum. What did he take again? Oh God, I can't even remember what he took again. Was it a Space Marine Legion? I believe it was a Space Marine Legion. Night Lords, yes, Night Lords, yes, Night Lords. Uh, we just had a super casual game. We we're like, right, yep, just we're having each, each side uh, kill the alien, you know, well, you know, purge the alien, whatever. That mission from old 40k, and it was just, we're just going to have a laugh. And that was it. Casual. Sounds like communism, just, frankly. <laughs> it was just proper casual. It was like, <laughs> when it came to that, was it, it was like, can we be bothered to check, double check this rule in the book, or should we just roll a dice or go with rule of cool? And it was. <laughs> It was just you shit. It roll was, with the rules. <laughs> honestly, no, it was it was just proper Sounds chilled out, you know. It was only it was only two thousand points. It was I just couldn't do it. I, I, it, I, it I was, was shaking. It was just a really really cool, <laughs> you know. We're just having a good time instead of worrying about you know what rules are exactly you know. I refer to my earlier statement of, of communism. That's crazy talk, Michael. So let me get this right. You two players of this game casually rocked up threw yourselves together some you know hippie style mission and then just threw dice to decide who was right or wrong for the for the rules that you weren't sure about uh, basically we went with what was cool we went with what sounded like it was going to be the coolest result goodness me <laughs> i'm gonna have to go and have a lie down he's done for that's it. Never mind tanks. That's, this is it. Well, was it good fun, Mister B? It was really fun. It was really fun, and it, it was fun because we weren't, you know, we were just chilling out, and that was partly why, you know, we wanted to have a game. We just wanted to chill out, and sometimes you got to have games like that. Do you? Yeah, I do think you? you do. I think you do. <laughs> <laughs> I think you do. I think you generally sometimes you just need a game where you just. Yeah, playing for the sake of playing rather than strictly following the rules and treating them more like guidelines. You're like, right, what sounds cooler in this instance? Oh, God, Michael's turned into blooming Captain Barbosa. Yeah, they're more like, you might say, guidelines. guidelines. But the thing is, I suppose, yeah. You this better is the start sort of... believing in heresy, mister. You're <laughs> in one. 
<laughs> the thing is, Mr. B, of course, this was always the thing, and you know, wasn't it? In the the, the kind of uh, idealistic version of how the game is played from the people who wrote the rules. You know, yeah. the most important rule is, you know, just throw a d6 to decide whether, you know, you can actually deep strike that unit or not, but it says in no rules this, and no, you but can't. rules is written as this. But what about how they intended them? Ah. Yeah, okay, I get your point. That's that's where we end up having arguments about, you know. I quite like those things. I quite like the does a, of... does a vehicle count as scoring if it's got troops? Oh, in? yeah, that's exactly. Or does a vehicle block line of sight once it's been blown up? Yeah, that's where, that's where well, that path know, leads us. Purely by definition, once it's been blown up, no. Well, this is this is the course. <laughs> that, that's like saying, does the roof of the Hiroshima Cathedral stop the rain? No. Well, yes, no, I get that. I suppose, but it, technically, you know, how how bad is it? But anyway, uh, we we actually went with for vehicles because we thought it sounded cool. Six up cover save. Yeah, that's a bit of, bit a bit of shrapnel what? on the floor. You can might get a bit of save. For, for what? Wait a minute. Whoa. Six up cover <laughs> save for what exactly? I can't even remember what it was. There was something, and it was basically there was no way you could stop it. And six up cover save. Uh, well, I was shooting them with something. Environmental he was effects, sh- Graham. Environmental effects. Or he was shooting me with something, yeah. and basically there was no way of. There's a, there's there a was, reason this man's got equipment attached yeah, to his heart. Make, <laughs> you know, it was basically an auto. It was basically an auto kill. I was just like, give it a six-up cover save. I was like, yeah, cool. That sounds good. Vehicle, destroyed vehicles count as difficult terrain. You should get a cover save because you get cover save from difficult no, terrain. Just give it It kills us anyway. Just for lols. <sighs> Mr. B. Okay. Fair Sometimes enough. I played the game. I, I we played that game purely for the narrative. There was nothing else in that game that was more interesting than the fact that we were having a nice narrative there. I can see that this is going to divide the nation. Well, at least the bits of it that agree with me, which is probably very few. Or <laughs> six of you. Well, I'm glad. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm very glad for you. And I'm glad you enjoyed the game. It sounds like it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I prefer organised fun with rules. <laughs> <laughs> with rigid, unbreakable rules that clearly establish what is and what is not the way backed by evidence and precedent as set by the uh, you know the the elders. Are you, of saying, are you saying that Mr B was basically a creationist gamer? Is that what we're saying? I'm saying that Mr, Mr. B was effectively imagine uh, if you will a scene from about 1969 where there are two people walking along the street in Haight Asbury in San Francisco. One of them is dressed in a pair of bell bottom jeans with a <laughs> peace sign for a bandana and a tie dyed t shirt. And the other yeah, one is wearing a marine outfit and complete with crew cut. This is the sign of parallels. Are you, hang on, are you Forrest Gump and Jenny? Is that what we're saying here? In I a, think in so. A, in a, in a parallel or, I, or are you Arnold Rimmer and Dave Lister? I mean, you know, Mr. B has been known to take his clothes off for money, so there is a parallel. I have <laughs> never taken off my clothes for money. No, you do it for free, dirty bitch. <laughs> well... Dear, dear. Anyway, right. So we get on to so that was games played sorted, and we've opened into the uh, state of the union yet. Yeah, good heavens, oh, save us all. What, what are we going to do next month? What are we going to do next month? Oh, painting wise, I'm I'm sick of sick of out when he's losing. So I'm back he's, he's, he's bought he's bought three typhons and a storm and a storm blade, well, and that's you know. I must. Admit, I am thinking of I'm thinking of staying the world eaters because they're painted so averagely um, that I think you know what. 
I don't play them very often. I don't get a lot of enjoyment out of them, so I might just move them on, and maybe that would give me a few quid to get something else or to put something away for the next edition. And I get my Spartan back. And you Spartan. You could strip them. I just think it's, you know, you know me, patience. I mean, there may be, I may just move on some of the infantry and make it the vehicles and strip the vehicles. One of which is a Typhon, by the way. Just, that's how that came out. Okay, uh, but anyway, I'm going to get the Caesarean done, I think, because I've bought, also for my birthday, I got some money, Element Games vouchers, so I bought another Land Raider. Oh, very nice. So I'm going to have Caesarean in a Land Raider. Not a Spartan, just a Land Raider. Because they're a good, good unit, though. I think, this is Aaron. Um, AP2 initiative axes, always, mm-hmm. always super handy. Um, not a huge amount of attacks, but they're pretty resilient. They've got the shield, so yeah, they'd be pretty good. Um, I might cool even too. go to go and get uh, Mr. Gulliman himself and maybe paint another Primark. Mm. But that's always got a bit of paint fear involved in it. Um, and there's a little bit of flesh on there as well. I can't even put a helmet on the bloke. So. Yeah. Yeah. If you're, if, you're drive, if you're driving down to go and p- to go and pick him up, let me know when I'll um I'll come with. Okay. But yeah, I'll um I'll see what I do. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Uh, what about you, Chris? Uh, well, bearing in mind that Company of Legends is next month, probably not a lot because I know there's there's going to be stuff that we need to sort out for that that we're not have thought of yet, so I'm just going to save all my hobby time for those things that we've forgotten. Um, we say that every time, I'm up actually. until, you know, Thursday until I'm there Saturday morning and the, the dice are being rolled, then yes. at that point, I, I, I won't be I won't be relaxed and even at that point I probably won't be fully relaxed um, but yeah, I need to get I need to get some more I want to get some more demon stuff done once all my purchases arrive from Element there fair enough um, uh, I'm going to I'm going to try and finish I've got a bunch of um, a bunch more terrain for the Zomotalus and I'm going to try and finish that um, I'm kind of thinking that for the alleged next edition you know if there is an next edition i don't know we, we, we don't know i might do an imperial fists army so i'm thinking of i've got a i've got a primaris marine Best somewhere that i'm what? i'm thinking of doing a uh, sort of test scheme on the, the way i want to do it so i might do that well, now there's a jazzy new character out to base him or base your army around as well. Yep, that, that's pretty much what I was thinking. But uh, I'm obviously not going to buy or do anything until such time as uh, anything is confirmed in terms of models, you know. So, um, I, I, as I said, I might do a test, test uh, one of them. And I kind of want to grab a box of Mark III Marines and do those new destroyers for the Ultramarines. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm just gonna, I think I might just convert they haven't got anything special other than guns, have they? Nope. So you could just I'm just going to take tactical some tactical marines and just. Um, I mean, I would have got tactical marines if we show. I mean, with and they they're kind of in veteran mode, so I reckon yep. I could just use their same models because I've already kind of made them look different from tactical marines. Yeah, I just want to get some and sort of do them in black. Like, oh yeah, would you paint them all black? I guess. I, I would for ultra marines destroyers, but that's just me. Anyway, mm, right. Okay. Shall we? Um, shall we move on to um, uh, State of the Union? No, we've got to do Rob. Christ, oh, excuse me. Rob, me a drink yet? Forgetting Rob. Forgetting Rob. 
Uh, I'm going to rob in a corner. Yeah, I am going to keep working on the Titans, keep costing Graham more money and time, um, and see what I can do with uh, the Heresy NPC challenge as well. Get the Medicare built, and then it's Princeps in March, so I'll be. Um, what are the just just very quickly? What is the time frame for that? Because I do have an idea for a, a Medicare. But whether or not I'll have time to to do him. But what is the cutoff that we're, we're you're imposing on this? Just out of interest. Mm-hmm. So one for one per month. So no, okay, yeah. So are we saying the first of March is the the first? The first of the March is the end end of Medicare and beginning of Princeps. But if you know if we get to the end of November and all of a sudden you've got ten, and you might have done them all since the beginning of October, then no, that's fine. Okay, just just so I just so I know because I've got I've got an idea for one I've got the bits I'm just kind of sticking all together. Maybe we should send people. Uh, you know, if they do all ten, they should get something. Maybe we'll have to think about that. Yeah, we have. We, yeah, we did discuss that briefly. Some, picture of, picture of me around. covered in taramasalata. We'll do a special sticker. <laughs> we want people to do it, Rob. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Like burn away, their then. models. Yeah. We'll do a special sticker. Okay. And we'll post them out. Very good. Okay. Anyway, uh, right. So, shall we move on to State of the Union then? Yes. Okay. So here we are in this year of 101 scores and two it's time to address the state of the union that is the heresy um, and i will jump in to that with the first thing we need to talk about is the new exemplary exemplary battle uh, now when these notes were compiled that was the armatura for the world eaters which as as it's been for billion years since we crawled out of the uh, primordial ooze to record again um there has been another one since then uh, but the armatura one got plenty of people um frothing uh, at the mouth because it gives us red hand destroyer assault squads so world eater specific destroyers which mm-hmm. were rather nice and again free pdfs and yeah P- uh, michael's got the uh, removals men in <laughs> go on then uh so what do we think of this i mean what do we think of this actually format of doing these sort of sort of drive-by little snippets i think it's great yeah. i think it's great it's free it's free content if you mm-hmm. don't think like it's, being given something for free you're an idiot it's what we asked for in lockdown, which is good, and we're finally seeing it. Yeah, true. A bit late, but uh, but it's but they've got a little, you know, for for a free thing where it's like, here's a mission or two, here's a cool unit that you didn't have already, here's yeah. a little bit of story, you know, it's all self-contained. You know, it's they're, they're perfect. Like, to quote James Holland, what's not to like? You're getting stuff for free. I, I didn't say anybody was moaning about it, to be fair. But oh, I'm sure oh, plenty, I mean, plenty, you are, plenty you've obviously not been that. on the internet then, Graham. Oh, no, I must admit, I, I, I have this, got this rule now where I just don't read the comments for certain things, and this will be one of them. But, you know, but I thought people were quite excited about these guys. I the, think it's just one of those things where... There you, was the 
the Death Guard one, people were moaning about the Death Guard getting sawn off because the unit wasn't that great. And so the, the thing I think people need to understand is the unit's great. I just, the, I, I, it's great. It's, it's absolutely fantastic. I know. But people need to remember that these aren't units that are designed to change, like win the game for you. Yeah. These are free units to add a little bit of extra flavour into armies. They're not there to, you know, be the new um, Seize Tyrant unit or Salamander's Shield and whatever unit. Fire. They're, they're, they're Fire Drake, sorry, yeah. They're, they're all I like how you picked two, 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 two units that, that I've got. Well, no, but they're, they're the two that I could think of that are, they are, are pretty damn useful. Yeah. Uh, you know, you tend to see a lot in those legions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's, that's the only reason... Yeah, they sort of jumped yeah, to mind. It's been somewhat sarcastic, but yes, you're right. Yeah, so yeah, I think it's, it's interesting. Units, it? I mean, I think though. that they they are they are, like I said they seem to be uh, sort of leaning on the destroyer thing, don't they? They all seem to be kind of destroyers that they're going with. Um, I think we had some terminators and some terminator bodyguard kind of units, didn't we, for yeah. the iron warriors? And we've had a couple of um, destroyers now, which is quite cool. Um, yeah, I think when they said when they sort of brought back the destroyer unit, um, one of the things that they'd actually said in, uh, in, in that article where they brought back the, the destroyers without jump packs was, mm. you know, Oh, you'll be getting some Legion specific destroyers soon. So. Or maybe these are these. Or, or do you mean they've beaten something else as well? Did you say? No, that? I think these, no, I, I think, think these, these, are these, are these, I think these are these. Okay. Gotcha. Cool. I was going to say. So, yeah, I think it's great. I mean, like I said, if you had, Somebody you want to sit down and play these narrative missions with? You have to have the armies that work with it. Good, good on you. I haven't tried any of these exemplar battles yet. They are, you know, they're a bit like some of the missions in the the red books, you know, where they're yeah. quite they're kind they're of the not, legendary missions, aren't they? They're not kind of things yeah. you can play every week. They're not like balanced in any way. They're usually a kind of reenactment of some narrative, aren't they? But yeah, they I are. I think yeah. some, I think some of them, you know, you can. But yeah, there's a few that are very narrative heavy yeah, yeah. So, so one's clearly one's it's it's sort of biased on one side or another for narrative reasons which makes yeah. sense yeah but i i think i'm definitely going to build myself some of the some of the death guard ones because i think that unit is great what's so great about it just out of interest mr b i just think it's really flavorful i just think it's super flavorful that's all and um, for me that's the sign of a great unit i mean yeah I know it's, they're not going to win a game, as Chris pointed out, but I think they're a, a really nice narrative-themed unit that, that that just fit the Death Guard so well. And okay. that's mostly what I want. I don't want, I don't necessarily want units that are going to absolutely, you know, beast everything else in the game and win it. I just want something that's going to be fun to play, thematic, and works. And I think that fits the Death Guard very nicely, as does the as does the Ultramarines ones, which we'll talk about later. You're not going to be rolling dice for rules again when you use my... Oh, no, no. Well, it depends who I'm playing, honestly. It depends who I'm playing. If I'm playing you, not so much, because that's not, not so how much. you have... That's, that's, not, not, that's, how not. You, that's not how you have fun. That's Graham, doesn't, <laughs> Graham doesn't play for don't, fun. Don't play for fun. You do play for fun. You wouldn't play otherwise if you didn't have fun. Uh, but that's not how you have fun. And why would I force you to have fun in a way that I like, but you don't? Stop being so damned reasonable, Mr. B. <laughs> How many of these have we've had? Four, six. Of, this is the sixth one. Is the, sorry, the Ultramarines one is the sixth. I know, right? Uh, yeah, I think we are up to six now. 
because we had the Dark Angels one as well. Is that? In, I'm assuming that's in our list. That was last month. Yeah, and I guess so, the thing yeah. is, like I said, the, the 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 community was like, we need more heresy. Please give us more heresy. Well, here's more heresy, and it's cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward yeah. to the Wolf one. I'm really hoping we get a watch pack. I think that from the the kind of narrative nature of of the units that we've been having, it's the perfect opportunity to put a wolf pack in for the sixth. I get no, I get put you. The watch pack in. I get you, but why would that that unit wouldn't be for the wolves? It would be for every other army. I thought they had the rules for the wolf pack things. You know, no, the, no, 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 that's, watch um, packs. They're um, no, the, yeah. the watch pack. They're in. Um, the Mournival rules, but they're a bit yeah, bonkers. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That, yeah, like, they're all better than they're all better than vets. They're all better than even the best of Grace layers, and they can literally have basically anything. gods, effectively gods, like, better than Grace layers. They're basically <laughs> all Centurion stats, and they can have any piece of kit they want for minus five points each. I think you might be somewhat exaggerating their effectiveness, but I get your point. Yes, that's where they came no, from. No, they are, they they are really good, they? they are really overwritten but, in the um, Mournival rules, but. For me, I'd like to see a watch pack, but the way I'd like to see a watch pack is in a way that um, you can pick, like, tell you, what. you can pick, you know, your standard new recruit right up to a, essentially a Wolf Lord equivalent with each member, you know, being more expensive depending on how experienced they are. I think, that's, that's, more of a, I think that's more of a kill team. I think the watch pack, they wouldn't have sent a rookie. Well, yeah, but it's, in the books, the they that... are sort of like, a mishmash, a right mishmash of people. We'll never see. Uh, one of the reasons I think we won't see a watch pack rules from Games Workshop is because there are wolf pack rules from more, the more nivel. And I think, think that, it will, do you think that ship has already sailed and they're kind of I think not, because not wanting the, to intrude. Because I think there'll always be the you know, yeah, I mean. someone someone goes, well, you stole this from them. And it's probably not worth their hassle. Well, I suppose the thing is, they, I think if they were going to win an IP battle, they would win it, wouldn't they? If they, if they, if they, if they no, absolutely. Particular, uh, but they uh, don't. They didn't write rules for that unit. So although the name is theirs, yeah, the, I, mean, uh, I see what you mean, though. But yeah, they, they would have to be fundamentally different. Yeah, and I think everyone. I think it. I can just see it being a headache. Um. We know the guys behind the Mournival. Are they gonna Are they gonna kick off if, if GW? No, but I'm I'm not saying that they will. I'm just saying the community will go. Well, you have these. They've already done this, so you could just you know. Yeah, but this means that everybody can. As use you know, it and it's they official they in games. Know, it's like you know how this sort of thing works. You know how the society. You know how the society operates these days. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you've be- got people going from. Oh, what was it? Taking Wizards of the Coast Magic the Gathering cards, trying oh, to turn them God, into NFTs yeah. oh, without that. asking Wizards for the permission, and then getting huffy when Wizards go, "No, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah." Oh, wow. the, the worst part of that was Wizards saying we haven't finalised our own NFT plans yet. And it's like, oh, you're gonna you're gonna do bloody Magic the Gathering and Dungeons and Dragons NFTs, aren't you? It's like no. Yeah, I would have thought so, but, but you know, it's that's, but that's the thing, you know. That's the society in which we operate when it comes to this sort of thing. Is that people will go, you know, the worst possible route for it, and I think yeah. that's why you won't. For a long time, I don't think you'll see GW touch a wolf pack unit. I hope you're wrong. 
I hope you're wrong. But I don't because all the units they've released have been nothing like a fan-made unit. If that makes sense. We shall see. Yeah. I, I suppose that you know, if they if they wanted to push themselves, I'm sure they would just steamroll them with cease and desists. They just haven't. Well, they have in terms of the printed books. Yeah, I guess the. Yeah, but do you know what I mean? They could say stop doing this. You can't use any of this because it's all our IP. If they wanted to. But yeah, I see what you mean for this kind of exercise, Chris. Maybe, maybe. But I think if they then, in let's say, in some hypothetical future version of Legion of Astartes or one of the whatever the equivalent of the Black Books are going to be, that they have the Wolf Pack. I don't think that would stop them doing it at that point. Anyway, <clears> let's let's let shall we move on? Yeah. To the next oh, right, thing, this is Chris gets to talk about. <clears throat> right. So the Black Library preview uh, showed us some new models for two of my legions the blood angels and the imperial fists um which are hitting the stores or have hit the stores uh, from when this will go out saturday's just gone so hopefully if you wanted them you managed to get your hands on the nice new fafnir ran and the dominion zephon models with their swanky new packaging and they're both plastic which you know all the controversy will start all over again yes the big c word um <laughs> And also we got the preview of the Defense of the Lions gate map and the Sigismund Eternal Crusader novella. So lots of cool stuff. Mm-hmm. We got the, we got the reveal for ADB's book cover as well, remember? And of course, yeah, yeah. Well, that's been my, ever since that artwork came out, that has been my phone background. Sanguinius standing in front of the, um, in front of the gate. Because it just looks awesome. Um, but yeah, Echoes of Eternity. Was, is the Echoes of Eternity or Echoes to Eternity? I can't remember now exactly. Um, which, you know, me and Graham happened to notice was also the name of the last Company of Legends that we ran, <laughs> the story we wrote for that, but that's absolutely fine. It's purely uh, coincidental. Mr. 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 Dembski Bowden wants to, you know, just. Uh, yeah. yeah. I think that was a very good theory up until Rob said, yeah, and he's also probably watched Gladiator because <laughs> I think that's probably where we nicked it from, which was what we do now, Echoes in Eternity. And I thought, well, that's yeah. a good thing for a book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Silence you. <laughs> Quiet at the back. Oh, sorry, sorry back. that ADB oh, yes. have gone to the effort that probably one in thirty of our players does, which is to actually read the narrative. Anyway, what 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 are you guys what are your guys' opinions on these uh on these the awesome models? models then? Yeah. Well they're just pimp, aren't they? I prefer Ran to Zephon. Yeah. I'd agree with Agreed. Ran um, is Ran the wannabe wolf. Yeah. Yeah, he's the uh, craft IPA brewing. Yeah, he's the beardy imperial fist. Yeah. Beardy, beardy. Yeah, definitely looks that, like he could. He'd rock a car. That man has far too. Cl- that that hair is far too tidy to be a space wolf. I think that's why he's. That is coiffed and you know, beautifully worked moustache there. Mm-hmm. There's product. There's product in there. You know. Yeah, but he's he's only two howls away from a space wolf, if you ask me. Uh, Once again, though, this this is just. I like the the black and white kind of picture of him, which way I guess the model's based on sensible pack pack backpack, no nonsense. The only pit that I would probably remove is the this sort of prediction for things sticking out of backpacks. I think the model's great. Yeah, I think the model is what the bullet magnet, (laughs) the one where the sniper going, who should I shoot? Well, he looks important. He isn't wearing a helmet either. Um, 
So yeah, but I think the, the model itself looks great. Has he got? Has he got the? Um, yeah, he's got the shield on the back, and he looks really cool. Yeah, he's yeah, he's carrying his shield on his back. Uh, he's got his one. helmet on his back as well on the shield. He's got another sword on his back. Uh, you know, he's he's not. Um, he's come for, he's come to play, and he? <laughs> he's he's come to play. He looks that model looks brilliant. Uh, that's the out of the two. That's the one that I most want to add to my collection of um, characters for the for the desk. Yeah, he's great. I am gonna, I am gonna grab him. He's, you know, two hundred points. We've got some rules for them as well, but we'll come on yeah, to that in a minute. Yeah, but I think but you know, I, there's, there's one. He's all right. I just don't think he looks as cool as Fafnir Ram. I, you know, there's a lot going on in Zephon's model. <coughs> I like the fact that you see all the robot parts on his hands, his foot. I just don't know if he's. It doesn't look as interesting. I really don't like his unhelmed face. Is he? Yeah, I seem to have something with his teeth. Yeah. The blood angel. That's what the teeth look like. I will be honest, though. I think the problem here is, though, um, you know, Fafnir Ran is a much more widely known character he's more he's been in more books he's had more stuff happen he's a real you know flipping as mean, hero he, he's Zeph- been in Zephon's in quite a few of the siege books he's in until... he's in one <laughs> one novel one um maybe two short stories and then he kicks the bucket no, he's he's he, he appears in I haven't read more than one siege book. He's in War in the Webway a lot. Yeah, he's in War of the Webway a lot, but he's not really. He doesn't really have that massive impact, I don't think. That, that he does have that. There's, 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 there's only half of him left. He's he's awesome in War in the Webway. He jumps on the back of a demon possessed uh, knight. Chucks some melder bombs on it, jump, packs off, basically flicks it the V's as he's doing so. You know, he's awesome in the books. Uh, just, we'll, have to, just, we'll, have to, I, we'll have to agree to disagree on that one. Well, no, we don't at all, Michael. You're just wrong. I, I, um, I so. <laughs> Chris is a matter of deals and absolutes. <laughs> yeah, okay, fair enough. What about the rules then? Well, actually, I'm just trying to think helmet or non helmet? For, 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 the, for the vampire count. Zephon helmet. Helmet. helmet for Zephon. His head is cool, but I love the helmet. I haven't really looked at the photos of um, Rand with, his, with the helmet version yet, actually. I'll have a quick. Oh, does he actually come with a helmet? Yeah, the photos today had him with a helmet that I saw. So. I thought yeah, that was one but that I, Vince, I, I, I thought that was Vince had converted. Sure yeah, I think that's one that someone's converted. Because that's a, it's a Sons of Horus helmet, is that one? Let's have a look. I thought it was uh, a Destroyer helmet. Yeah. Okay. So it didn't match the helmet on his backpack. Yeah, okay. I thought it, I thought it was a destroyer helmet. Well, that would be a bit weird because if you put a helmet, on, you have to put the helmet off the backpack. One would assume, unless you want to carry two helmets for extra. I think safety. he has taken. I think he doesn't even put the backpack on that. I don't think. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. I, I, don't, I, I don't think he's put the shield on. Right, like, I see what you mean. That, is that even the same? Yeah, it is. I just don't think he's put the shield on. Go okay, cool. Right, so uh, yeah, rules. What, what about that? the rules then? Come on. Lovely. Uh, Round first. Ran's a beast. Ran is an absolute beat stick. Why? Well, what makes you say that? Not that I disagree with you. I'm just as, as he should be. Oh, he's got an he's got initiative AP two axes. 
common as muck these days. He's got all the benefits but, of hang being on, a green. Hang on one second. Plus two strength AP2. Yes, plus two strength Actions. AP2. Strength plus six one. AP2 at initiative. Mm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Plus one weapon skill to any um, to whichever breacher unit is that that he, that he joins. Oh no, that's all breacher siege squads in the same detachment gain plus all one weapon skill. Yeah, get plus one weapon skill if they successfully charge. So that's the rule that the wolves have that you hate. Doesn't mean I like these anymore. Don't get me wrong. I mean, with, you know, not as if I'm a fan just because of that. Teleport yes. transponder for ten points. Oh, yes, I pay for it. I think that's a. Sh- that's, a <laughs> yeah. that's fine with me. Got, trust me. Like you know, you're at minus one strength to hit him. And if okay. he's use, if he's only using one axe, he, he flicks between. He flicks between what weapon he wants to use in combat, which, as far as I know, only either Russ or Horus can do. What's that? He decides each round what weapon he's using. Anybody can do it with two weapons. Each round yeah. or each combat? Each round. So you can clatter somebody with a paragon blade and then bash them with a power fist afterwards. It's your choice, I think. Oh, I, thought was, I thought you had to go into a combat, and that's what you used until that combat is over. Uh, it's quite, no, it's quite a rare occurrence. I'm pretty sure Graham's. But, um, well, he probably um, is. It's rules. We've seen what he gets. What he gets like with them. Doesn't mean I get them right all the time. Um. Yes, I see what you mean. So, but like he's got rampage. Rampage. Like, like he, he could be up on eight attacks at strength six AP two initiative. But he, so, he loses all the benefits, doesn't he? If he uses his twin X. Yeah, he. he so the thing to bear in mind, when he's got when he's got one axe, he you're at minus one strength to hit him, uh, to wound him. Sorry. Yep. Mm-hmm. Plus he counts as having a boarding shield. So that's five plus in one. Yeah. And defensive grenades if yeah. he's on his own, or if he's with a unit with more boarding shields than not. Charging no, charging him hurts you because you get automatic reverse hammer of wrath attacks. Yep. He's. D- D3 plus 3, strength 5, AP, nothing attack, hits on you just for running into him. Yeah. He's he's, pretty, he's He's got to be up there as the best defensive unit. <laughs> defensive well, let's, character let's, out there. Let's, Which let's, makes entire sense for who he's he got is. Master of the Legion, does he? Or is he not? He, to do, do, he does not. Yes, he has does. Master of the Legion. Yeah, he does. Oh, so he, does he, has a, he has a Warlord trait. Yeah. So I was just thinking, so what we normally do with these characters, rather not, probably rather unfairly, is compare them to a tricked out Praetor because that's what we're talking about here is because like some of these characters that they put in they're okay but actually yeah. you'd do a better job with a with a lumped up Praetor not with this one you wouldn't that's what I was about unfortunately my phone's crashed so I can't quickly look at Batscribe my books are downstairs but um I'm trying to remember what what so let's take a Praetor which is 100 points um mm. in artist for armor so not going to even terminate armor um Iron Iron Halo, Halo, another- 25 there's another 25. Paragon Blade, another 25. Yeah, Mastercraft it. 15 on top of that, so that's 175. And then you give him digital lasers, another 10. And yeah. what else you give? give him a power fist, right, so that you get the so he's got the option. extra attack. And he can also vehicles. So you're over 200 points, 205 points, I think, without any other shenanigans. Would it be as good as this? And the answer, I think, is given his extra special rules and... I mean, his saving throw is not as good because it's only a five plus. But yeah, I think he's he's got he's, an iron halo. 
Oh, he's got Iron Halo anyway. Of course, yeah. So in that case, yeah, it's a it's a no brainer, isn't it? If you and he's take... got he's also got hardened armor. Yeah. Yeah, which is a little bit situational. I mean, it is just a blast template. You can re-roll the armor or you, save, or you play yeah. him in ZM, and he's an absolute monster. He's even worse. But I think, given that, you would take him above a Praetor. That's kind of what I yeah, benchmark he's, this. He's at. got Hammer of Wrath and the thing that Hammer yeah. of Wrath if you charge him. Yeah, the tax executioner's tax. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, what's this good, good on the front foot. Good on the back foot. He's an oh, yeah. absolute monster. Like, it's a beautiful model with amazing fluff and brilliant rules. I'm like kind of looking at painting yellow recipes at the moment. And your phalanx warders then become um, troop choices. Yeah. They do. Which was which is super because you don't even have to take breaches, you just take phalanx warders. So compuls- is that compulsory troop choices? Uh, maybe chosen as troops doesn't say, but I'm yeah. guessing. Yeah, no, it's a single phalanx warder squad. Maybe oh, chosen as a troop, yes, troop choice. Not not too unlimited. So you have to take breaches and them. Still, oh, what a shame. Good. So yeah, I think the answer is in an imperial fists army, you would take him over a tricked out plate. I do need to find some way of fitting him sigismund pollux and dawn all into one just, just one death star and just see how they go on a on the merry little rampage sigismund pollux and all, all in and a him. thunderhawk can, all in a thunderhawk together you can do that because <laughs> dawn's a lord of war choice can't you oh yeah yeah no no but just the points would be ridiculous oh yeah that'd be kind of crazy S- sigismund 200 200 210 this guy's 200 points dawn's 400 points so i read um 800 points pollux is 100 is about 200 points you know i'm trying to think that, why, that's why a thousand you points use, on, not use him in double axe mode because you want the survivability but he's already got a four plus in one yeah but you yeah, want but the you, minus one strength yeah he's got four plus in one with your minus one strength yeah so i suppose if somebody's coming at you with a power fist and you don't want to die yeah that would be exactly. cool because that would be seven. Yeah, yeah, you're not instant oh, yeah. death in me. Enjoy yeah. your instant. Yeah, exactly. He's getting feel no pain if you stick a, you know, you stick a primus so bear in mind, next if to you him. Put him just, the, yeah. If you put him against a terminator unit. Yeah, I mean, a normal with power fists. Yeah. And you normal, put him in single attack mode. He is single axe mode. All those instant death power fists ain't gonna do nothing. Yeah, I mean, he'll basically get a four-plus save, and you know, yeah. he won't die if he takes a wound, basically. And he'll muller half the unit before they get to attack him anyway, because he's hitting yeah. them. Initiative five, weapon skill six, strength six, AP two. Hmm. Strength five, it would be with single act. Oh, strength six, you're right. No, it's plus yeah, two. Six. They're both plus yeah. two. Shenonsense. They um, really are shenonsense. And if he's got his phalanx water... Um, you know, life, life partner unit with him then they're all going to be weapon skill five yes they are okay so we, i think we agreed that as a hq choice for i'm imperial fist iron warriors for imperial fist uh, <laughs> if, there's, if there's one army he's not going to be little, anywhere yeah. near so you're a lot um great choice so yeah Thumbs up, it, yeah. thumbs up from us all. i'm going to be ordering yeah. him on saturday morning because i just paid that model because he's okay his. very good so he, what about the same criteria for um the vampire count yes. himself um count the vowels count the vowels count, get them right, that's right make sure you include the o uh and what do we what do we make of this bad boy he's, oh, okay. he's, he's tasty oh, man. 
he's tasty. <clears throat> I, I, I can't get past the things I'm the, not a massive fan of about the model. It's like, yeah, he's got another AP2 strength. He's got another AP2 initiative. Weapon skill six mm-hmm. sword. You know, um, it's it, it, it's going to hurt people. Strength five though, isn't it, that one? Yeah, so so he's only Same so he's yeah. so he's only he's only ripping your face off on threes, threes. rather than twos. Um, but he's got sweeping strike as well. So um, so yeah, it gets the shift that they thought they get. So with more than one model at, initi- at the initiative step, which they fight, he gets plus one attack. So basically, if he's based to base with two models, he gets plus one attack. He's got he's got cleave basically to to put it in MMO terms. He's got a cleave. Um, He's got an iron strike, and it's mastercrafted, so we roll the miss. He's got he's got an iron halo as well. He's only 185, and he's got got five plus three on pain. Yeah, Um, and he's got he's got four he's got four plus. No, I'm not dead, really. I think he's actually. hmm, It's an interesting one. I think he's he might he's definitely he's got master legion as well, right? Yeah. So uh, if you compare him to a Paragon bladed, though he doesn't, or if you compare him to a tricked out or tricked out Praetor, he's considerably cheaper. Like he is considerably two. cheaper, and um, he, and he's got a jump pack, and a jump pack you would would put another fifteen points on top of the tricked out trick jump pack iron jump pack iron halo para, mastercrafted Paragon blade, he melter bombs frag crack and rad grenades as well. Don't forget, we've got rad. Yeah, yeah, another mm. ten points. Isn't it? She could take them. Uh, so yeah, I think Fury's charge, so he gets that. I mean, feel no pain five up. He's basically got a four plus. It will not die. Once in the game. No. Yeah, it's once only. Oh, it's for, so yeah, first time in any battle. Yeah, yeah sorry, I, I was I missed that first time bit. I was like, yeah, that would be oh super. <laughs> 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 he's alive again. He's only. It makes no point to Michael because if Michael rolls a four plus, then somebody will be investigating him for identity theft. That's true. Um, I I like the idea yeah, that pretty much the, the destroyers um becoming a retinue. I think that's pretty yep. cool. Yep, yep, um. I think that he's better points wise. He might be more points not efficient. Survival, not survivable, but but I think you know he's going to move quicker. I suppose Chris is right. You're going to probably deep strike the the fella with the axes, and you know take the hits. The thing is, even if you don't, if you if you put him round in the Spartan, yeah, you know he he's just good in in. 75-80% of situations you know unless he's facing something big and mechanical based um, and, good you, and you can put him with more things but this mm. but I think Zephon because he's got the jump pack and you know he's a bit destroyer inclined it, it limits what you can put him with to would, would destroyers with that same as what's that special destroyer squad that you get? Is it just a destroyer squad? No, it's just destroyers. You don't get angels tears. Yeah, so I was wondering whether there was a little link. Oh yeah, if you yeah yeah if he was with angels tears, he'd be an automatic because he'd give them a really good um, combat um, yeah. option. But yeah, it's it's only destroyers that he can take. I did double check because I was like, oh, you know. Okay, that means he can be that means he can be a HQ choice. So he can join the destroyers, can he, or is it? Yeah, because it's retinue. Yeah. So they would be, which is one of the downsides. The only person currently that can just that can be deployed with the destroyer squad is the Moritan, isn't it? 
Yeah, he's he's he is basically a Moritan. Yeah, he's a most tricked out Moritan, isn't he? Yeah, pretty much. With some um, three wounds, oh, some average strength four, yeah. Yeah, I think I think he's more points efficient than Ram, but I don't think he's as got as much utility. I don't. Think. I think if I hadn't seen the models, I probably would have gone with him over Ram. But there's always the thing that Ram looks looks better. Yeah, the 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 Ram model. I just the thing is though, against power fists. Yeah. Squishy, squishy, squish time. Absolutely. Against power fists of Fafnir Ran. Not so much. I'm sorry, sir, that you just tickled me. Yeah, and I think one's, I mean, that's it. Harry Rad Grenade is really useful as well. I mean, that. Oh, yeah, minus one toughness. Minus one toughness. So. Whew. Yeah, I mean, putting the two against each other with their um, chosen. Oh, we're going to math hammer it now, are we? Well, no, no. Basically, because Fafnir, because Fafnir Ran would remove one strength off your attacks, but then and, your rad, but then your rad yeah, so it would, it would work out the same. Yeah, it would work out the same. Yeah, wouldn't make any difference. Um, interesting, very interesting. But yeah, I, I mean, it's... for that, for, for a kind of shattered legion, siege of terror. Um, style army where you're gonna oh we'll have some blood angel bits we'll have some uh, we'll have some imperial fist bits we'll have some white scar bits like I'd have them both the dream I'd have them both and then like you know have them two and then chins are or something if you're those. gonna you know if you wanna run war in the webway um, although you know. no because you if you're doing special characters that are just for this you just go these two and then course win and you'd be like <laughs> <laughs> three absolutely bonkers hard characters yeah anyway and then so you'd have no friends as a rule both of those characters are great they're better than the Praetor equivalent which is always the sort of benchmark that we tend to use or at least I do because I'm rules rules git but both of them kind of pass that test with flying colours yeah so yeah. worth taking I mean, and Michael's, Michael's obviously very, very busy because he hasn't pointed out that Zephon basically has a souped-up Volkite weapon. He so does. I don't, but I don't know what Michael's doing that's um, distracting him from the fact that there's Volkite to be mentioned. Because I'm not that bothered about the model. Ooh. No, I get that. And also, I, also, he doesn't play the Legions. So. Yeah, that's true. It but, just but, doesn't... It doesn't... But, interest me that much it's but it's volkite not... you get a you get a double polaroid every time you when somebody mentions volkite it's yeah it's volkite but it's not really a volkite weapon i mean it is a volkite weapon apparently but he's been more but two shot volkite i'm just not that fussed because it's it's not a legion i play it's not a model i'm interested in the blind yeah. could be useful on that for all you know you talk oh, yeah. about it with photon thrusters that like you know oh, is, when is it goes blind off. one of those rules where it's when it hits or when it wounds i can never remember blind hits. Hits, yeah yeah, yeah. it's a roll under your initiative yeah 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 otherwise you get to which you know you you take a pot shot at something scary that's going to have um or you know you take you run up and you go oh i know i'm only wound to sixes but i'll tell you what i've uh i'll i'll just shoot your thanatar yeah i mean it probably thanatar wouldn't be but you could maybe shoot the castellax for example yeah probably really, better because yeah. i think yeah. they i think it's ballistic skill and weapon skill i've got the book unfortunately with me it's one of those rules anyway so as a rule as a sort of sort of four thumbs up then for these figures oh, in terms yeah, of the that, rules yeah 
less happy with the Blood Angels model. I'd probably the, convert the my own, to be honest. Okay, cool. Um, but Ran is, I think he's brilliant. I know some people think that Beard is a bit dubious, but meh. Okay, cool. So, what else is going on? Well, um, TT Combat, the purveyors of all fine scenery. Um, a new set of Shantytown training. I'm sure we've talked about this as well. No, we haven't. No, this was this was me mentioning earlier that you can get a lot of MDF for 140. Quid. Oh yes, yes, yes. Oh, this is cool. These look a bit like um, all sort of Ready Player One kind of thing there, don't they? That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the influence. It's Ready Player One meets George Clark with a little smattering of grand designs. Yeah. Okay. Flipping that. That sounds very odd. You know, that sounds <laughs> place in the sun with robbing. Well, as long as it's, as long as it's not got Kirsty. Yes, yeah, yeah let's not, let's not, let's, let's, not, not. let's not go into that. Um, so yes, it, how much is this? This is all obviously uh, I don't think they've released it yet, but okay, it's not bad, is it? Looks good. It won't be a lot <laughs> in comparison. I'm sure I did see that on Grand Designs. You know, I'm sure someone built a. They did build a house out of containers. Yeah, I saw one. Yeah. They had like four of them yeah. or yeah. six. Anyway, there you go. That's coming down the pipe. So um, something to look out for. It looks very cool and um, nice bit of scenery. Mm-hmm. I think it is. I think it's lovely. Mm. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, all right, uh, my turn. And Warhammer World is turning 25 in March. It's having an anniversary event. Just happens to coincide with a very important um, weekend uh, elsewhere. So uh, I won't be going. That's very cryptic. Oh, yeah. Well, it's it's Legends. Company of Legends. What? Is it what on March the fifth? No, twenty fifth. Is it twenty fifth? No, it's the twenty fifth anniversary. The date is March the fifth. I'm looking at the ticket. Oh, I've got the ticket. Oh, I've got the date. Fifth and sixth of March. Oh, no. oh, Crap. okay. Oh, All fine. right, this is where go. Michael pauses recording to go and try and beg a lift down to Nottingham off the girls. <laughs> no, I don't think they will. I don't think they will. So this is where Michael pauses recording to try and beg a lift down to Nottingham on Graham. <laughs> nope. Also, I have no money until the day after this. So. I told you I would only go to Warhammer World if I'm throwing dice to play games. Yes, you've made that very clear. I would not go just for a marketing event. But there's a variety of fun building, painting and playing activities to immerse yourself in the worlds of Warhammer and earn rewards. There's also exclusive miniatures and gifts available to commemorate this special event. Sorry, I was just reading the Eventbrite page there. They've got a Primaris um, Legion champion. He looks great. Sorry, Ultra champion Marines. champion, yeah. but you good. could only use him with legends. He doesn't actually have any rules for normal gameplay, which is just right. weird. But, I don't know what any of that means. I don't know whether it's... Uh, I'm just saying, you know, the, the effort for me to travel to Nottingham, which is three and a bit hour drive, I suppose, for our drive. Um, I'm not asking... Oh, you aren't getting a lift, mate, because I'm not going. I'm not asking. I've got no, mo- I've got <laughs> no, no money until in the day after. <laughs> yeah, I've got so, no money until the day after. Okay, I'm not, I'm not lending you anything either, because that's, like, that's just like enabling you, Mr. B. Yeah, no, I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. You can give up tomorrow. Anyway. Anyway, yeah, so that's it. It's going to be a 25th party. That's fine. Exclusive miniatures. Nothing heresy, but, you know. Oh, you, know, you get like half an event, I see. Just like you've got ten till two and then two till six. So you have to basically it's not like an all day thing. Oh, okay. Well I definitely don't want to go then. 
yeah but there you go so basically you can go i'm assuming to one of each session on each day yeah, I guess so. Uh, but that makes sense. I mean, uh, they want to get as many people in there as possible, and uh, social distancing does need to be maintained still. True enough. Okay, cool. Oh, on that, okay. cheerful, on that cheerful note. Um, the 24th, I thought restrictions were ending. Well, maybe they're just playing their, playing their cards close to that. That's what they're saying. Yeah, yeah, still, yeah. What if you take wine and cheese? <laughs> I used, I used to work at, I used to work for GW could I claim it as a work event oh I see nice satire love it yeah. you know you, 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 you could like jump out on Tony Cottrell with a cake and go ben to Elton work event esque, it's delivering finger That's on the good. pulse there finger good on the plan. pulse good there plan. you go you know anyway Rob turd uh, the size of Disneyland Paris um Anyway, uh, Black Library Day is in two days, so several days ago by the time you're listening to this, um, 19th of Feb. And that I will. I feel like I'm going to say Back to the Future when we're doing this. It is a little bit. <laughs> it is a little bit. Yeah, I think we've we just lost, had. Lost, we we were time. meant to record last week, but we didn't get time. So. Oh, we didn't get time. So, um, so Zephon and Ran uh, will have been released then, alongside Sat Nine in paperback and the Lionsgate Siege map. And mm. the Sigismund's book is going on. Will have been on sale, so will be sold out by the time you hear this. Um, as there's only two and a half thousand of them, I'm sure Chris will be. Uh, Trying his best worried. to get hold of not that. Worried. You're not worried. Fit, yeah, not it's only Sigismund. It's, 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 it's only Sigismund. It won't. It, it'll stay in stock for a few months, at least, until so, they pulp it. Yeah, maybe. Um, tickets for the aforementioned birthday party at Warhammer World go on sale as well. There are a tenner. Um, I will be pre-ordering Ran, I believe, or will have done by the time you listen to this. Very nice. I should as well. Yeah, I'm at okay. work, so I'll be finding 20 minutes to hide from pesky customers. Do you want this me is... to? Do you want me? Do you want me to just do that and you PayPal me? Well, um, I'll see how I go. I might be able to wangle it, but mm. I can get the time to do it. So it's the map he wants. Oh it's yeah, not, it's the, it is the map I want, but I also want Fafnir. I don't I want, think I want Fafnir. Given that Fafnir Ran is pla- given Fafnir Ran is plastic, I don't believe you'll have a big issue getting him. Worst okay. case scenario, he'll go made to order and you'll get That's him within three months. Yeah. Actually, before we move on, you say made to order. I got a made to order um, Galadriel on Saturday, like when she went on order. She arrived yesterday. There's a sentence you don't want to be saying too much too often. What a made to order Galadriel? <laughs> did you see the the, the did Scary you see Galadriel? Did you see the last playing? Do you see the last playing Galadriel in the uh, in the Rings of Power stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it. yeah, that's. I, I'm not going to comment on that because, as, as as usual, fandom has been on the internet and has proved itself to be the absolute scum of the earth. Really? So, oh yeah. god! Yeah. I'm just going to go back very quickly because you saying things in plastic being readily available. Do you know what you can't buy off the Games Workshop website? Gaunt's what? Ghosts. But they are the out of stock, and they have been out of stock for a thousand years now. Oh, that's because they, they sell out quickly. But what I mean is, it's not probably gonna... along with the Adeptus Titanicus box set, and I've been waiting for since Boxing Day. Well, yeah, there's a worldwide paper shortage, so I'm not bothered about the paper. I know. Um, have, I know. You, have you not got them then, Chris? I thought you bought. Them. No, I didn't buy. No, I didn't buy them at the time. Do you want mine? I'm not worried. Like, no, I don't. I don't want them. 
probably never going to use them. I bought them just for lols. Just for they lols. will, they will, they will be available again. It's just you know, as soon as they come into yeah, stock, no, that's saying, it. Anyway. They just gone because people want them. And the same will be true of Ran. I yeah, don't think that's going to be that big an issue. Yeah, but Ferrera Porthouse in in a Porto have have got bottles of port from eighteen fifteen. The 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 water the Waterloo year, which will be going on sale eventually at some point. They just don't know when. Anyway, point taken. We never know. The One thing I was going to ask about before we move away from the new release stuff mm. is, of course, the new packaging. Mm. So Love that new logo. This is how you know how feverish people are about trying to second guess Games Workshop's intent towards heresy. But obviously, it was made a big deal of the fact that they now have the new black and silver uh, branding. Yep. Um and. I thought that was quite, you know, I think it was some other people sort of basically going through every picture of the box and trying to find some clue that will say, hey, it's definitely going to be the, heresy is going to be released in X. The thing that um that I took away when I looked at the packaging for the two boxes is that they are not identical. They're, they're not uniform in their appearance. If you look at the sides of the boxes, yeah, you they, are, that, they yeah. are different. Uh, oh. Um so yeah, whether they're, they're mo- any, those are just the mock-ups. And, yeah, they're mock-ups. You know, they're let to, let to, yet to go to print at that point. But I did wonder, you know, because yeah, they're not identical. And if I, was, if you're doing a massive packaging thing, you make sure that everything is displayed the same. I reckon they're mock-ups myself, but we'll see when they when they when they hit the things. I mean, maybe they are different. Maybe they're experimenting to see what works. And these are, only, are these going to be available in store as well? Yes, saying. in store. Well, there you go. Harris is coming, folks. Mm. Cool. Okay, sorry to uh, interject. Chris, I believe it might be you next, mate. Mm. Uh, where are we now? Oh, want some militia vehicles? <clears throat> Do you want some militia vehicles that look cool? Well, Ramshackle Games have you covered with the new Degu support car, the Reebok APC, and bikes. Yeah, that was almost worthy of Johnny from the Sons of Heresy there for a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Channeling him. They're interesting. I think these well, might be... Are they? <laughs> they look, it looks tiny. They do look tiny, don't they? It is a car. They I look mean, like they're very crotched. I mean, they're quite, quite weirdly... They, I mean, they, tell me what they'd be great for. Squats. Mm. I tell you what, they'd be great for. They'd be great for the new Necromunda expansion that was announced recently, but I'm not necessarily too sure where they would fit in the militia army. I yeah. suppose you could use them as a, just, like a rhino. I think it's too small. I think that support car is about the size of the I primary think too car. I think they look tiny. Just looking at the picture of the you could use it as a You could use it as a sentinel, maybe that Degu. You could use as a sentinel. Well, actually, I'm just looking. They've got a they've got a ruler next to it. So I think from from tip to taint, it's 110, about 110 millimetres. All right, let me go find a tank. Okay. Bigger <laughs> let me than get, man, let, me go find a, a, let me go find a Lehman Rath. I, I know where there is. I thought I thought they looked cool, but, you know. I'm going to say 165 mil for a Lehman Ross front to back. Um, I thought I thought they looked quite cool, but from 
Dozer blade to exhaust, I'm going to say maybe it's about 165 mil. Potentially 150. They're about 70-odd wide. Now wider than that. 100, 100 wide, I reckon. I know, they've got a ruler with a picture. I'm just trying to... Oh, on this thing, I was thinking the Russ. Oh, yeah. No, there might be more. 70, 80, 90. Yeah, they might be about 90, actually. Nine or so centimetres. Anyway, they well, did look I, interesting. I thought they were cool. I think you're right, Mr. V. I'm, yeah, I'm... No, but, but bear in mind, you've got things like the Cyclops. Um, mm-hmm. the, um, the Reebok, there's the, that middle one there. There's a Reebok next to um, some troops, but they're probably going to be smaller than GW troops. The Reebok might not be far off. Um, might not be far off Russ size. I'm sure I've seen pictures uh, of these on um, with, with, with Gene same. Field cults next to them. Same, yeah, but, it's the same size as a Lehman Russ from rounded end to rounded end. Oh, yeah. That is 11 centimetres. They're pretty cheap as well, aren't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 25 quid for that. They're, they're I mean, cool looking things. I've got. To bear say, in mind what was on last month, though. They're, I, I don't think yeah. they're in the similar. Oh no, 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 they're not. But it's just another alternative. They've got a sort of um, comedic, not comedic, cartoony feel to them. Yeah, they've got. A, they it's look very, very two thousand AD, early two thousand yeah. AD. Yeah, yeah, it's that alien um, kind Probably of. Probably I like them. Anyway, I think they look pretty interesting, and I think that if somebody rocked up with those using them as rhinos for a grenadier army, for example, or even an oryx, mm-hmm. I'd be okay with that. Have you, they've got, have you seen their battle cat? Uh, I don't think I have. No. It's on the. It's got some nice stuff like little bits of terrain yeah, so as well. I noticed. There's the bit where you say you, you might also like, and there's one called the battle cat, and it's basically the blockiest looking Lehman Russ thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've seen that, that before. I'm sure I've seen that. It can't be blockier than the Capybara light tank, which is like that. Looks like one of the little. Drop I'm tanks absolutely I've seen someone play play with. Uh, um, play with this one. Oh, the other graham who, who, who used to come up so every so often at the original battle bunker he had some of these i think uh yeah they do look that looks very weird with the big 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 cannon on top of it doesn't it Southern yeah. graham, i can't remember yeah, the, his name the battle cat that's basically if a lehman russ and a kv2 hugged in a very special way you that that's what you'd end up with so yeah i think we're going with they look better with the smaller turret, like APC level, not battle tank level. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's, a bit, it's a bit cutesy chibu almost, that battle cat. It's a little bit. Anyway. Cool is, if you want to run a you know, militia army with mm. some Russes that aren't, um, you know, you don't want them to look as nice as a normal Imperial Russ because it's a militia force. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Oh, I've just seen something later on that. I've seen something later on that's coming mm-hmm. that's in the news that's just made me very, very happy. Anyway, so there you go. Op- options are there. The Kabuki thing again. No, no, no. There's a company that I thought had gone bust that appeared to be back. Um, but uh, anyway, um, back to GW. And Sam Egan spoke to Warhammer Community about how he crafted the model of the car. Uh, always good for uh, some text content is Mr. Egan. He's uh, rather eloquent. At describing how he does what he does um i mean presumably it involved um you know blowing the ashes of various people to the four winds and other kinds of witchcraft to uh, be able to sculpt something of that 
beauty because uh, the official photographs of the Khan, yeah, he's um, he's a bit good, isn't he? Really, very. Yeah. And I, th- I, th- I think the paint job is the only paint job that I've seen of a Primark so far where the studio job matches what all your big names are going to do when they get hold of him. I don't, the lion was pretty good. He was, but when you Andy Wardles etc. get hold of got hold of him, they they stepped it up again, and I think I think anybody is going to struggle to sort of have more contrast and and sort of impact than what the studio have managed to do with um, with Jagatai there, considering he's he's white and red, so he's. Um, it's difficult to put a lot of contrast in when you've got white yeah. without, you know, and to make stuff bounce off it without making it too stark, but they've done such a, such a good job on him. I think he's ace. So I, I will be pouring over that article to uh, see what was going through Mr. Egan's head while he was uh, yeah. doing that. Cool. So on that kind of similar note, they um, did a sort of retrospective of all of the, 18 Primarchs and how they were created. Um, an article again on what I assume is the community site. Mm-hmm. So um, it's a nice article actually, some cool stuff in there. Um, interesting to start. I mean, it says a paragraph for each one, um, but yeah, it's it's nicely put together. It's interesting how some of the early ones are and how they compare with the latter models. I think, but yeah. Yeah. Favorite one. What's he doing in there? Oh, there we go. It's Robel Dawn. Sorry. Thought it was thought it was Baldor. <laughs> I don't think Russ is my favourite one. I I think the one that um has been converted for the uh, cult of paint fellas is my favourite Russ. The one that um Barry did. Um for, for me. It's Magnus or yeah. Alpharius. Yeah, I agree with that. Or Alpharius is really and good. The, and, and the Khan is in this. And the Lion. <laughs> but I, I, I just ain't quite cool. I just, I love all the little details in Alpharius's model. Mm. Um, I think it looks great. Magnus is just stunning. And that, that, I know the base is massive, but it looks great. Mm. On the plus side, with um, Alpharius not to worry about painting his face. There is that. <laughs> just thinking. Just ahead. sand it off. <laughs> well, it just it's just got a helmet because you never see his face, do you? So yeah, job done. Yeah, he's the only one like that as well, isn't he? Mm. No, uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, oh, the lion's got. Yeah, a he's got a helmet too. The mm. only problem with this article is, okay, mm. this is going to be Captain Controversial here. You can it highlights the similarities between Corax and Sanguinius. You look at because you, you've got them in the same article and you can see, you know, the the posing is very similar. The, you know, they don't. It's both bent. It's both bent right leg. Yeah. It's uh, down at the angle. Mm. You know. Head similar position, hair doing a. I know the hair's going to do the same thing, but to be fair, there's not that many different 
you know, poses you can use for a, I mean, I, a person I, the, striking down that's going to still look good. The, the Sanguinius, yeah, but there are, the every other, the Sanguinius every other, pose I mean, was... Yeah, but Sanguinius's pose was decided in, like, the 14th century by religious art, artists. Sanguinius has always been St. Michael. That, and, and that pose is hundreds of years old. I would say yeah, no, no, that... I, that yeah. that Corax Corax borrows from Sanguinius before Sanguinius existed, not the other just way saying. around. Just saying, I get it, Chris. I do. But yeah, it, it, it is it is very starkly noticeable in that article with them being like literally two clicks apart. You're like, oh, how how many of these have you faced in combat? Uh, who have I faced in combat? Angron more times than I would like to imagine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lorgar, uh, yeah, right. Uh, I'm pretty sure I faced Horus once. Uh, Russ, I fought Russ. Pre nerf or post nerf? Uh, I don't remember, oh. but it was Paul. Yeah, I think probably both actually. Yeah, because Paul, I fought Paul. Paul had Russ. Uh. Perturabo, obviously, I fought him. Uh, probably Alpharius at some point. Yeah, I've played Alpharius and I've played Logar. Was Logar on the table when we went for your birthday, G? He was. That was that. That was that is still the last time I played the game. Wowzers! I think I've faced all of them. There's some that I definitely haven't. Curs, I haven't. Which is I, don't, I don't think I've faced Curs, and I don't think I've Fulgrim either. Definitely never ever seen Ferris Magnus Manus on the board. It's because he's dead. I know, but I've never seen anybody use him as a Primarch. But you don't. But you don't see a lot of Iron Hands. That's no, the thing. That's true. That's true. Because uh, spent, yeah. we we basically rubbished that <laughs> legion. Yeah, and, and even if there were Iron Hands players about, they're going to refuse to play you. Yeah, yeah. He's one of those Edge of Empire fans. <laughs> we don't talk about him. I think Michael was the one that started it. To be fair, Full- he, offended, he yeah, offended all three of us. Fulgrim. Yeah. I don't think I've. You don't see many Fulgrims. You don't, you don't. I don't think I've ever seen a Fulgrim in the wild. Yeah. Lionel Johnson. I've not played against. Obviously, the Khan as well. I haven't. You come across a Fulgrim in the wild. It attacks. <laughs> oh, I've played a Magnus. North. I've, I've played a Magnus. And he did nothing. Yeah. Rogel Dawn. I don't think I've. You yeah. faced. Did you have him? Uh, oh no! I've definitely. Yeah, because I took. No, because I took him to. Um, when we oh, went you to your birthday. Yeah, 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 that's true. Dave had I faced, I faced Garros Magnus. Yeah, I faced Magnus a few times. And I killed him once with a prospect shell from a, um, well, a barrage of prospect shells. Well, there was that guy you beat him. You beat, beat the one at Blood and Glory, where you literally jumped for joy like a... Yeah, he never played Heresy after that. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're going to take Magnus, right, the best way... And this was, this was pre-nerf Magnus. Pre-nerf, yeah, yeah. This is the weapon, just looking at your Magnus... You know, you're going to take some satisfaction that you stopped the so-and-so before he came became a problem. Anyway, that's it. Next up. Next up. Okay. Uh, this literally just ended today, unfortunately, because as I said, we're, we're a bit late recording, but we had another humble bundle. Uh, this time it was uh, um, 30, 25 books for £13.26, six of which were heresy. Uh, and I think there was another heresy adjacent one, that being the uh, Belisarius core book. Which heresy adjacent? What great it's, phrase that is. A, it's a it's a it's a weird one. It's like half set just after the heresy. This is the one you were telling me about last yeah. month, wasn't it? That I and half and half set 
in modern 40k era so it's a bit of a weird one it's like it's very much a follow-up to a heresy book is a direct sequel to wolf time um gotcha. but, but it is a it's it's not heresy it's a weird one uh okay. they're very much across the streams um there was also a mix of age of sigma 40k and necromunda and the money went to the every library institute and i think uh, can i can we see see how they had raised i think quarter of a million uh oh no it's still there it's still there it's got uh 19 hours left to go never mind <laughs> it'll be gone by the time you guys see it but it's raised 17 grand for charity so far so a bit less than quarter of a million then uh i'm thinking of, I've, why did i think it was a quarter of a million it might have been the last games package that did a quarter of a million yeah, I, uh, still 17 grand is 17 grand it's not to be sniffed at it's all for a good charity all for a good cause a few books. Yeah. There's a yeah, fair few books. And exactly. I do love these bundles because they are great. They just, you know, deliver a lot of nice books for for a not a terrible price. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it is it me? Uh it is you. In fact, You're I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna post about this on the on the Facebook page in a minute, so to just to give people another chance. Alrighty-o. So um we've also had another one of these exemplary battles. Uh, fairly recently this one was end of January um, one month ago exactly actually it was the 17th of Jan it came out and it's the 16th of Feb as we're recording for another 53 minutes um, this is the Dark Angels and uh, Death Guard oh I thought we talked about this last month oh okay well they're nope. still in there we didn't We didn't do a State of the Union last month because it was a oh yeah oh no no I remember yeah, yeah I remember yeah so we, we've got a different um Chamber of Cenobium of the Broken Claws, uh, who are basically the big beastie hunters. So they get massive um, buffs for fighting big monsters. They're kind of uh, the guys who enjoyed the Rangdan Xenocide, which is a, a niche group of people, even amongst the legions. Um, it suited their their skills, shall we say. And then for the Death Guard, we've got. Oh, sorry, no, fell asleep for a moment there. Um, Mortis Poisoner squads, um, who are um, what are they a variation on the Poisoner guys? Are they? Um, it's kind of like a destroyer type thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's another destroyer squad. Yeah, it's like a Legion specific destroyer. Um, they've all got that's the one. They've all got flamers with chem munitions, haven't they? Mm-hmm. Which, um, yeah, I mean, hashtag what's not to like flamers mm-hmm. with chem munitions. Um, getting hot presumably uh, isn't to yes. like, but um, there's some nice fluff there. Um, you roll a one, even if you die, they still they they still hit. Well, yeah, that's true. It's not it's not wasted. You can still toast lots of stuff, even if you toast yourself at the same time. Mm-hmm. Do they still hit? Yes. <laughs> this is as adamant as you'll ever hear, Michael. Are you folks, sure? So you... Sure, Mister May. Absolutely sure, because you looked it up and you told me that was the case. No, I'm pretty sure I didn't. But uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that if you roll a one for it gets hot, the shot doesn't go off. So if you've got like two shots from a plasma gun. It's a template. I don't think it matters, but maybe you're right. I'll have to assume. You looked it up and you told me that was definitely Bear the case. Bear in mind, Mr. B, that sometimes you hear a interpretation of the rules that best, for whatever reason, can oh, be misinterpreted. Are you, I, 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 
are you are you uh, are you saying uh, my brain damage might have an impact here? Not not slightly, but if you want to roll a roll a dice to see which one of us is right. <laughs> Can I say I his brain damage that. is having an impact since I've got brain damage as well? Has anybody got? Yes, if anybody's got can. a book, I'm, can. I'm pretty because it's same as with plasma cannons. If you fire a plasma cannon, if you roll a one for the gets hot, the plasma cannon blast doesn't fire. I think. So what what am I looking up here? Gets hot. You're looking up the gets hot rule. Oh, interaction with templates. You you chat carry on. We'll carry on. Yeah. Yeah. No, I oh, like there. this. I like this squad, and I will be building a squad of these as soon as possible. Because okay. I think they are, I think they are ace. I like them. Yeah, very, nice. Nice. very they, nice. They, uh, and that's what I want to see. I want to see more fluffy units. But it's just, yeah. And they can take a heavy flamer as well, which is really cool. We know how much you like those. Oh yeah, big fan. Big fan. Heavy flamer. Right. So gets hot. Yes, yes, yes. Gets hot and weapons that do not roll to hit. Yes. Weapons that roll to hit, such as blast weapons, but. Roll a d6 for each shot immediately before firing. On a 2 plus, the shot is resolved as normal. For each roll of a 1, the weapon gets hot. And that shot is not fired. And oh, the firing model okay. immediately suffers a single wound. Armor saves and vulnerable saves can be taken. This wound cannot be allocated to any other model in the unit. A character cannot make a lookout attempt to avoid a wound caused by the gets a special rule. A vehicle instead suffers a glancing hit on a further roll of 1, 2, or 3. Mm. Oh, well, I've been playing it wrong for about six months. Filthy cheat. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I don't think it's come up apart from that one instance when it did. Never mind. But yes, I'm I'm pretty sure that was the case. So let's go on to the next thing, Mr. Master Chris. Uh, right, sorry, let me bring up a list again. Close the rules. Where That's are we? Now, my friend. That's all right. That's what I'm here for. Uh, Sarista Precision has a new sci-fi scenery terrain set, Zone Theta, which cool. might look good on boards based on small settlements. I should have done that in my advertising voice, shouldn't I? Mm. We do. We do like a bit of Sarissa Precision. Oh yeah, they make some nice stuff. Yeah, it's very cool looking stuff. Mm. Is this um MDF? They do a lot. Yeah, it's a, it'll be laser cut MDF. Yeah, yeah. It's cool it's that, that, that Tron paint scheme actually. It's octagonal cool. pod thing. They do a lot of um, specific for in- Infinity stuff, don't they? Oh yeah, yeah. It's definitely for Infinity, but it looks like very sci-fi esque. Quite like it. I like the uh, tracked utility general vehicle, which looks like one of those kind of snowplow things. Yeah. Yes. Like a, um, but, uh, peace bully. Yeah, twenty-eight mil as well. Yeah, but a lot of that stuff is like it. You know, there's lots of different sci-fi stuff on um, in in forty mm, k. It's also yeah, very absolutely. clean. It's also very cleanly painted. You could. It is. Um, oh, clean, definitely, it? definitely messed that up. Uh, I wonder if that's renders as opposed to actual model. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, cool. I don't. I'm not uh, sure. But no, no. You know, there is a texture on it. Yeah, I can see. I can yeah. see it better. Now. It's nice stuff, isn't it? Uh, yeah, he's yeah. he's been going a long time. Uh, they've been going a long time, sir. So they started off doing. Um, Movement trays for Warhammer Fantasy. Okay. Cool. You used to be able to buy like all your square bases, but in the movement tray for them as well, and it'd all be laser cut, and it'd all be nice and neat, and you could make it all work. So yeah, they were uh, made the name in uh, the in the old world, but uh, they've got loads oh, of lo- they've got loads of terrain have um, 
I'm just looking through all of their stuff. Like, a lot of stuff. Like the like a lot of their other stuff would work as well. They've got like um, Adobe kind of um, turn of the century Mexican type stuff as well, mm. and other things that you could get away with. Um, you know, yeah, south of the border and the, the different sci-fi stuff they do. They do ru- generally do a ruined version of most of the stuff they do, um, which is kind of cool as well. Stencils are quite cool as well. Just looking at some of those, mm. nice. Anyway, cool, good stuff. Where are the stencils? They were kind of right on number six, right over the, right over the back there. So they got some. They like the the writing one's pretty cool. That's sort of sci-fi esque writing. Anyway, uh, that was Michael. That was me, but now it's it's me. Um, New trains, another terrain. My word, we're embarrassment of terrain. This episode. Because <laughs> is that is that the new collective noun? An embarrassment of terrain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this time we're talking about Battle Zone Frontiers, which features the STC hub bunkers, a landing pad where you can put your Titan. A uh, Vox antenna and an Auspex shrine. So let's have a little look-see at this, this collection of nonsense. Now, I, I watched Starship Troopers again the other day, and this looks very much like the place they go just before Michael Ironside gets killed. Okay. Yes, it does. You're not wrong. There is a, <laughs> a, very much a similarity there. <laughs> yes. I'm not overly enamoured with that after just looking at the STC stuff sorry looking at the stuff from that other thing I mean it, it looks functional I'll give it that totally looks like what you'd expect it to look like but yeah yes. how much would this set you back it's probably expensive a lot, a lot more than the Sarissa stuff would okay. I, mean, I suppose yeah what do you guys think I don't know I, I get that when you look GW stuff's lovely but then if you look at something else that's kind of dialed down a bit and isn't like hang on there's a square millimeter of space let's put a skull on it sometimes when you go back to the gw stuff it can look a little bit um dare i say cartoony yeah i think that's fair. i mean you know they've got like a sort of comms tower thing and a, and the a comms tower cool. session but yeah, then, but then then there's something else that they've they've gone and stuck a giant bleeding skull on, and it's like, well, nobody's got a head that big, not even people who back in the day would have been called Tellyhead at school. And it's like just because you've got a flat plate, you don't have to put a giant bleeding skull on everything. Tellyhead. Did you did you did you never have did you not go to school with anybody who used to used to call Tellyhead? Back when tellies weren't flat, I mean, you know, back when they used to have a big cabinet behind them, and you'd yeah. have someone who'd have a massive CRT TV. Somebody who had a, uh, had a massive swing, and you'd, you'd call them tellyhead. Never so, in my life have I heard oh that. Right. Right. And I went to a boys' school. Never heard that. All oh, right, okay. It's, well, it must be a, a local dialect, Yorkshire. at the best times, Mr. B. Oh, he's falling asleep. He's so enthralled. Sorry, I had my thing on mute. But yeah, local dialects do throw up some interesting things. Like, for example, when I went to school, you know, skipping off for the day to to, to what, you know, what they call hooky now, uh, when I was at school, was called going dogging, which means something very different now. Well, there you go. Did you go to school with Prince Andrew? Oh, I did go to school with one of the lads, um, kids, uh, one of the kids of the lads from uh, Cradle of Filth. 
There you go. Cool. Or Danny Filth Jr. <laughs> I can't even remember his ruddy name now, but yeah, it was in it was in my it was in my school. Good to know. Colin anyway. Filth. Uh, <laughs> Wendell P. Filth. <laughs> <Wendell> P. <laughs> <Phil> III. <laughs> anyway, um, there was another article on Warhammer Community that kind of took my interest this month. Uh, and this was. Uh, was it more terrain? No, it was not. It was actually about books. Uh, Danny Ware, she's. Uh, recently, Hang on a minute. She's recently written a book, a 40K book about the Sisters of Battle, uh, specifically the Triumph of St. Catherine. And that's not matters. What matters is the actual thing she was talking about in the article. Um, she's talked very much about, you know, women's place in our hobby, which is, you know, that they're very much here. They're part of it. This isn't just for blokes and, uh, you know. Okay, yeah, no, cool. that, no, that's that's good. I mean, it's unfortunate that I misheard when you said the name, and I heard Danny Bear of of nineties FHM. Oh wow! Oh, um, I haven't thought about her in years. Yeah, yeah, and me, me now. All right, let's I'm, move on. Let's yeah. move on. Let's start. Right. A, let's start a topic about inclusivity for women in the hobby, and, and then, then go on to your clown model. Rob, you so, no, I just I just misheard him. I thought she has she moved on to writing forty k also there was a particularly unpleasant sound effect going on in the background there that i don't want to draw anyone's attention to too yeah, that, 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 that was cleaning a paintbrush i'm assuming uh, either that or storm dudley it's ma- is making its presence felt through my um spare bedroom window um i was no, just thinking, actually, I was it's, thinking it, it, it's my um it's my um um the, the rain going up against my um what you call it patio window? door all oh, right yeah, and, and in other news, Gail Porter's just won an, just won Golden Demon. Um, but um, <laughs> oh, God. Ga- Gamergrass has some laser cut plants. I spotted these. Yeah, uh, out in the not in the wild, but I think um, one of the few adverts that I don't immediately ignore when I see them on um, social media. Um, these look really, really cool. Oh, they do. I really like these. There's um, there's another company that I follow as well, similar to this, that are called Make It Epic, but they're a 3D printed version. Ah. Um. So you you buy an STL and obviously you have to paint those. These look, these are these are pre-coloured. Um. But there's a good range of different species there. I like these. I might pick some of these up to go back and add more, uh, more foliage to the Mechanicum. I like yeah. these. These I are like really these. nice. I like these have got like like little mini agaves, so you know you could have you could have that and a little teeny tiled tiny twenty eight mil bottle of tequila and some kind of drunken squat in a corner. <laughs> when you say you gotta assemble these things, haven't you? Yeah. That's what tweezers are for. Look so, at the let me get the <laughs> You just you've just uttered the <laughs> sentence, the death knell in Graham's mind. <laughs> That's what See. tweezers are for. Nope. Shut down. Shut it down. Um, Burn it all down. If I have to use tweezers to do this finicky level of work, you can... Yeah, I'll, you're t- not, I'll, um, I'll tell you what then, Graham. Don't buy any historical model kits. Uh, I don't intend to. Right. I'm completely truthful with you. I have right. no... Not on my radar right now Cause, for cause, this cause very that, reason. Because that, tested even short, my, frankly, that tested even my like spectrum levels of patience. Yeah, I'm just seeing how they're assembling this plant which is a plant, bear in mind. And you're right, they are pre-painted, so there is that. That's where I was excited, right? There you go, so you've got time to pick the tweezers up because you're not having to paint them. I was thinking, oh, pre-painted, nice one. Don't have to worry, just plonk them on the base and you know, glue them in, job done. No, that's not true at all, is it, Rob? What we're talking about here is a is a piece of it's almost 
advanced origami to get some purple plant looking vaguely like it. What will happen when I do is like it's something that's basically been eaten by an elephant and thrown back up again. So, no. <laughs> I love that's them. No I'm way gonna... to talk about your cooking, Graham. Uh, I, yeah. I love them. I'm going to get some. I'm going to get some to try. I'm going to get some of the Make It Epic um, STLs and print some off when it gets warm as well and compare the two because um, yeah i i like basing and um i cannot lie and uh, yes exactly i like big bass and i cannot lie yeah um so. Actually, it's not entirely true i've just noticed that on one of them there's they kind of like it's like the whole stencil bit comes out so don't have to faff too much but there is some faffage anyway very interesting thanks Rob. Uh, i like them I like them. That, that, that's that's the sort of thing that gets me. I can tell. Gets me going. That that's yeah, yeah. morning. It's that kind of thing. That, okay. That's me dripping. Oh, even like better. If you, go, if you go to the bottom of the page, they have wallpaper, uh, desktop <sighs> wallpapers for your computer with the plants on it, and it's like, yeah, that looks. Yeah, cool. but I've, I've got a really nice picture of a lionfish <laughs> at the moment. So no. Uh, what have I got? Oh, I've got a wintry forest. That's weird. Siege of Terror map pass. I've not. Wintry Forest, know. does it have Charlize Theron in it? No. It's just a random thing. That's what I've got as well, Mr. Big. Come it's on. a random Bing one, isn't it? Yes. Quality. Not yes, the Bing one. Oh, okay. I was gonna say I was gonna say the costumes in the um uh, the costumes in the Snow White and the Huntsman films are amazing. Oh they are. And Charlize yeah. Theron gets to wear the best ones. The films are terrible, but yeah, the costume's good. Okay. Alright, go on, Chris then. Woo! Uh big massive bloodthirster. We got the preview for Cabanda, the Greater Demon. Copacabanda. He was a demon. Just you wait till he stomps your face. With axes in his hand and bloodstains in his hair. He's got one axe and he's got the whip. Oh, yeah. That's bloodthirster combo. I think it's great. What happens when Hero Quest characters get delusions of grandeur? This is what you end up with. This is what you end up with. The wings look kind of... I, I want to see a 360, because the wings look in like a really odd position. They do, don't mm. they? I, yeah, it looks I like one of them's been snapped. Yeah, and it's sort of just, someone's just kids just come along, go not shove it there and take a photo. Yeah, my, my, um, my, only, my only criticism with this is I don't like that the base has a marine on it. And the reason for that is I would love to be able to use this in Age of Sigma. And I know, I know, I know... Cover but, it up with sand. Yeah. Oh yeah, I could do that, yeah. Just, I don't think green stuff over the top of it. It's also got a Leviathan on the back of it. You put, put some laser so, I mean, cut gamers grass plants over the top the, of it, Michael. The Space Marine is the least of your concerns because at the back of it is a Leviathan. <laughs> you could just paint him silver, yes. couldn't you, and just call him a knight? But um yeah, I don't think it's as good as the the one the that Leviathan Dread would cause more problems in a fantasy. I, I mean it's a very similar model. I think he's a bit cooler, if I'm honest. Really? I think the one you've got, the big Forge World one, I think he's flipping. He's probably about as big, though. He's probably the same size. Epically cool. And okay. But he's he's upright, and the problem with the Forge World one is he's sort of uh, on a downward angle. He is, yeah. So you don't get the best view of him. Right. Whereas here, you've got all the front plateage of, of his armour exposed for people to see easily. See the, you mean. the big Forge World one was designed in a way that you could theoretically fit him on a 50 mil base, which at the time was the biggest Warhammer fantasy yeah. base. So you could just about get one foot 
to like across the diagonal to get him on and they had to then get him in a pose where he would balance on that base Mm. okay very good um Uh, i think it's great i think this model looks beautiful i'm scared about how much it'll cost because he ain't going to be cheap i suspect many many a dollar is he plastic no, no he's resin. Resin, be resin. Yeah, it's going to be more expensive. Yeah, yeah it's going to be a 150 quid probably. It's going to yeah, be up there with the, up there with the, um, I, don't, I don't know how much the four job bloodthirster is now actually. 164. Is it? You'd think he would be. Yeah. Sell Big Bird and buy one of these because this will actually get used. I could sell Big Bird. I mean, Big Bird is just sitting in the loft, but I do quite like the fact I've got it. Just okay. One well, of that's that's always my problem. That is that's, that is a problem. Just yeah, the blood thirst is 168 pounds. He's right there. You could probably flog the big bird. And... Anyway, but I know what you mean. You never know when you might want to make a big old <laughs> well, for custodies and they'll it'll, fill in a nice load of points. Five Terminators in it that you can fit in it. Oh, such a ridiculous thing. Such a absolute nonsense hat flyer, but yeah. no sexy ass. Yeah, very true. Um, deep cut slash no cut studios uh, are back <laughs> with a new map. And, and there goes deep, there goes there deep, goes that sponsorship deal. Deep, deep cut slash not going to give you a cut. Should have been. Yeah, that's basically never going to give you a cut. Studios uh, once again have have released it, and again, you know what? Fantastic looking product. I don't think we're going to win their spokesman of the year award, but I've got to say that I like that a lot. Stalingrad. This one's called Game Mat. Uh, it comes in all the normal sizes and all the normal things, the cloth or the sort of yeah, mouse mat. That's really uh, good. I think it looks excellent, like really, really good. That's it's really sort of it's a, good for those of you watching in black and white. It's kind of like a sort of muddy snow kind of effect, but it looks really convincing. That's I think. insanely good. Like you just can't tell. Mm. So you yeah, can't I, tell that's two D. That's brilliant. But it'll be great for any kind of sort of battle in. Sort of snowy wastes, I guess, or urban snowy wastes. Te- Siege of Terror. Siege of Himal- Terror. Yep. Himalayas, Himalayas, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, totally. Really, really cool. So once again... I'm pretty sure there's not that much snow left on them in the Siege of Terror. <laughs> I think it's no, they, they probably talk, all been melted by No, they point. talk about it in... Uh, what's the second one? Slaves to Darkness or Lost in the Damned? Yeah. Lost in the Damned. When, they're, when they're still on the still in the trenches in front of the walls, they're there in the snow and everything's covered in frost and it basically yeah, is nice. Stalingrad. Mm. so anyway really lovely stuff from deep cut studios Def- definitely we need to get some of their mats for a couple we of we, we, we need to get them on side we really yeah, do not, not maybe no. not <laughs> let's grab the no cut studios <laughs> a six by four of that in mouse pad is 70 euros bargain can't argue with that nope um, what is printo mat what does that do? I've never gone to that one. Yeah, I must admit, I was curious about what, what Oh, you can get your own mats printed. PVC as well, isn't there? I wasn't quite sure what that would be. Play- that would be a bit weird playing on PVC, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, well, yeah, there's a whole there's yeah, chapter right there about thing, somebody's they? autobiography. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's it got? So, yeah, you've got cloth, which makes sense, mouse pad, which is what we normally use, and then PVC. Very peculiar. Uh, anyway, so Titanicus bit uh, the well, getting a new little Titan, a new Scout Titan, the Direwolf, which is mm. basically a Nemesis Warhound. Yes, it's a Warhound with a carapace mounted 
Um, Big f- gun. Good funky quite, chicken. Yeah, it, I'm not a fan. Me neither. Yeah, I like I'm, it. I'm going to be converting my own. The the legs just scream. You have 20 seconds to comply. That's why I like it. Yeah, but it's too static. It, like, it's a warhound. It's supposed to be mobile, and that thing <laughs> looks constipated. Think, it looks I like it's don't a, think it's, this is meant to be mobile. The thing is, Rob, it's not a warhound. It's a die wolf. Yeah, but it looks like it's about to lay an egg. No, oh, yeah, you know. <laughs> That's true. It is. On your face. When it kills you. Yeah. No, it really does look like look like, like seriously, when I when I catch the duck on a morning just about to lay an egg, she is in that exact same pose, stood there as if to say, for God's sake, give me an epidural and then we get an egg. It might look better in person. Yeah. I I I, I think I'd have to get one or two. I'm gonna convert two of my own if I ever get my um, box sets. Okay. Yeah. Uh so yeah, Direwolf, awesome. What's it got on the top? It's like a volcano cannon or something. It's, it's like it a neutron laser. Neutron laser, and it can have a volcano cannon, I think. Mm-hmm. It has okay. the um, the Reaver version of the volcano cannon. Right. Okay. And then... But well, consider, considering I was going to say heavy bolts on the side, but clearly it's not heavy bolts, is it? No, it's got... It's um, Ardex defense... Um, Mega bolters. Mega bolters. So they're, they're not quite Vulcans, but they do something slightly different to Vulcans. Six Six dice. Strength four. Okay. And that's two of them, so okay, it's not shabby. Sorry, no, it's not it's just one it's, yeah, so yeah. Yeah, it's it's, it's it's like kind of twin linked kind of version, isn't it? It's like yeah, yeah. It's not shabby. It, and bear but bear in mind it's there's no indication that it's any slower than a warhound. Mm. So that thing can be sticking that mini volcano yeah, cannon based on those uh based on the range at least of the neutron laser you don't want to get it is that out. is that like cannon i've never seen that time before in my life in any other picture yeah they were kicking right they in old um titanicus back in the day i believe there were some okay yeah there was some really bonkers stuff then very good and this and um, yeah this is the bit that excites me what chris is talking about really uh, yeah. what was it about? Not, not, not the thing itself, but where it's from. Oh okay. my god! Uh, Graham likes a nice tank, and 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 oh god, Antinosity. Antinosity <laughs> Workshop have unveiled the Excelsior Super Heavy Tank. Uh, so let's have a look. I'm not a big fan. You, you miss. Oh, is it a double I've track got, one? It's a double track it business. I don't like double tracks. It's not quite a StarCraft II tank, probably for copyright reasons. I think that's you know what it is? Big. It's Command & Conquer. It's Command & Conquer tank. Oh, yeah. That was, that was a single tracky thing. Another one you mean with the double barrels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a cool-looking tank. I mean, it's just, this is a cool-looking sci-fi tank, for sure. Just not my cup of char. Um, but the about, I think, work, I think the but tar- it's got a lot of little detail like that. It's quite a cool little. Oh yeah, you know, there's a lot wrong. going it's, on. There. It's it's totally awesome in that regard. Probably not what I would replace a. In comparison to say um, one of the Mortian tanks. I think I'll tell you what, my the, the aesthetic is is very different. Yeah, this is totally this is high sci-fi. Yeah, agreed. You know, that's yeah. It. It's it's not. Um, yeah. I'll not tell you goth- what. Not the gothic sci-fi, is it? Yeah. I'll tell you what, Graham. Let me just post something in the WhatsApp. Same website. <coughs> 3D printable. Thinking militia. Click that because that is gorgeous. 
Click this. Uh, I don't know, I have to get my phone symbol. Click this, it's gorgeous. That's usually uh, the, the, the first, the, the, how, how I get my... I get emails like that all the time. Oh, that is quite nice. Mm. Are those Come real? <laughs> I didn't know that you, people could bend that way. Oh, yes, yeah, um, different link you sent me, Rob. No, sorry. I it's all right. Okay, so just so people who want to think we are actually looking at pastry models, um, it's a wheeled transport with a. It's basically a you know your, your average it's, American hick truck. With a gun on the back. It looks like a yeah. Kubelwagen from about yeah, 1941. Yeah. yeah, crossed with a Humvee, crossed with a Taliban tank. Crossed it's, with the Batmobile from... Not my cup of tea uh, again. No traps. No traps. Yeah, you see, I've been, I've, I've, I've been spending a lot of time looking for a replacement for the old Elysian. Um, oh, Tauros. yeah. Because the little Elysian Tauros thing was awesome. Mm-hmm. And this is the closest thing I've seen to it yet. Um, there's there's quite a, there's a few funky little things there, but I thought Antonosities had gone bust. Like I'd heard they'd they'd gone out of business years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, it would appear that the uh, rumours of their demise were somewhat unfounded. And they do a lot of MDF. Um train as well like mm, it's where you know where i got the um the little um, birch seed leaves that i put on things i bought two bags of them from antonosity's workshop in 2007 i'm still using mm. them shops so for other games or things like that yeah they've got all sorts of stuff well so, there you go oh it's Medmark. they do other big tanks too yeah i was looking at some of them actually some of them are quite cool I'm super chuffed. They're, they're, they're a thing again. If you um, look on the... There's a one for... This is an STL files for the Yellow Jacket Scorpion and Gopher. And one of those would, could be a whirlwind replacement or even a Scorpius replacement. Mm. Mm, they do look cool, don't they? But they are high-tech sci-fi. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. not um, grimdark. Not grimdark. No. Not at all, but still cool. Cool alternatives. Okay, cool. Thank you. Uh, Golden Demon is coming to Adepticon. And wasn't it... Maybe I missed this. Wasn't it always Adepticon since last year? Uh, no, because Adepticon didn't happen last year. Yeah, it got cancelled. Okay. Details there's, this thing, there's this thing that happened. I don't know if you're aware of it. But some people got sick around the world, so they tend to they shut a load of stuff down. In my fortress of solitude. Yeah, we I'm went out for your we went out for your birthday, and then the world stopped for two years. Well, of course it would, because the two things may be related. Things could not, not sure get yet. better, you know. Exactly, they need two years to recover. Um, I thought the painting competition they did last year, maybe it was yeah. Anyway, Golden Demon, you know what that's all about. You basically look at what everybody's done, thinking, God, I'd never be able to do that in a billion years, and then go back and look at your fingers and put them in a cupboard for three or four days while you see, you know, weep quietly, and eventually realise you've got to paint them because you've got to play them. Basically, the world of the Golden Demon Awards. <laughs> Very nice. So why why the big deal? This to be Adepticon. Is it the first time it's been outside of? Uh, it's oh. the first time it's been outside of uh, Games Workshop for quite a number of years now. Okay, 
Um, sorry, outside of England, that is, I should say. Um, the last time they did it when they did that mini Warhammer Fest uh, in Germany, uh, and that was a fair few years back. Okay. That just, was I'm going think- to plug somebody else also at Adepticon, just because you know it doesn't he doesn't need the hours, but I know that um, Little Legend of are running some paint uh classes and things i believe and they oh, have nice. got spaces available at adepticon for those that might be the case at the time still when this goes out so you know if you're going and you want to get some handy tips i think that's what they're doing i haven't got the information in front of me because i saw it earlier and i now can't find it adepticon next year gents or lvo what would you choose mm. lvo uh, sounds good but adepticon no. is Adepticon has all the has pretty much everything there. I'm not allowed but, in to step into the state of Nevada for another five six years. I don't think not you since the card carry incident. It's not yeah. not, not advisable. Uh, and to be no, fair, not, not for me. Vegas would give me a migraine and would trigger me in more ways than one. Um, I think Vegas sounds cool, but I get very fat. Don't say it. Say what? Say what? That so, I'm already very Mr. <laughs> Mr. Mr. B, you're not exactly talking to Blooming. I was going to say, the, 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 the Olympic gymnastic team. They have, they, they have unlimited breakfast are, buffets. Uh, throwing stones around isn't really <laughs> a good idea. They have unlimited breakfast buffets. It would be very bad for me. I, I think would, wherever, I we, would, wherever we go, that, if we went to the States, that would be the case. Yeah, I, th- I would go to LBO for the same reason that I wouldn't go to Warhammer World unless they're throwing dice because I could play some games. You could do that at Zepticon. Do they have events at Zepticon? Like yeah, that? of course they do. Yeah. I don't know, do I? Adepticon you know, has every event you can imagine under the sun. Adepticon was where Greg Dell oh, yes, took that, yes, of that, picture, that picture of uh, John from... <laughs> no, uh, that was the LVO. Was that LVO? That was, was that? LVO, the one where... John's Chat- in short shorts short. showing his aubergine off. Yes. Oh my word, that was that was that was an unfortunate angle. Well, that's what she said. Um, oh, I, I think I still can't believe Greg had that picture. Yeah. Anyway, it's got a very peculiar turn today's thing. Um, <laughs> that's what so I said about the photo. Hey, yeah. we, we should that's record more often, and then we'd get all this out of our system, and we wouldn't have yeah. to see. It's, it's like this sort of cathartic, sort of bloodletting, you know, almost like leeches back in the Middle Ages. Um, Did you call me. Jesus, you call me blooming vapid at the start, and now you call me a leech. You're a piece of work, you are. Absolute piece of work. Anyway, tank back. Adepticon is there. If you want to go back, if you want to go to Adepticon rather than LVO, who knows? Maybe one day we'll get there. It's always difficult, right? I'd love to go. Could take some persuading. Um, I think it's a hard, it's a hard sell. It's a, to the, it's a very hard sell. I think there's a there's a big difference between Adepticon and the LVO, as in Adepticon. Basically, from what I understand, the venue is miles from anywhere. I mean, they say it's Chicago, but apparently it, it, it's like oh, yeah. the, the equivalent of here to York in difference. I think someone told me it was trying trying to convince Annie that me going to Nottingham to see you guys or the, to, to go to Durham to run Country of Legends is an acceptable use of holiday is bad enough trying to so convince her that I need to spend a week in Chicago playing games I, I think we'll either take some sort of m- yeah. medical miracle or an absolute metric 
S ton of money. What I will say is that I understand the hotel complex has a rather excellent spa facility. Not but, saying that she's going to be interested in remotely. The classic okay. send them to the spa. That's yeah. attractive. For like a week. Well, not, yeah, any, not, not anything practically even remotely. I think you'd be better going to Vegas because at least yeah, Vegas look. has you know they have the shows the 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 the, the, the you oh, know yeah, yeah. The, the, I think there's more. For that's, the what, that's what you're going for, isn't it? To see Barry Manilow perform <laughs> Copacabana. Copacabana. Right. <laughs> I'm not going for that, but oh, actually, yeah, I don't think yeah. she would. She her, her, she's more Daniel O'Donnell. Well, you need or to you go know. to Scarborough then, which is decided. Britney, which is, yeah. Britney Spears. You know, why do you want to go to Vegas? <laughs> no, because Daniel O'Donnell used to always do Scarborough. Possibly want. I, I, I'll, I'll tell you now, I couldn't cope with Vegas. I could not. I, like, I seriously would not cope with Vegas. It, there's, there's too much. There's too much going on. It's too loud. It's too bright. There's too many lights. And I've seen quite a lot of the historical mon- monuments that they've recreated in plastic, and it would just annoy me. Yeah. But you'd be with your chums. We'd be there to support you. We wouldn't do hang a hangout what we, with you. What we would do, way. Rob, what we would do is we'd get some blinkers from like a stables, mm-hmm. like a horse. I am not dressing like a And then we just put those on you. And no, 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 don't, but then that would cut out a lot of the distractions, a lot of the headaches for you. Yeah, and but it might, just, also, we'll, might, might also attract other things that could cause aches in other, part, other parts of me that I, want, that I would, wouldn't well, mind. I wouldn't leave you unattended. Yeah, Indeed, yeah, we don't want to leave him because there's, I mean, hell, we have uh, somebody within our local community, Graham, who's very much into that stuff. I, I have no idea who you're talking about. I will me, tell because, you after that. I will tell you after you the show. You have an, an inside track on this I will kind tell of you thing. After, that I hey, really... they're, quite op- they're quite open with it, but I'm not going to name them on the show, but they're, they're quite open about I it. D- and I'm like, yeah, OK, fair, fair enough. Why it, do we have these conversations? No, I, I, I don't <laughs> think I could. This, call, this, is why I, this is why I would never, every time Graham says, you should move to the north I, no and this is just one more reason why i don't think well, I i'm sure they have oh, I'm, 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 I'm pretty sure they have more of those in brighton Point, exactly i was going to say point of, order, point of order you, know, you get my lud um, <laughs> you know we are talking about you know brighton all sorts yeah. of craziness going on no matter how weird you think you are you're never gonna be as weird as if you walk in somebody else in brighton that's why it's such a great place to live frankly slanderous <laughs> it's so true though Okay, Michael. Yep, it's me. Oh my god, we still the union. Time I'm getting excited about Ultrines get their exemplary to... battle at last. Uh, battle of Calf, the Underhive War, and they get their own specialized destroyer squad, which is pretty handy actually. They got better. They are uh, actually. So, yeah. Somebody was moaning on not moaning us, James. Very harsh, James, who actually came up with a really good question about rules, which we'll go on, which we'll do in the next episode. Um. That the these new destroyers are better than headhunters for Alpha Legion, and I was like, yeah, but you know, Alpha Legion get everything. Ultramarines, yeah, uh, being an Ultramarines player, get zippy doodah. In theory, can't Alpha Legion have these? Yeah. Yes, they can, because they're yeah, they're, they're, they're a specialised elite unit. Yeah, so, I mean, you probably wouldn't if you just take Seekers because they're just as good. I think I, I'm going to build. Um, I'm going to build uh, one of the um, one of these squads. I'm just not sure what to go for for the extra, with the extra weapon. You know, the heavy weapon. That's what's bothering us. What What can you take for the heavy weapon? I haven't looked at it. For a uh, missile launcher with the rad grenades and suspensor web, which oh, yeah. probably seems the way I'm going to go. Classic heavy bolter, volkite charger, flamer, melt gun, plasma gun, graviton gun, or las cutter. I could probably make one of these. But yeah, you say painting them black, so I might have to get some Mark III and make some more. 
I, I just want to. Well, you don't have to paint them black. I just want to paint them black. I want to. I want to do some. Marble. No, I think I would want to do them. I mean, I, I, they I, look like they're very, very dark blue, don't they? In yeah. the picture, which is really cool, actually. I'm just going to so, do them in in Mark Three. I think I'm going to have to get another pack of trans. Absolutely awful, Bandrop. Absolutely awful. What are you singing, Mister? Is he in Painted Black? Oh yes, yeah. the most overrated good. band in the history of bands. Oh, flipping heck! What? 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 He's, yeah, David get Bowie. out! Get ah. out! No, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm gonna. Are you saying the Stones corner. are overrated? I am. I think yeah. he is. I think he is. Absolute. Really? Absolute. Exile on Main Street, Beggars Banquet, Sticky Fingers. I mean, these are great wank. albums. Like, really great albums. You think Absolute you know somebody? Wank. I know, yeah. right? I know. I was shocked can't, as well. I was shocked as well. And I'm his, cannot stand them. And I'm his brother. Sympathy yeah. for the devil. Yeah. Well, yeah. One good song doesn't make a good band, does it? You know. Oh, one, I don't know. Anyway, uh, on the musical does, version, I saw something of the other day where somebody was calling Outcast a one-hit wonder. What? Well, that's not right. Yeah, I know. It was. Um, yeah. Anyway, anyway, before we get onto our sister show, the music, the music <laughs> show, where we slag each other's musical tastes off, uh, because there's plenty of room there. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's get back to the heresy. So, Ultramarines get a cool unit, pretty good. The guns are good. They can basically get this kind of um, Kraken Tempest slash what the other one is, um, oh, weaponry for their bolters. So they come pretty handy. So yeah, I, I think it's great. Good. I'm glad the Ultramarines get something decent. Yep. Yeah. It's true. And again, another one is exemplar missions. Um, a bit of background, a bit of cool fluff, and uh, a good mission and a good thing. So it's all very cool. It's all good. Yeah. And dep- depending on how fast Michael gets the uh, the editing done, it's Black Library celebration this weekend coming. So that. Is, I uh, think we might have mentioned that a couple of times. We have about uh, 5,000 times. Yeah, about 5,000 yeah. times. But, um, Warhammer TV had uh, Wade uh, with beard. I think he's trying to turn into Fafnir Ram. Um, attempt it, to it, he looks much better with a beard, doesn't he? I, I don't know. I didn't realise who it was until I read the show notes saying it was Wade. <laughs> um, attempted to recap the, sea, the siege in 60 seconds. And yeah, spoiler alert. Guess what? Didn't manage it. Horus dies. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. There you go. So does so Sanguinius. Oh, but it revealed the it revealed the, the name of the book at the end of that video. So what the Gladiator book? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what we're calling it now. Yeah. No, because we would call it Acosta uh, Interni at the beginning of the this piece of the show. Yeah. So you know, next, next. Yes. Okay. Uh, speaking of. The new models. Uh, I must have had a bit with the new models in there that, that Graham re-edited. Uh, yes. That's fine because it was a really badly edited show notes, so that, that's all right. Okay, um, you can put it there as that came to you. That was okay. Just need a little bit of a yeah, yeah, move yeah. out. I know. Uh, GW let some of the uh, pro painters have a go at them. Uh, they look amazing. Uh, shout out to my friend Jessica Smart who painted uh, one of the nicer Fafnir rands. Um, some of these are quite good. Some of these I'm a bit meh at, to be honest. Some of them are, I'm just not that taken with. I think maybe it's just the style. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Um, now, I'm not a Imperial Fists boffin. However, it's almost like we've got one on hand. Mm. 
the black paint job. Yes, yeah. I was wondering about that. Is that specific to the Templars or a specific group within <laughs> the Legion? Yeah, it's not something he ever uses. Because um, right. my initial thing was, because, you know, that I, I have kept the occasional gate. You know, I, I don't have all the keys. Uh, I don't, okay. don't get me wrong. I don't have a problem with it. It's it's a really think, it's a really good rendition, and it suit the model suits it. Is the I black? Would, yeah, yeah. Does do they go black? Does he go black for the um when he become when he founds the executioners? No, because the executioners aren't black; they're silver. Oh, right. Okay, fair enough. Um, because there's what there's another one who's in that's that's been done in executioners paint jobs. I thought the black was the Templars, but that uh, might well, yeah, Templar brethren, Templar brethren sounds nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, I, and he's not Templar Brethren, is he? No, I did like... No, em, it's em, only Sigismund I, that is. Yeah, I did, like, HQs. I did like Emma Durant's um, Bringer of Sorrows. Uh, um, oh. Yeah, I really love the power sword on that. Yeah, that is quite nifty. I quite like that. Yeah, it's really nice work. And then... Oh, I like uh, the conversion to the Ultramarines. Eh, I'm... The blue's a bit, uh, bit too blue for my liking. But. It's not my cup of tea simply because it doesn't. It's it 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 doesn't look as good as actual Fafnir Ran. I don't think. Gotcha. No, but it, it it proves that people you don't have to collect the. True. No. 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 I get. I get that. I get that. Use of the model. Just... You know, like I'm tempt, I'm half tempted to do two, to get two and go. Well, I could do another Wolves Praetor because um. He's got a beard. I can green stuff him some 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 longer scruffier hair, and he's got an axe. So you know, I'd be interested to know how big he is because he looks like he's a proper chunky unit. Like he's yeah. not little. He looks um sort of new Chaos Marine size. <laughs> Sorry, I was just looking. look. Nobody has gone for the unhelmed version. The vampire of- one. The vampire one looks a little bit like he's going to ask you to start counting things. He's, he's, uh, he, he looks like he's either going to ask you to start okay. counting things. Can you tell me? Or is he just is he just lifting his foot to get it through the door and go, can I give you these pamphlets on our Lord Sanguinius? Yes. I, yeah. I mean, fair enough. Obviously, I'm being somewhat... It's the model, not the painter. I mean, it's a fantastic paint job. I mean, all of these are really nice. I quite like the crazy corn conversion as well. I think that's quite cool. But it's nice to see how people sort of took this out. Actually, there is a silver one, isn't there? Somebody's done a silver version. Yeah, that's the executioner's one. Mm. But yeah, Jessica's one's really nice. Really nice. But yeah, interesting to see what people do with these things. Mm. Yeah, as I said, it's when you, when these things get into the hands of the community, all sorts of interesting stuff happens. I can it's see. Awesome. I can. I can see those are the arms of Fafnir with the axes turning up on twenty-five different models. <laughs> You know, with those dual wielding axes, there's a load of corn players that are going to want those. Yeah. Image Durant's Blood Angels colours are lovely, I think. Oh, yeah. But anyway, really great. Even a billion, million times better than I could do. Uh, yeah, I've just I've just really gone off the Ultramarine, but um, we'll, we'll keep that. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so... Next up, over to Rob for the final piece. Yeah, thanks for giving me all of seven minutes to cover this. 
<laughs> you, you give me seven minutes and you give me a PG-13 rating to cover this. <laughs> I can't help but feel this was that a bad was idea. not planned. Yeah, this, really? has got, this has got rant written all over it. This is, oh, you know, oh I, I could go for hours on this. Okay. Go on then. Go on then, because I'm probably going to take the same with Chris, but go on. So, price, GW prices are going up. Mm-hmm. Some, of, some of them, incredibly cheekily and for no seemingly real reason. Other ones, perfectly in line with inflation, so shut up moaning. 5% on most kits. Some stuff going up 10%. Mm. Blood Bowl team's going up 20. was a bit cheeky. Codex is going up 20. Very cheeky. Um, but 5% when inflation has <laughs> gone up. Inflation is over 7. So they're actually putting their prices up less than the economy on the whole and by about 95% less than your energy company, which aren't going to warn you until you realise that your meter has spun round and taken off like a Goram helicopter. So, again, it's just the the some of the community reaction has just really um, disappointed me on this. Books are going up only 10%, not 20%. Right, I thought codexes were, were on a, in a different band. Some no, of them have gone to like 35 quid, haven't they, for the codexes? Uh, I don't think there's any codexes at 35. I think there's one. I think Space Marines is 30. No, but it might be um, army books as well, battle tomes, whatever you call them, the Sigma ones. Some of them, I think, have gone expensive. But anyway, like oil prices are going up. Um, in the UK alone, inflation is over 7%, and it was over 7% last year. These have gone up 5%, so they're slower than the rate of inflation. It's a luxury hobby at the best of times. You don't have to be super rich. If you can afford two boxes a year, you've got just as right, just as much right to enjoy the hobby as someone who can buy two boxes a week. But nothing ever goes down in price. You can't, right. comp, you know... It, it just It's just the, the, the reaction from the armchair economists... I saw someone on Twitter had put, um, oh, if these kits were, you know, X amount of money, you'd buy a lot more. I was like, yeah, of course you would. Why wouldn't you? What a stupid point to make. It's like, yeah, the problem is, oh, and they're passing, they're passing on the things to the customers. Like, the other thing is, they're not your mates. They're a publicly (laughs) traded company. They have shareholders to report to. They have the stock exchange to report to. You know, they're not here to do us favors. No, and, and, and I think also a lot of, the, a lot of those comments come are. from the people who whose idea of political spectrum, as soon as you go past this, as soon as you come back towards the left from centre, you immediately jump to communism. And it's like, well, well why are you complaining about capitalism then? I mean, for me, I, I, I think, you know, you guys know I do a little work in the board gaming industry, that they have kept most of the price rate rises to 5% astounds me. Because no one is get is able to keep their most companies out there, uh, including the big one I do a lot of work for, can get anywhere near five percent, because it's just they're just losing money. I know of now five games over the past year that have been manufactured in China, and the way that the logistic prices, because that's what's killing everything. It's not necessarily the materials, it's the logistics, although paper is a big issue right now. I mean, literally, there is an RPG that's being made for Avatar, 
and when they were like working out uh, that's the last airbender not the um james cameron yeah, yeah. but when they were working out when they were putting the order through they were literally told there is not enough paper in the entire united states to print these books in one go i don't know how there is a worldwide shortage of paper but there is anyway um yeah five percent i know i know games that have been manufactured and the way the prices have risen it's been cheaper to pulp them in china rather than put them on a boat and even attempt to sell them at the price that they would have to be sold for another thing is also yeah shipping costs have gone up a lot yeah. over the last two years yeah um, it's, 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 yeah and i don't want anybody to think that i'm being an apologist here because I know there will be some people out there going, me, a bootlicker. Bear in mind, I've stood in a courtroom against Games Workshop and said, oh, you've got questions to answer. So I will, I refuse point blank for anybody to call me a corporate bootlicker. The 20% I, will, I, I, will, I will have strong words with anybody who does. The, the 20% on Blood Bowl teams um, doesn't it's make... Cheeky. It doesn't make that much sense to me. But then it's Blood Bowl. It's like, okay, we'll get what we can it's, while we can, because you're not... You don't have 3,000 points of Blood Bowl. You buy... Yeah one box the, the the line has to have that extra bit of money attached to it because otherwise it's not viable to run as a product line i mean exactly. uh, uh, they're 26 pounds right now so what's that they're going up to what and that's 30, what, that, 31 that's, so that's like 31 pounds what's that 13 models yeah uh, well i'm painting i'm right now in front of my desk i've got a snotlings team on here and i've got like i think it must be like 16 models but they're snotlings and they're tiny but yeah, no, there are. It's it's not like it's a five man box set that's that's like thirty five quid. It's not Empire Gold Swords. Twenty twenty models as they used to be, as they used to be known as. <laughs> yeah, no. To be fair, Blood Bowl, you're gonna buy the team once. It's not gonna. It's gonna need more to make its money back. Not that it makes it any good, mind. I don't, I'm not gonna. You know, it's still gonna be a bit of a harsh. It's still gonna be quite yeah. harsh to have to deal with that. But then, if Blood Bowl is your primary game. Congratulations! You can have every team and every Forge World character for less than some of us can pay on pay for one model. Mm. How many Blood Bowl yes. teams and special characters can you buy for the price of a Porphyrian? Well, yeah, quite a few, quite a few. But or it's, a it's Warhound. Yeah, but I think in general the price rises are inevitable. That's, they they're going to happen. They are. They are inevitable, and people take it. I get that it's in. It's. It's a direct correlation to how passionate people are about the hobby. But if, if you take another example, another connotation of the word passionate, it's. It's. It's also an example of the abusive relationship that people feel they're entitled to have with the hobby. Like GW nowadays, they look after their staff. They really look after their staff. The pay, the wages aren't spectacular on baseline, but look at the bonuses they've had in the last couple of years. Look at the stuff that they're putting out, the investment they've made in their own um, sort of future proof, future proofing their own business model and own own production. These things cost money, and they don't owe any of us a goddamn thing. Yeah, and I mean, as you were saying, you mentioned that electricity. That's you know that's going to be a massive impact. Oh yeah, and any and, manufacturing and business. Heavy industry like Workshop do, you can't run that on a double A battery. And nor do they get a price cap. Nope. Three phase electricity for business rates is more expensive than probably any of these keyboard heroes realize. So we're agreed then. 
Like, yes, I would. It'd be nice if everything went back to a tenner for a box set, and you get two land traders for fifteen quid or whatever it was back in Rogue Trader. But, mm, no, you know, monopose metal. I, yeah, I will but, say though know, that there is. Back there then, is you could one... get five chocolate bars for a quid and all. But guess what? But... Kit Kat costs you ninety p nowadays. Oh, it does. I tell you what, they have been. Sh- yeah, but you can get two for a pound from the co-op. Well, Full size one. This well. isn't the this isn't the Kit Kat podcast. <coughs> anyway, um, one of the things that I think that people have sort of not sort of made, you know talked about in a big deal, the Australian dollar and the New Zealand dollar in particular. No price rises. But that's because I mean, one could we, argue they, they're paying so, so much anyway. But I think I think um, in general, I think we're agreed that you know nobody likes price rises, but these aren't anywhere they, near as bad they as they could they be. They could have been a hell of a lot worse. So now it's time for Engine Kill. Myself and Michael have sent the others off down the shed for their little chat, and we decided to lock ourselves in and, and discuss Big Titans of Doom. Oh and, my, yes. uh, This month we are going to be giving you a, you know, a usual short rundown, uh, this time on Legio Crucius, the Warmongers. Oh yeah, these have been looking forward to these. I think they've got some really nice... A really nice setup. It's really know, nice rules. Legio, it's a really nice paint scheme as well. I really mm. enjoy that that colour. Mr. B, tell us tell us a little bit about this particular. Oh Legio. right, well they they're from Riser, uh, which I think is everyone knows is sort of basically one of the most advanced Ford worlds in the Imperium. Yep. Sorry, uh, I coughed that. I'll head in. Uh, they've got a massive uh, knowledge of plasma technology. So as a result, Crucius is one of the best equipped, tit- uh, equipped uh, Titan legions in the Imperium. Uh, the Legio is one that actually likes to plan for all circumstances. And they made very early plans on how to fight other Titan Legios. So when the heresy actually broke out, they were able to react and adapt very easily to the warfare of the heresy because they were already ready for it. They knew what they needed to do to kill Titans. They so, were the, I mean, the, the Batman of the Titan fraternity is what we're saying. Yeah, basically. And uh, uh, all the. Uh, uh, yeah. So, yeah, Batman, basically, because he has planned uh, got the reference there and i was like i knew it <laughs> i knew it but i took me a second to click uh, yeah and when the heresy broke out the titans of crucius reaffirmed their loyalty to the emperor and joined with other loyalist forces to defend moloch and riser cool. so uh what about the crunch let's get into the legion traits then let's get into the legion traits so we've got two one of which i should know that they're both pretty good one i slightly prefer uh, so we have Forgeborn. So in the first and second rounds of the game, when a Legio Crucius Titan makes a repair roll, either in the damage control phase or as a result of being issued emergency repair orders, it may re-roll any of the dice that results as a one. Pretty useful. And that's really handy. Yeah. Uh, the second one is the Pride of Riser. So during the damage control phase or when making a repair rolls as part of the emergency repair order... When Elysia Crucius Titan uses a dice result of a, of a six to vent plasma, decrease the Titan's reactor level by two rather than one. That's the one I prefer 
Yeah. Purely because it's throughout the game. Mm, yeah. As, as opposed to the first and second. The, the other one is really good. Neither of these are slouches. But first and second rounds, really your reactor's going to, you know, you're going to take more damage later in the game. And I think that's when you want that, <clears throat> you know, that that's when yeah. you want the that ability to be able to get more out of your Titan. I know yeah. it's on a six, but so you might not bring your shields back up, but at least there's a chance that you're not going to blow yourself up. Yeah, I think that's fair. Although then again, you know, I, I suppose if you if you're going to use uh, uh, have some sort of massive uh, fire first uh, thing with lots of uh, yeah. big draining weapons, the first one could be quite good. Uh, yes, I suppose. The the thing is, first second turns really you're putting dents on shields. Yeah, I suppose that's true. So you, you probably don't want to use the draining weapon so much. Well, you do, but your reactor it, your reactor is going to go up anyway. But you've got it's it's not going to be it's not going to have gone up significantly by that point. Yeah, yeah. You'd only had a a first fire and a round of shooting potentially. So you know, if your dice roll dice rolls are good, your plasma reactor shouldn't shouldn't he says be too hot. Mm. Um, whereas <coughs> turns, you know, three, four onwards, you're probably going to be getting, you know, yeah, egg, egg, egg cookingly hot. So I think that's why I prefer that I, you know, I would take the Pride of Riser, but I also enjoy taking big volcano cannons and plasma cannons. So that's true. That's true. It, it suits my my needs more than perhaps um, yeah. the other one would for people. Yeah. All right, so uh, Legio specific war gear. Now I think they've got some really good war gear. Again, I think they've got one better than the other, uh, but um, we can talk about that. But we've got the terminus override systems. So you've got um, that cost thirty points, and the first time a Titan will be required to roll on the react overload table, uh, you make the roll, and now it happens. So yeah, it's, it's it's all right. It's actually pretty good. Um, no complaints there. I, think it's, uh, I mean, it's <clears throat> it's very similar to what the Warmaster has. Yeah. yeah um, very similar. It's a special thing that it can take. Yeah. Um, the bifolded power containment is a 20-point upgrade, and this is the one I like. Has you roll a D6 when you fire a weapon with a draining trait. On a 4+, you roll two reactor dice and choose the result you prefer. If you roll a one uh, in, on that roll, you actually keep the worst result. So this means I, I, I could, I'm terrible at calculating percentages. I have to get my wife to help me with this. But I think there's a 20-ish chance of no heat being generated when you fire those draining weapons. So that's really um, good. So a, war, a warlord with two bellicosa or a warbringer nemesis with bellicosa, volcano cannon, laser blasters. That's the pretty thing good. Is, some of the weapons, <laughs> some of the weapons that will up increase your reactor aren't drain aren't draining. For instance, mm. um, <clears throat> it's only with weapons that can do draining. So I don't. Oh, hang on, let me just. I I, I like that. Tick, but... tick the old ranks. The Bellicosa, off the top of my head, does not. 
he says. Let me just double check. Warlord. Better case, better case, Man checks things on the internet. Oh, no, you're correct. I do apologize, Mr. P. Fair enough. I, I, yeah. It's rare to hear that I'm correct, but... <laughs> That's very harsh. I, I'm going to take it. No, no, yeah, I'm take you, it. You are, yeah, no, in my... Yeah, no, it does do... Um, yeah, it does do draining. Yeah, I was just looking at it, and I was like, that could do some really... That could do some really good stuff. And uh, if I was going to build a Crucius, I'd be building it around this piece of equipment. Yeah, that make... That's what I think. That would make sense. If you take that and the Pride of Riser trait, mm-hmm. you'll be running pretty cool, hopefully. Yeah, exactly. And that fits in so well with the mall. take all of the plasma. Plasma on one side, Elicoaster on the other. Um, you know, just go go deep into it. Conquer's deep. That's exactly how I would do it. And um, when you blow up, just hope you're near <clears> somebody else. Yeah. Okay, so... Uh, what about Legion specific traits? Then? Do you want to take us through those, uh, Chris? <clears throat> yeah. So uh, on the D, on the one, uh, mm-hmm. we have the Collegia Lord. The Princep holds dual rank between the Legio and the Ryzen Mechanicum, commanding a great measure of Titan's Legio's resources as befits their position. So when he makes a command check for the Princep's nearest Titan, if a nine or a ten is rolled, they may issue orders to any of the Titans in the mana pool provided they did not already have an order without the need to make a command check. Yeah, that's yeah, quite good. Uh, that's, <clears throat> that is, for me, significantly better than the other two. Yeah, I know I'm, it's, like, uh, I, I'm just yeah, imagining an alpha strike with that. I mean, it is on a 9 or a 10, so you are, you know, yeah. you are relying on your dice. But that's, I mean, command checks... Because at least then, you know, you're not sure going to fail the command check, so you've always got the chance to take other orders on everybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think, you know, I would, I would, if I was running this Legio, I would do him first every time just to make sure. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Because imagine getting that off in the first turn with fire, with 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 fire first. Yeah, or split fire, split fires. Uh, yeah, damn useful. And you'd have a, and you'd have an excellent alpha strike um mechanic and born i like as well um you could re-roll a repair dice but must keep the second it's not world um you know changing but it's reliable nice yeah yeah it's all right what about, what about black <clears throat> banner so yeah black banner so it's princess battle group does another tertiary objective uh battle group with this objective and five victory points at the end of the game if their Princeps nearest Titan was not destroyed or structurally compromised. Yeah, I like this, but that means your Princeps is going to be your opponent's tertiary objective. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 good. I think, you know, it hamstrings, it's, you're going to have to play more defensively, which does make sense for the Legio. You know, it's it's all about keeping things on the board, but I don't know if I, and if I can choose my, my trait, mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'll give this a hard swerve. Because... Yeah, I mean, but but then you're a very aggressive player, so you want your princeps up front, whereas uh, myself or Graham, 
I'd be putting my princeps in a uh, support warlord or even a warmonger if, uh, towards the back. If you've got a titan that's not doing anything, you're wasting a titan. It's doing something. It'd just be firing a nice bellicose of war, um, oh, yeah, no, absolutely from the back. But and that's that's how I would do it. Exactly. But the problem is uh, this, as you said, is it becomes an additional way for your opponent to deny you points. Because what they can do is just focus on that Titan. Yeah, no, 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 precisely, precisely. So um, <clears throat> what do you think, what what kind of mana pool would you be thinking for this, this video then? Uh, let me just refresh my mana pools list. I mean, I'll start off, I've got a couple that I would be thinking. The first would be a Corsair um, with the bifolded power containment. So some sidestepping Reavers with laser weapons. I think that'd be quite cool. That would be very good. Yeah, absolutely. You take a volcano cannon on a um, reaver as well, so that would yeah. make sense. Uh, where are we? The Regia, I think that'd be quite useful. A couple uh, of warlords. Yeah, that'd work. Merge their void shields. So, you know. That's a good idea. Because then you can use your dice rolls if you want to take the rerolling the one in the first two turns to keep their shields kicking around. Mm, yeah, that's a good one. As a, um, um, as a collective. Yeah. What about Raptura with a Warbringer at the back with your, again, bifold your power containment, uh, keep those reactors cool when you fire the volcano cannons and laser blasters, and then have your Reavers sort of heading more aggressively up front to try and sort of deal with their stuff in a more close co- quarters way. I'm just trying to think... Whether I was trying to think what the weapon of loadout you would take on the on the war master or the warbringer sorry would be. Uh Warbringer would be the Bellicosa, <laughs> uh a volcano cannon and laser blasts. Yeah. That's what I would do. Yeah, I mean that's I, I run that combination as a long range support titan. I mm-hmm. tend to think the Warbringer because it's that little bit squatter in shape, yeah, a good bit of line of sight blocking terrain can cause it problems. Well, yeah, yeah. that's why you've got to be clever um, in the placement. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know if I would take the the warbringers as the backline. Mm. Or you could um, always insist on pl- on playing the built rules where we can demolish buildings. Yeah. <laughs> That would make sense. Uh, uh, where is it? Rob's what's Rob's favourite one? Oh, that's the one, isn't it? Uh, do, 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 uh, the Exterg, Exterg, I can never pronounce it. Oh, Extergimus. Yeah, yeah. Three Warlords. Um, um, yes, that would be three Warlords. Um, and then you can take a Warlord and a Warbringer as an additional Warlord and additional. Yeah, because that would be pretty. <laughs> Because you, oh, yeah. you can do the Scorched Earth attack, yeah, which does increase the reactor level by one or two if the weapon's dice is higher. But if you're, be, if you're getting lucky enough with your rolls and being able to knock it down two every time, mm-hmm. that would be um, you know, a pretty, pretty useful fix to that problem. Yeah, that's quite good. I like that. Yeah, that's a good idea. 
Ooh, yeah, there's some nice maniples in there you could yeah. use. It, it's I mean, got a per- lot of options. Perpetua is not a bad one either with the um, uh, emergency repair orders on a two plus. Oh yeah, that's oh this has got a with got one a, one warlord and two reavers. Yeah, a lot of options, and again, pop, pop those bifold um, <clears throat> on, your, on your on your reavers. Oh. Some really nice. <laughs> yeah, you can do some a... really good stuff. Why didn't I pick this type? No, I, I, I like Ignatum. <laughs> but I'm like, why didn't I pick this Legio? It's a good Legio. It's always it's always the way when we go through them. We're just like, oh, yeah, no, they're, they're very cool. They're very cool. They're very cool. It's going to be one or two that we've thought not so much. but Yeah. Um, in terms of ma- in terms of uh, painting, not, not that complicated. White, black. The armor trim is gold. Um, I personally was thinking gold trim i'd probably do retribute armor gullum and flesh wash thick highlight of sycorax bronze and then Stormhost silver on the on the edges to get a slightly more ancient gold look but yeah it's yeah, not the, it's not a complicated one to do is it no you could do um if you want to keep it really simple you could do a sycorax and then a just just do it all sycorax and then put a um a seraphim sepia over the top oh yeah that would work quite nicely because <clears throat> that brings out the yellow and gives yeah. it that metallic and sort of flattens yes. it down a bit. It does, yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I, in summary, um, I think this has got to be one of the better Legio rules out there just for survivability. And it fits so well with the fluff. Yeah, I mean, they are one of the headline legions, so or Legios rather, so I don't, I'm not surprised that they're so good. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you say, it's one where they've they've captured the the, the narrative as as well as you know, it, it, well in the rules. Unlike the who was it, the Warp Runners, I think. Yeah. I was always a bit confused um, about what elements they were drawing on for that. But yeah, I re- I really like them. I think they're great. That reactor thing for me just you know gives me a warm fuzzy feeling inside. Oh, same same with the bifold. Um... I just love that. Uh, anyway, so that's that. So we um, head over to the guys from the shack. Yeah, let's go and let's go and annoy them. Yeah, definitely. Hello, and uh, next up, uh, Rob and I, meandering uh, through the palatial grounds of the stately home, uh, the the folly that was built by his great uncle uh, in the 18th century, uh, in these palatial surroundings of of Rob's paint shack. Hello, Rob. Hello. How are we? All right. Not bad. So this month. I will, again, in this kind of almost Obi-Wan-Luke-Skywalker-type relationship that we seem to have fallen into, mm-hmm. um, obviously that does mean you're going to get knacked by Darth Vader, but hey, you come back yeah. as a force ghost. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've just got a little basketball floating around zapping you every time you don't pin wash something. That's exactly <laughs> <laughs> So I got an Amazon voucher for Christmas, and I was like, what can I buy? Well, and then I saw this wet palette nonsense. And I was like, oh, Rob's goes on about this all the time. Uh, maybe I need one of these to make my life easier. 
Have you noticed that it has made your life easier? It has made my life slightly easier. I'm not sure that I'm getting the full benefit of it, but basically at the moment it's like it keeps the paints wet. Mm -hmm. But people have talked about this wet blending technique and the like. Uh. I figured that those two things, because they have the word wet in them, are Mm. somehow interlinked. So here's my question. Mm -hmm. What is all that about then? This is a technique alien to me so i now have a wet palette and yes you're right you put the paint on there and it stays actually which is nice which is great but this wet blending business what's what's all this malarkey about wet blending oh no that's not that's not something i do a lot of okay Um, because it because it takes a lot of time and i'd rather airbrush a fade over it which takes about 30 seconds but (laughs) um basically it's it's similar kind of theory you're basically using science to do your blending for you so with your with your wet palette you have your tub whatever it is with some foam which you've soaked in water and then you have some paper over the top yep. which is usually basically very expensive pre-cut greaseproof paper looks lovely paper. um so it's, it's like a, a lovely, one... lovely container and everything it looks super professional which one did you get did you get the red grass one or i did i got the red grass one the orange one the, the, the orange the, one with the, the orange. a5 one yeah same one that i've yeah. got um they do an A4 one as well, but that's more like for proper pros who... Who needs that? I mean, that seems excessive. And I think if you're someone like Miles and you're churning through like a million things every five minutes, then um, I can see that. But I have uh, noticed that it does, it's so good at keeping paints wet that I can leave something on there and then come back to it in hours. Oh, you, you, if like, not overnight. No, nah, days. And days, still, you'll be fine. You'll be fine with that. Um, as long as the... Um, sponge is nice and wet you'll be fine in days you won't notice it as much now as you will in the summer um because oh, obviously um mm. cold um it evaporation's a lot slower anyway but in in the summer you'll be like oh, okay i'll leave that put the lid on put a little strap around it come yeah. back in like three days time and it'll still be wet and you'll be like oh my god sorcery it's brilliant because i must admit i was just using to put like as my sort of palette if you like mm. I was using the tops off of, you know, like tins of instant coffee, like like a plastic top. Oh yeah, yeah. I've used I've used many a takeaway um, takeaway tray yeah. top before, like the plastic ones. Yeah, just um, to, just to do it. So, but this is like I say, in the summer, you're absolutely right. You know, you you would start painting with something, and then it's like from it's it's bone dry. It, it's have gone before you finish yeah. with it. Yeah. So, so that sucked. Wet blending's a little bit the same uh, in that what you're trying to do is you're basically trying to put two edges next to each other and then you just kind of sort of like two edges of color next to each other and you just kind of tickle it and you let it osmotically sort of oh, fade from one to the other <clears throat> okay um wow. it's most people normally do it with two brushes so you have one with paint on and then you have one literally with just water on and you can kind of like draw a very thin line of water or thinner in between the two colors and then that just gives it enough moisture to just kind of work itself out basically right. um kind of doesn't work if you've got something stood up so if you were of doing course, yeah, say, like, straight down something yeah something something big and, and tall i'm thinking more like an eldar eldar wraith knight or something kind of like that if you tried to do something across the a vertical surface it's just it's just going to slump it's going right. to drop so you kind of you can't you can't add gravity into the mix it's like you can use one bit of physics but let's not use all the physics yeah okay makes sense um, it's a faff 
the town's it already it's, 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 it's basically it's up there at the it, end of faff even i, I say it's a faff wow um and i don't mind a bit of faff but it, it's you know man, when it comes to faff your picture's kind of there in the dictionary to be fair the more the more faffage as we talked about on the show uh you know with the just getting flipping plants on your bases the happier you are right yeah this, yeah, yeah. this is even this is even beyond your but but, but even even, even then i'm like yeah for, for for like a one-off like a character yeah certainly not a problem excuse me coughing fit right. don't worry i'm lateral flowed up the wazoo it is just a cough good to hear um for for characters yeah we'll do so my uh what do you call him my shield captain Yes. Um, I did quite a bit of wet blending on his head. Um, I will get you a picture of that. Um, nice. Which, but then that—that's literally like it's the only bare head in the entire army. It's the only bit of skin in the entire army, gotcha. and I wanted it to be a focal point because it is the only HQ in the army. So I thought I best spend a bit of time on it. Well, this um, does segue into my later question, but yes, carry on um but yeah um it's a tricky technique it can take some it takes practice it takes time to learn it takes time to do um but once you get the hang of it it's it can be quicker than you think depending on what you're doing right okay Um, completely misunderstood what i thought that was obviously looking up i thought it was like just putting like two cards on the planet and then on the planet on the palette and then like where they intermingled you know so you'd have a transition from a to b well you that's basically what you're doing but you're doing it live on the model gotcha you're basically playing that live basically it's the live version of that yeah yeah. Um, the sort of 25 minute version of Freebird. yeah yeah exactly the full gray whistle test version (laughs) um so uh yeah it's worth learning it is worth learning. It's one of those tricks that, you know, if you can do it, brilliant. You can choose to do it. You can choose not to do it. If you're, if you're clever with an airbrush for bigger stuff, mm. don't think it's that necessary. Oh, no, I can see that. Uh, I haven't recently experienced this firsthand. Uh, I think I took some of your, another one of your techniques that I've implemented. So, mm. so one thing that I found super useful uh, was I struggled a little bit with paints, mixing airbrush paints. Because mm-hmm. what I would kind of do is try and mix them in the, in the little pot thing, in right? Cup, yeah. Which I could never really tell what colour it was until I started spraying it. Mm-hmm. But I've took your advice on this and I got some little um like dropper empty dropper bowls mm-hmm. and now I kind of mix the pre-mix them in the dropper bowl thing. And so I've yep. got them ready and that seems to work really well. And also when doing transitions I've also noticed this like getting to the end of one colour and then putting the next colour in without necessarily cleaning the airbrush even so that you and actually and get it does a, it, and it does it for yeah, you. A natural yeah a natural transition which i did on my uh storm sword tank which i'm very pleased about actually um because that you know was like airbrushed the whole thing up i was like yeah actually that's pretty good i don't need to do a huge amount of work on that other than the sort of the washes you know the pin washing and stuff yeah and which on the, the band which on the plastic band blade chassis i i do apologize because there's a lot of rivets on there there is a fair number and you know just the sort of <laughs> there's, there's a number and there's another there's an adjective to begin with f yes. with it i wouldn't have used fair but oh, we'll go yeah. with yours <laughs> um but yeah it's and I, and I had the um metallics to do as well but i airbrushed most of those on the model and then sort of went back over you know where i could where i knew i could airbrush and it wasn't going to go everywhere i kind of masked some stuff off to, to mm-hmm. do that so oh, yeah, getting that, into masking that's it yeah yeah what, what metallics it's still, it's, still it's just a little bit faffy for me oh it is honest. 
it is it, it's like i know my um my serastus castigator first big forge world model i got back in 2017 mm-hmm. i can tell you for a fact the missus had gone away for a weekend with little man he was only about 18 months old they'd gone away for four days i only worked three days a week back then so i had four days off nice. completely to myself while she oh. wasn't in oh. nine hours it took me to mask off the armor panels on that castigator to do the quartered the quartered panels because every panel is quartered oh, so um so yeah. it took um yeah <laughs> that's, that's beyond faff I mean, it was that's... like paint every single one blue yeah and then right then do all the masks in quarters for every single panel so shin knee chest elbow shoulder carapace Heads. head shoulders knees and toes knees, and indeed toes shadrach <laughs> Nidrak, and abendigo it was like <laughs> yeah it was it was something like nine hours houses there you go okay well interesting so well, I, that's that, that's masking for you but then you get you know then you, then you go down the masking tape rabbit hole which as you delve more and more into titanicus says the man who's never played a game of it yet you, you'll be like i've got some three mil masking tape i could do with some two mil maybe some four mil i'll get some six get some ten mil yeah and you end up a, with like I bought a packet of multiple thickness masking tapes for obviously iron warriors stripes yeah. Yeah. Um, so I have do have those at my disposal, but I haven't masked off. So what I'll do from airbrushes, I'll generally spray the whole model where it makes sense, the the, the base colour that I'm looking for, and then I'll go yeah. back and paint the the rest of it with yeah. a brush. But you know, Chris and I think you talked about this in the previous show. You know, this kind of liquid latex manoeuvre. Oh, that's you know, brilliant stuff. That, you know, is that, where, where you could I could spray it kind of do the metallics first where I needed to and then do the base colour but mask off the metallics so I've got, got it all done in mm-hmm. kind of one hit if you like yeah very nice yeah the, um, the, the liquid mask is, is great stuff I've got the um, Vallejo stuff I did that a lot on my custodies um, gotcha because I did all the fish scale colour bits before I did the gold so I did all this kind of fancy sort of pink to green sort of metallic candy oh, yes. fade yeah. and then was like right okay let's cover that with latex right now it's time to prime the rest of the model because the, was... the primer under the metallics was a gloss and obviously the normal primer was going to be a, a, a matte so it was a case of right i've done all that i've masked it now i'm going to spray the whole army black and hope to all what the it, gods yeah. old and new yes that that liquid mask holds oh um, yeah that's that's chancy isn't it after all that work on 3,000 points worth of Forge World. Yeah, it is. Oh, <laughs> I was like, I don't fancy stripping all this if this goes no. mammary skyward. Yes. Um, that's it, not, that's a, that's a gamble. I like it. Yeah, it paid off though. It worked. Thankfully, there's a couple of little bits that pulled off, but nothing, some damp battle damage won't. Okay. Won't fix. So, well, yeah, liquid latex from Faleo. Brilliant stuff. Um, just be prepared to throw the brush away when you finish though, because, yeah, course, it's kill it. Yeah, um, here's, a, here's a thing. So we kind of touched on this briefly. So I've got, as you know, I have a natural aversion to painting flesh colours and will go to extraordinary lengths to avoid doing that. <laughs> yep. Like you, you, sir, get a helmet. Um, yeah, didn't I've you got, have a dark elf army where even the witch elves were all wearing power armour? Exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I've got, basically I have Mark Three heads. Everybody has Mark Three heads. Whatever army I have, mm-hmm. Mark Three marine head. Um, but I've, 
Your yeah. Warhammer armies must look weird. They certainly do. Uh, <laughs> I, there's Necrons. Very peculiar. The um, I mean, that's great with Necrons, right? I mean, that's why I've got them. Yes. Because there's no flesh there. I suppose there's those, no. there's those weird sort of flesh hybrid ones, but I'm not going to get them. Forget them. You know, it's just metallic. Fantastic. Um, so anyway, I have... This is the thing, right? When I do have to eventually get forced into a corner and have to paint flesh, it is literally a roulette wheel of whether it's going to turn out good or not. Right. So if I talk through you what I'm doing, mm-hmm. maybe you can give me some points. Do you want to shout stop when if, if, I, if I feel that I need to intervene? Absolutely. Right. Okay. On. So you ready? Is that the, what was the safe word? It's the safe word is Geronimo. <laughs> the safe word is Geronimo. Right. Yeah. So here's how I start. So obviously everything I do is undercoated in black because mm-hmm. that's the only color to undercoat in. Yep. Um, so then what I might do, and I've started to change, I've added this, I've changed up a little bit here, is I will then start with a brown over the undercoat, right? Yeah. And then I've usually, I'll either use Bugman's Glow. Hang on, or, hang on, right, hang on. Just, or, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, um, calling out the first nations i'm just um getting a reference because um obviously it's me i don't have many gw paints so i'm just getting getting some just getting some reference uh right okay so yeah sunburnt ginger fair enough yeah um sunburnt ginger now wasn't he wasn't that a a song no um i think he i think he did guest marimbas on on an album i think he did he absolutely did. Anyway, uh, <laughs> you can. We're never going to stop doing that, are we? Uh, so there was. So usually it's either that or mm-hmm. I kind of go with that one as my go-to. But I have got barbarian flesh, I think, which is an army, army paint. Basically, what happened is I got a lot of paints off somebody, and there's about four different flesh colours that, as you can tell, I very rarely use. So, oh, right, yeah, okay, I can see that. All right, um, I would call you on it there one. because you're okay, okay. an army painter. Okay, yeah, fair um, enough. I have a... Okay, an aversion. I, 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 yeah, I don't get on well with them. Um, I fact, their spray cans are notorious for ruining people's army plans. Yes, I, 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 I definitely um, haven't used the spray cans. And I think unless you've got some kind of military-grade way of mixing the paint in the pots like maybe if you sent it around the large hadron collider a few times you might be able to get the paint to mix but um it's a similar kind but color wise it's a similar kind of um orangey it's a bit more essex than burnt ginger um there's yeah there's sort of like um anyway the point is right Mm. i usually put it on but i usually put it on quite thin Mm mm-hmm and so it doesn't look anything like uh, human flesh at this point. It looks like a sort of, well, like a thin layer of pink over over brown. Mm-hmm. And then I try and think I'm being very clever by kind of building that up. Mm-hmm. And I say building that up, what that generally means is me trying three colours and going, can I just dry brush this somehow? And that's usually why. <laughs> so what then happens is I like look at it and go, oh, my God, that looks like Frankenstein's nightmare. Where's the Agrax? <laughs> right chuck the agrax on like on the eye sockets and the mush that might Geronimo. give it a, a, okay that might give it a okay okay right well and, and this is just me this isn't okay, me going okay. oh my god great what are you doing like you know, yeah, I'm, I'm here to learn that's yeah, fine like, um so what what you're saying is you're 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 painting white people 
You're painting Caucasian skin. Generally. Caucasian skin. I've never tried anything else. Anything else would be too scary. Doesn't go that colour in the, when it gets shaded. Okay. Doesn't go dark brown. That is true too. Yep. Not okay. unless you haven't had a wash for a very very long time. Well, or it is the grim dark universe. Python. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um. It. And that can kind of break your realism. What I would go for, and yes. I'm just searching for the colour. Um. It's going to be scale 75, I'm afraid, because that's the way my brain works. Now. Of course, I expected a trip down Artisan Lane. Yeah, well, you know. Um, <laughs> I'm just trying to find the, the list of them now. Oh, where have you gone? All right, scale 75, single paints. There we are. So what Caucasian flesh tends to do when it gets shaded or in shade yep. is it doesn't go brown-brown. It goes purple. This is, yeah, because you have talked about using purple in areas where i would consider purple a, a no-go area you frankly. Think, what are you doing he's what not been punched in the face you know ruin my model it's going to look like some psychedelic australian's nightmare yes yes uh, however what i would pick up if i were you is i would pick up some uh, indian shadow which is um a scale 75 one okay. it's a very kind of um ruddy uh, you know when you you know when someone leaves like half a glass of red wine like at the end of the night and you get up mm. in the morning there's that kind of stain on the inside of the glass. Oh yes, yes, yes. It's a little bit like that. Okay. It's a little bit like that, but good a bit browner. Uh, so okay, it's probably yeah. not a good red wine. Yeah. And which is why it's been left. Yes. Um, they do an Indian shadow. They do an Arabic shadow, and they do an African shadow. They've they've gone it, full it, on it, with this, haven't it's they? It's almost it's almost like they've kind of gone. Not everybody's the same colour. Um, which um, which which is nice um but they just they work even underneath caucasian skin tones they just add that different warmth really really well um okay. and if you start layering up your um your barbarian flesh things like that over variations underneath yeah that's 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 what i like to think i'm doing that kind okay. of that i use that, a lighter yeah. kind of area around where the light would be lighter, if that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously you've got to, the like zenithal thing now. Yeah. Um, it's my word of the word of the year. Yeah, you know that's your that's going to be your word. Of oh, I'm just putting, I'm just applying the zenithal highlights, dear. I'll uh, bring gin and tonic across if you wouldn't mind. And uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Would and, you, you know, mind just... booking the trip to Tuscany so I can pick up some <laughs> more, <laughs> some, a few more of my, uh, my artisan artisanal. Uh, multi motors please. Yes, and I, I'll I'll make sure the Tempranillo has been properly is properly properly breathing bef- before you get there. And and, uh, have, you, properly. have you heard what Gerald has done? It's disgraceful. <laughs> he the didn't Zenithal highlight his model. Literally just went in dab handed like a like a crazy working class painter. And he'll be expelled from the Reform Club. Absolutely, I've had stiff words with the Never such a scandal since that Bellamy fellow tried to diddle fog out of all that cash. Um, <laughs> oh dear. So yeah, sorry. Yeah. So there's there's an there's that's an next, that's next year's podcast, isn't it? Right yeah, there, there you go. Um, Up, upper class twit of the year competition. Upper, yeah, upper class <laughs> Burke of the year. Yeah. Um, so there's African shadow, Arabic shadow, Indian shadow, and then they do a basic flesh, and they do one that's called sandalwood, which 
probably smells nothing like... I was going to say, isn't that an aftershave? I was going to say, it smells, smells nothing like your average aftershave, which I'm sure is disappointing. Um, the alcohol <laughs> content won't be as high either, so don't oh, even try true. and drink it. But it is a lovely, basic colour for a European skin tone. Okay, let me let me rephrase this question. We know that my faff level is fairly small. Mm-hmm. And we know that my ability is probably... Linked with growing rapidly, accelerating. If I wanted to do a fairly quick, like not like put one coat on, go on a trip around the Himalayas for Mm -hmm. meditation, then come back and put the second coat on. If I wanted to do, how would you do this? Right from from right. If I was doing it quick, quick, quick Quick. and easy without without with minimal minimal flourish. But I want this to look like somebody is actually a real person, not a zombie slash a muppet. So utilitarian, quick. I've got an army with no, no one wearing a helmet on. I've got more than one of these to do. That's exactly it. Right. The heads would be separate. They wouldn't be glued onto the model before they're <laughs> painted. Okay. That's, so that, that's scary, but yes. That's, that's, so so you, you build the model without the head. You um, stick the heads on. You know there's those funky little new sprue things that GW did? Yes, yes, yes. This is perfect for them. Okay, okay. This is absolutely perfect for them. There you go. I'm, I'm bigging up something they did. I don't yes. always moan about them. Yep. Um, have all your heads on them, right. on the little sticks. Yes. Uh, undercoat them all, black. Yeah. Zenithing them all. Zenithing them all, quite heavy, white from the, the top. Yeah, from the top. Quite yeah. heavy from the top, and then under from underneath, very very lightly. Ooh. Very so, very lightly so. from underneath, and then from from the coughing pit that is about to appear. <coughs> it's on the GNT again down the club. No, sorry, I was very, very drunk. <laughs> um, underneath, I would do a purpley brown. Yeah. I would do a purpley brown. Purple I would brown. go for something like the African Shadow. Um, I've used that quite a bit now. It's absolutely beautiful colour. Covers fantastically. And then from the top, I would go for something like a, 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 a mid-colour. So from the top, I would go probably something like the the sandalwood from Scale 75. It's a bit less orange than that barbarian flesh or the bugman's glow. It's 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 less. You need more factor 50, and it's less. You need to lay off the spray tan. It's more okay. less David Dickinson. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. less um, less chemical. Yeah. Um, and I do that from the top. And then what I do is I'd add a bit of white into that once that had dried. Um, tiny little bit of white and then I would kind of just mist over a bit of a zenithal again and I might do that twice but I'd do every single one of them in one go this is airbrushing we're talking about isn't it this is airbrush and I'd airbrushed a lot okay low pr- l- low, so quite high pressure but tiny tiny bit of flow so you're getting a teeny tiny little spray out you know that thing that I said like to practice writing your name with it yes. that kind of that kind of level of perfect finger best phrase about airbrushing is that you get to have a perfect thing. Um, That's something to look forward to, I suppose. Yes, exactly. Which I believe is also something that Sunburnt Ginger played on. I think it's one of the tracks. One of the albums? Was the album? Was was it the album, The Perfect Finger? Yes, I think Um, it was. Might have been. Um, And I would just do that. I've done that quite a few times with with projects that have got large amounts of skin. if you don't want to go down quite so artisanal as scale 75, Tamiya's flat flesh is very good. 
Okay. Um, you know, you probably buy one pot and it'll probably last you until you're 907. But that's true. I mean, given the, the, the amount of decline the amount that of, I've had to use it the for. Amount yes. skin, the amount of skin tones that you'll want to paint. Um, but it is a, it is a nice, decent colour. You can go, you know, you can go lighter from it. You can go darker from it. It's fairly decent mid-tone. I did like um, the Tamiya colours, I've got to say. If you the do first want, time I used them for my um, biscuit-coloured shadow sword. Oh, yeah. They are lovely, aren't they? They, they do are, paint they really ever so are. well. I'm they really very are. much a convert now. That's all right. Now, what I wouldn't do, though, is I wouldn't stick Agrax on it. Right. So let me just get this right. So what we're talking about is black undercoat, heavy zenithal highlight top down with white, light, very light misting pushing up, and mm. then an orangey brown going from bottom up. Purple. A purpley brown. Purpley brown. Purpley brown. And then... A lighter version of that going down was that, or different? Yeah, and then sort of like a mid, a mid, normal skin tone from the top. Yeah, and then a, a purpley, purpley brown, darker one from the bottom. And that's still going to look quite flat, I guess. So, you know, would yes. you then? Then so this then, is this is the I would wash it. Yes, I would wash it, but I wouldn't use the old Agrax. I would probably. I'm again. I'm just searching for a color reference uh i would probably something like a reichland flesh shade but not the gloss no no need for a flesh wash to be gloss not unless everybody is really really sweaty not unless you're going for that kind of 90s games workshop you know gloss varnish look well, yeah, that's true. My friend did a Thud the Barbarian. Do you remember Thud the Barbarian? Oh, yes, I do remember Thud the Barbarian. He, there was a metal figure of this back in the 80s, actually, rather than the 90s, and, and he painted it up and then got, sort of, you know, put the, as you did in those days, you varnished all your models because they would get, you know, cracked somehow. Yep. And it was like this day glow orange thing. It looked more like the thing than Thud the Barbarian. So, anyway, I digress. So, I've got... Bobby G is lurking in my future, and he has does not have a helmet, so I shall mm-hmm. probably give that a go and get back to you. Yeah, uh, what I might do, I might, I'm sure I have got some uh, head kicking about, some heads kicking about um, from something. I might see if I can film this process in real time so that it's oh, that less... Less intimidation for you. So you can go, look, it's a ten minutes. Done. There you go, done. Now, that might be ten minutes for one head, which you might think, what? But obviously, you multiply that across all the different... If you've got 30 of them lined up, you can do the same bit on all, on 30 of them at once. Here's the thing, Rob. It takes me longer than that because I paint it about four times before I'm happy with it. So the ten minutes is fine. All right, oh, there you go, then. There cool. Go. Well, I think that's a good place to to stop and think about next month uh, yeah, any... if anybody's got any ideas that they want me mm. to try and reform because we don't there's no show notes for this bit is there it's all just ad-libbed uh, with our own excellence yeah so if anybody's got any anything they want to know if i know how to do or want me to talk about um let us know yeah, give us a shout. Um, any plan? What's the plans? I think we've talked about in the show, but anything you're particularly looking forward to painting-wise for next month? 
Um, more Titans, obviously, but that's not um, that's a sort of recipe that I, that I know what I'm doing mm. now. Um, I've got some little Serastus Knight Lancers that I've got on the go that I haven't done before, so I'm looking forward to them. Um, and I am going to start pushing on for getting more progress on the Custodies. I'm getting a little bit of guilt that there's a 3,000-point army being there for over a year that reached a certain point and then I thought yeah, and it just mm-hmm. sort of stopped didn't you just yeah it's I think it's because I got to the bit where it's there's lots of detail and there's lots of stuff and I find it hard to go I'll, I'll come back to that it's like no I will do that bit now and then, then I will do that bit now and it's like it, yeah. it, it proper triggers me that it's like I like having something that I can sort of go oh I can spend three hours on this bit and then you look three mil down the line and there's another bit that you can spend three hours on and you look three mil down the line and there's another bit that you can spend three hours on but three hours might be an entire week's worth of hobby time or or like a, a of course yeah. you know half a week's worth of hobby time and it's like i want to do more than paint just gem yep makes sense totally makes sense cool all right mate well yes. let's call it there and uh, have a great month and i shall catch up with you later Indeed so, sir. Cheers then. Bye. Bye bye. And if you're still with us and haven't stomped off in a huff uh, after that, then uh, you've reached the end of the show. Congratulations, you have survived unscathed, relatively. Um, So please leave us reviews on iTunes. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and YouTube. The links are all in the show notes. Give the page a like too on the face gash for no other reason than just to let us know that you know you kind of like what we're doing if you don't like keep it to yourself to be honest um if you want to get in touch with us you can post on our facebook wall send us a message or email us at feedback at the edge feedback at edgeofempire.co.uk if you want to help out the show we've got an affiliate link with audible so you can sign up there to get your horus heresy audiobooks or anything from black library you get a month's free trial and after that it's 7.99 a month per book and like i say everything from black library is on there you can join the patreon of the show pop a couple of dollars in the tip jar to keep the lights on at bottle schloss and we will be eternally grateful for that you can also help us out by going through out going through the advert on our website to purchase your wargaming toys through element games we have element crystal codes which means you get double crystals and we get normal ones as well these are all in the show notes and chris's is chr211 graham's is gra2794 dolly's is mic440 and mine is rob676 i don't know why it's dolly there that was actually mike but hey ho we've also got an affiliate link with the outpost (laughs) in sheffield that's it Um, that's what he's gonna be called from now on yeah he's heresying nine to five um, painting hard to make a living and next episode is there's do one job as a, do- a Dolly Parton impersonator oh yeah because we talked about it didn't we that's why I typed that's that in there the one. That's, that's where the notes are from yeah, that's, that's where it's from got it so next episode is still in planning uh, there will be uh, we are debating what in our list of potential topics to put in there so a little bit of uh, suspense for you um all I know is Chris has been banging on about Blood Bowl for the past hour so you know the the one thing I've never banged on about is Blood Bowl I've no idea how to play that game Blood Bowl's amazing never played it well um, we can rectify that I'm painting snotlings
because I think that'd be cool. See a doctor about it. Blood Bowl is class. Anyway, uh, so that that is it. Um, this is the yeah, end. Of it. I'm going now. That's not, not, not. <laughs> oh no, sorry, wrong wrong gaming system. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's good night from me. Yeah. Good night and, from me too. Uh, Have a great month. Take care, everybody. Speak to you in a couple of weeks. Bye. Yep. Speak to you. Bye. À la prochaine, mes amis. Oh, don't put the white flipping French. <laughs> <laughs>